Wow. Wow, this is so great. Have you ever read the elementary school newspaper, Linda? There's no ads, no sponsored content, no links to click on. Just news stories about what's happening. Did you know that the police in Shitipa Town beat up homeless to clear them out? Do you know how long it's been since I was able to just sit back and read the news? I got so used to getting news off the internet, but I feel like I'm always trying to chase the news somehow. It's like I'm in a black void, trying to reach the news story. But then the next thing I know, I'm reading an ad for Geico. So I click out of that and try to read the news story, but it's not a news story. It's a slideshow, and I'm looking at the worst celebrity plastic surgery jobs ever. So, of course, I want to see the next slide of plastic surgery gone wrong, so I hit the arrow. But then the arrow wasn't the arrow for the next slide. It was to take me for an ad for face cream. Ha! I wanted to get a news story, but I'm reading about face cream, and I try to click out of it, but the ad is following me. It's following me all over the screen. No! So I click on the close button, but it wasn't a close button. It was another slideshow. And I just want to know what's happening in the Middle East, but instead, I'm looking at the top ten scariest movies of all time. And that's not the arrow for the next slide. It's for another ad. But this... This is just news, and I don't get lost in all the bullshit. Linda? Linda! Episode 116. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Good it, toss it, good it, taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture, leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the leftovers. leftovers. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'm not feeling it. Woo. No. Uh, <laughs> not today. Not this week. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Hi. <laughs> right, we got eleven more days till Star Wars: The Force Awakens thank from today's God. recording. Eleven more days. Yep. I can't count, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Fucking can't wait. Only mm. one more episode of Pop Culture Leftovers where we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Not true. counting this one. That's true. It's crazy. Then all the spoiler pussies will come out. Yeah. <laughs> Our downloads were triple. I know. <laughs> They're all hiding under rocks right now. <laughs> they don't want to listen to any of them. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I am having a spoiler alert bumper made, but <laughs> I'm kind of kind of wanting to use a different one. Yeah, I think you might want to. Oh, no! <laughs> I can't even do it now. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, no, don't, no, don't spoil my pussy. <laughs> my vagina hurts from all these spoilers. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's not going to be it. We'll get it. We're, get, we're getting one, though. Yeah. We're getting one made. That's exciting, too. Yeah. It is exciting. Welcome back to the Dive Bar of Podcasting, the podcast that just doesn't give a shit. Don't give a fuck. Never have. Us. Nope. 
Give us those one star yep. iTunes reviews. We don't care. <laughs> we get any iTunes reviews? Yeah, no, we did. We did. Oh, I, 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 I want to talk about something though before we. I don't. I don't know where we're gonna go. Where I'm gonna go with this? I want to talk about something though before we jump into everything. Okay. You've been driving along, and this happened to me just on the fucking way here. I'm driving down the road, <clears throat> and you see things in the road. You know. Mm-hmm. I saw a fucking shoe. I want to. What's you know what I mean? Have you ever driven, just been driving, and there's a fucking shoe in the road? Yeah, how does a that shoe? happen? Thank you. That's my fucking question. <laughs> yeah. The whole reason I'm bringing it up is like, what's the fucking story right. behind that fucking shoe? Oh, man. Isn't it an adult shoe that you saw? Well, not no, not this time. It was a child shoe. Oh, so maybe you just got worse. some dumb kid throwing their shoe out the window. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be my guess. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Some, I don't know, maybe an angry cobbler driving down the road. <laughs> God damn it, these size twos! I'll never figure them out! And he was just said, fuck it, you know. <laughs> to the, the road! To the road with you! <laughs> I don't know. That might be it, too. That might be it. But it's like, what's the story behind, like, because I, I not only, you know, I just saw a child shoe, but I've seen adult fucking shoes in the road. Yeah. Now, what the Fuck, man! Like you, like you're just walking along, the thing falls off. And you're just like, yep, <laughs> fuck it. You got to go to the store. I'm already on my. Well, Payless is on the way. I don't know what the fucking deal. Yeah. With the fucking shoe. Out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. <laughs> Some jackass limping along with one fucking shoe on. Yeah. You you could see a dead body on the side of the road, but at least you know, like, okay, somebody died on the side of the road. But with the shoe, you yeah, see that, the that's shoe. one way to look at it, Jay. You see. You see yeah, the it's, shoe. It's comforting to know that. Oh, yeah. That's my mindset. <laughs> it's way more comforting to see a dead body, body on the road. On the than, than the road. But, but it is like, you know, like you, you're driving, you see the shoe, and then the rest of your drive, you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What is the chain of events? It's on somebody's or, foot. Or hold on, hold on. Or or you're just driving along, and you've seen so many of these goddamn shoes yeah. that you don't even have that train of thought anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Another it's, fucking shoe. Oh, that's that's commonplace. Yeah. <laughs> just, just sensitized to yeah. the whole shoe thing. It's not like you're driving along. Oh no! It's another shoe. How to get there? You're right. And why is my pussy hurt? <laughs> Somebody must be telling the spoiler. I want to go back to Jay and his dead, dead body, body example. Yeah. Last week it was Daisy Ridley, and yeah. this week it's with the shoe wow. thing. Oh well, yeah, you're right. What if, hey, what if the dead dude only had one shoe? Oh, oh fuck! It would answer a lot of questions, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be disturbing as hell. Yeah. What is this other fucking? No, shoe? that would answer. The, that would answer the fucking shoe question. It would. Well, the guy fucking died, right? So, uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe 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 it raises more questions. It does raise more questions. It does. God damn, you're right though, man. That's always see unsolved mysteries. They always tackled like the murders and UFOs oh, yeah, and, and yeah. the ghosts and shit. They should have been talking about like you know. Uh, you know, Robert Stack comes out there. There's a shoe in the middle of the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a good Robert Stack voice. <laughs> the creepy ass music yeah. plays. Can you imagine him as like your grandfather? Oh. Yeah, wanted to read, just like wanting to read like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> you know what I mean? How fucking freaky that would be. Man, now I wish your Robert Stack was on point. I'd like yeah. to hear this. Oh, one I know. Fish too <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. I just saw, I saw the one shoe out there just chilling in the fucking road, and I was like, you know what? What's the fucking deal with yeah, that shoe? That's a good. That's a good point, man. I think about that all the fucking time. Well, and then the, the other thing, it's like you're walking along, and the next thing you notice is you've got a rock in your shoe. Uh huh. 
How the fuck does that happen? How did it get in there? How did like, do rocks just like j- jump up into your fucking shoe? Right. I don't understand that. I'd like to know this. You know those fucking uh, those fucking guys on TV? Or are they on like the History Channel? Oh, like the MythBusters. The MythBusters. Why yeah. the fuck aren't they tackling that fucking thing? <laughs> I think it's too late. I think they're retired. They're now. done. I know. But why didn't they? Maybe they would have stayed on another fucking season had they done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be the most <laughs> fucked up explanation of all explanations. Right. <laughs> the rock in the shoe. You don't How does it know. happen? Like, what are you doing? Are you kick, kicking up rocks and shit as you're walking along? I'm just, I'm walking at a steady pace. Yeah, I've had it happen too. Like, I've been at fucking work, yeah. and like two hours into the day, I'm like, there's a fucking pebble in my yeah. shoe. How? <laughs> if you're collecting rocks, why aren't you collecting other shit? It's not yeah. like at the end of the day, it's like a fucking couch, and you got like three dollars in change in there. <laughs> you know what nice. I mean? That'd, That'd be, be nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I got my feet working for me. Oh, I know how I'm gonna buy my next fucking pair of shoes <laughs> from all these fucking coins that are fucking landing in here. Maybe I can buy that jackass that lost one in the road. <laughs> buy, him, buy him another fucking shoe. This went on a lot longer than I thought it was. I say that every fucking week. <laughs> you do, you do. It's, I don't know, it's just observational, just stupid shit that I see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fucking a shoe in the fucking road. Yeah. Stupid. Fuck up your whole day, man. Next just, time, I'm gonna stop traffic next time. Yeah. I'm gonna stop fucking traffic like, next time. Waving around. Whose is this? What the fuck? Fucking shoot. Like, I'm gonna have, like, my car, like, like parked in the middle of the fucking road, like, fucking horizontally. <laughs> Nobody can fucking move until I figure out the fucking story behind this fucking shoe. We're not moving until someone claims this shoe. Yeah. You're just waving people around. Shoe. There's a shoe here. One of these days, I am going to stop. From now on, one of these days, I'm hoping that somebody leaves, like, if found, please, you know, con- I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck did this even fucking happen? <laughs> I was thinking more like a modern day Cinderella where you're, like, making everyone try it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking shoes. You guys ready to roll with some fucking uh, iTunes reviews? Yeah, yeah sure. Do it. I'm not because I don't have the soundboard up. That's fine. Let's talk about shoes some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does Offspring have a song about shoes? Offspring? No, uh-huh. they don't. All right, guys. It's time for uh, iTunes reviews. <laughs> it's one star five. Our iTunes review song. Yada yada blah blah. <laughs> That's my favorite too. part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm reading your fucking shitty <laughs> iTunes reviews. Yada 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 blah blah. Fuck you too. Uh. All right. Uh, our uh, only iTunes review to come out this week was from Talaria thirty nine. Huh. That sounds like a fucking like uh, malaria. It sounds like a disease <laughs> or something you might catch. Yeah. Talaria. Talaria. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's what happens when it's cold outside and you lose one shoe your your, your shoeless foot gets to Larry and they gotta cut the thing off oh no What are the symptoms of Telaria? <laughs> You're walking around with one shoe on like a jackass. Oh, man, I got to Google this. I hope I don't have it. <laughs> All right, so Telaria39 says it gets, it's a five-star. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Whatever. Those are so much fun. I know. 
<laughs> All, right. Right. <laughs> All right, Teleria, let me get my dick out. <laughs> I have listened to a few, and you guys are the best. It feels like, oh, yeah, it's called Best Effin' Podcast Ever hmm. is the title. I have listened to a few, and you guys are the best. I, it feels like I am just listening to one of those – it feels like I'm just listening to one of the boys. Having grown up in the 80s and a solid follower of the 616 universe – I relate and follow you perfectly. I'm also an avid movie buff. Your reviews are spot on. Keep up the cuss-infused banter. It is how normal people discuss things. Tupperware party to all. So that comes from Teleria. Get another shoe, Teleria. (laughs) We like you. We don't want to lose you. Just pick up another shoe. It'll save you a ton of money on your medical bills, and you won't look like a shoeless jackass. (laughs) How dare Teleria call us normal? I know. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That ain't right. No, we got to work on that. Yeah. Hey, Jay, talk about some uh, dead females. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who'd you see this week, Jay? Yeah. yeah. Who'd you look up this week? Uh, yeah, nobody this week. Yeah. yeah. Celebmorg.com. <laughs> Powered by Jay. <laughs> it's like I'll be posting those got, on Facebook. It's got that little click counter, and it just only goes up one each day, it's and that's me. from you. <laughs> You fucking sicko. All your dead celebrity nudes in one site. (laughs) (laughs) Nice laugh there, Jay. Hope for the future right there. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, You want to talk about shoes again? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about shoes. (laughs) You got a bumper for that? What about that that baseball player, Shoeless Joe? What was his deal? He had no shoes, apparently. Did he play baseball without shoes? You remember Shoeless Joe from, uh, what was it, uh... Yeah, he, he, he was like... <laughs> That's not good. I'm sure he had rocks in his shoes once he put him back on. No, he was like, as, right before he got up the bat, he just took off his shoes. <laughs> he was wearing them up until that point, but he was like, oh, time to get into the batter's box. Let's take off the old shoes. <laughs> gotta keep up with my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I should have chose a different one. Because <laughs> it's really starting to hurt. <laughs> That's what the documentary is about, how sad he is that he can't wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Too late to go back now. Yeah. Little baseball history there. A little, little, little bit. Wow. <laughs> a little bit. Wow, you get everything on this yeah, podcast. It's a one-stop shop here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Close your leftovers. <laughs> this show's so fucking stupid. Uh, we got uh, – we're going we're gonna to move on into uh, emails. Mail. Leftovers of the universe. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Real close to Freddie Mercury with those vocals. There. <laughs> a little bit. You guys heard about the Freddie Mercury movie? No. Uh-uh. All right. So basically, it was originally supposed to be, it was supposed to star Sasha Karen, uh, Sasha, what's it? Sasha Borat. Karen, Borat. Right? Okay, yeah. What's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen? Yes. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. I was thinking Sasha Kara Bohan. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so it was originally supposed to star him as Freddie Mercury, and I thought that, that's that's spot. I on. can see that spot on. And now they've got uh, Eddie Redmayne from uh, the um, Jupiter Ascending movie, and then the Stephen theory of Hawking. the theory yeah. of everything. Hmm. He was great in Theory of Everything, and absolutely horrendous in Jupiter Ascending. Mm-hmm. So they got him now. And I found out the reason that Sasha Baron Cohen dropped off the project 
was because he was upset with the rating that they gave it. I mean, you're talking about a guy that lived a rock and roll lifestyle. Yes. This guy had a rated R life. Yeah. They're making this PG-13. Uh, and it's because of the family and because of the remaining members of Queen. Uh, and this is going to be a PG-13. Fuck that. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. You're right. I mean, his life wasn't PG-13. So right. why would you want to see a movie that's not, right. you know, at least close to true? Exactly. So yeah. this is going to kill, like, like I can understand, like, you know, like we got Street Outta Compton. And I'd like to see other, like, uh, rap movies uh, rap, you know, rap groups turn into like movies. I'd like to see like Public Enemy. I'd mm-hmm. love to see Beastie Boys. You know, I'd like even like to see like a legit Eminem movie. Yeah, or okay. even like a legit Tupac movie. Tupac movie would be fantastic because I mean they've had the Tupac and the Biggie movies, but pfft, yeah, I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking like you know Universal Studios rocking this shit, man. But uh, this is gonna kill it for the rock side if yeah. they fucking do it like this because you know, yeah, I would like to see. I guess you'd have to do a documentary or something. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't understand this. Like this, uh, fuck it, toss it. Yeah, I toss it too. Yeah, uh, well, we'll play it safe because there's still Queen people alive and his family yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. what are they going to be offended by? I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, it sounds like a stupid fucking move. No, I mean you. You can sh- uh, the part of, part of like connecting with a character is like watching some of the tragic decisions that they've made or seeing some of the things that happened that were in their life that maybe they shouldn't have been doing. Yeah, but like. Then there's the redemption. You know what I mean? Right. Then there's like – it always kind of – like even the Steve Jobs movie tried it. They made, yeah. him, they made him look like a complete asshole. But on the flip oh, side, yeah. at the end of the movie, they still gave us like 10 seconds of redemption. I agree. So, I agree. And it was a great movie because of that. Yeah, they didn't water down the fact that he was a fucking insensitive jerk yeah. that didn't like relate with people's emotions exactly. and shit. Right. And I'm not saying like, – like I don't know too much about you know Freddie Mercury's life. No. But I do want to I, – I, I would like to know and I think Rated R is the only way to do it. Yeah. be a so. great way to know about him but of course now it's going to be yeah. watered down. So Sasha Baron Cohen, he left because of the rating and I got to applaud the guy. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Stood not, his ground. Absolutely. So they got Eddie Redmayne but still I honestly at look wise man you yeah. got to go Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. He I has can the see charisma it. too like to pull yeah. that off effortlessly I think. Get so. that mouthpiece in and he's mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, moving on to emails. First it's not it's actually not an email. It was a, a package that had been sent to me by one of our listeners and I want to apologize to him. It's Riker Excel uh who uh, it's Scott Shooty. Okay. Yep. And uh, I got to apologize because, like, uh, he sent me this a while ago, and I didn't mention on the show. He's starting to worry that I wasn't going to bring it about, not bring it up on the show. That's not the case. We get a lot of emails, and we we have a lot of content that we talk about in these episodes. And even though they go on for five, six hours, sometimes I don't have time sometimes to go over everything. And and he sent us something, and with it being the Christmas season, I wanted to actually bring this up closer to Christmas. Um, he sends us uh, a letter here that says, Dear Leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank, I hope this package finds you well. I wanted to take a moment and show my appreciation for what you all do by sharing something I am passionate about. Dildos. <laughs> did you just add that word in yourself? I did. <laughs> he says something I... He's, he, he actually said something I am thankful for. Dildos. <laughs> he didn't use the words passionate. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant the word dildo was the word you added in yourself. It is. Oh, um, oh. The actual word... I'm catching on to you. I know. You wily, shoeless motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know your ways. Yes. All uh, right. So he says, uh, I want to show my appreciation for what you all do by sharing something I am passionate about. 
Cigars. Mm. Oh. There's something stately about enjoying one, and it's something you can quickly enjoy like a cigarette. Nope. You have to plan for one of these babies, which is one thing I like about them. Did I mention that chicks look hot smoking cigars? Just saying. So I have sent a few your way for you to enjoy together as good friends should. So I I got the cigars. Oh, wow. Jay, we are stinking up your house now. <laughs> we have four cigars here. Oh, wow. Nice. And basically uh, my plan for these, and I told Scott, because Scott sent me another email. He's like, dude, why the fuck didn't you talk about, haven't you talked about my cigars yet? Yeah. Yeah. You inconsiderate bastard. I sent you fucking cigars. You haven't even brought it up on the show yet. Fuck you. I'm done listening to your show. And I had to, I had to do a lot of backtracking to get Scott to listen. I had to send him – no, I didn't. Scott was cool with it. He's like, I, I, as a podcaster myself, as a former podcaster, uh, you know, I understand you get busy, blah, 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 blah. I told him – I said I was waiting for the right time to, to bring it up on the show and I guess since he's on my ass about it, and I guess now's as good a time as ever. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, Scott. Anyway. Who isn't a former podcaster these days? That's right? <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he sent me these four cigars. And uh, I'm – guys, I think we're all going to get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, maybe five of us. I'm not sure. But uh, to watch The Force Awakens. Yes. yes. So it's going to be uh, – for a fact, I know it's going to be Jake, myself, Jay – and uh, Dan West. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to get together and watch The Force Awakens. I was saying, after the movie, yes, we smoke a victory cigar. Oh, I think so. Can I smell them? Because, guys, yeah, absolutely. you got to take them out of the package, I'm sure. But, you know, um, the, the thing is, is that... The Force Awakens is one of those movies that's been that we've 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 been talking about since the since before the podcast even started. Yeah, because I mean, we started talking about we started talking about getting a podcast in October mm-hmm. of 2012. We didn't actually launch the podcast until the next year. We we planned for like six months, but I mean, this movie this is the last movie. This is the last movie that we've been talking about since. The podcast first started. This I, is it. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. It's the, the final one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that book called Journey to the Force Awakens, but like this is our journey mm. to the Force Awakens. And so like what we're going to do is me, you, and then Dan West, we're all going to get together after we watch the movie and smoke Riker Excel Scott Shooty's fucking cigars. Awesome. Nice. I like so. how he included matches. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> well, he said that they basically, let me read a little bit more of this. He all says, right. uh, Oh, yeah, he gives us some rules before you light up. So this is like a public service announcement for cigars. Are they like gremlins? What the fuck? <laughs> well, he goes, three of the cigars are Opulence 3 by Drew Estates. They're a medium-bodied cigar in the acid line. So they come with the delicious botanical fillers that acid is known for. Oh. You know, I mean, seriously. Wow. <laughs> Well, come on. When you're talking about acid cigars, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that people like, oh, yeah, yeah, that uh, delicious botanical filler. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Right. It's like, you know, you know, like Coke is going to like be, uh, you know, bubbly and have a sweet taste. Yeah. You know that your fucking Opulence 3 is going to have a botanical filler. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, it's common, common knowledge. <laughs> Listen to this. Jay's like crying over I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, think of a dead body. Get, okay, okay, I'm ready. Get back in focus. <laughs> is a, is a, is he kind of a cigar snob? A little, bit, little no, 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 Scott. Oh, Scotty. Yeah. A little bit of a cigar snob. 
Well, the fact that he said botanical filler. (laughs) (laughs) A medium roast. And he goes on to say, like, unlike the other cigars in the acid line, these have a spicy bite to them, which makes them the perfect cigar for those wishing to get into the pastime. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. <laughs> Getting into it. A spicy bite. You know, yeah. this sounds almost like, you know, like I, I watch a lot of the food shows and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andy Bourdain. Yeah. You know, and the, the other guy that eats all the testicles and shit. <laughs> that guy. Bizarre Foods. Bizarre Foods. Whatever his with, name uh, is. Yeah. With, uh, I like to eat balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, balls again. Yeah. Oh, Bye. shit. <laughs> When he watches the Star Wars The Force Awakens, he's just going to be licking his lips at BB-8. <laughs> that motherfucker. He's like, oh, those balls, and can I eat them? <laughs> I hear him. So we got a spicy bite. Spicy bite. A botanical filler. They are not easily available at local cigar shops either. I have only found them online via Cigar Bid or Cigars International. The uh, He wants to point out that the Opulence 3s, the other ones that he, clu- he included is a cane nub for 60. He says this is the actual cigar that, uh, that, uh, Monica Lewinsky shoved in her veg. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hot. It's the actual cigar. <laughs> the actual cigar. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when you smelled them earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I smelled. That you got. <laughs> Did it have a spicy bite to it? Yeah. It had a botanical smell. Because this one has a, uh, this one has a punch of flavor. And nicotine. No, but anyway, anyway, he goes on to say that, uh, let's see here. The Opulence 3 was also a favorite smoke of the dear podcasting friend of mine, Aaron Hilden, from Drunken Gamers Radio, now the super hardest. Sadly, he passed away from a diabetes, and so I always keep a few of these in my humidor as a reminder of how great a guy he was. Wow. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So we'll, we'll definitely, I don't know Aaron, I didn't know Aaron Hilden, but uh, when we smoke these, uh, we'll, uh, we'll know that uh, it was a favorite of your friend. So yeah, for it'll, sure. You know, that's kind of cool that, uh, you know, honestly, I've got, a, I've got an interesting story about, and, and I know it sounds silly, but I'm sure like for, for Scott, every time he smokes one, he thinks of his buddy. Right. Mm-hmm. When my uncle passed away, I loved my uncle. My uncle Bob was one of the coolest motherfuckers ever. He was like six foot three, uh, about two fifty, and fucking drove, rode a Harley around. Nice. And I loved my uncle Bob. He was fucking. He was dope. I loved my uncle Bob. When my uncle Bob passed away, I'm. It 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 it, it hurt, but it didn't hit me until I was actually at the funeral. I lost it. Mm. But on my way to the airport, because he he moved to Florida, on my way to the airport. Um, I'm driving and I see a shoe in the room. I'm kidding. <laughs> I do have a story. You here. gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no. But on my way to the airport, I, I'd never forget where it was, how it happened. But my uncle always smoked a pipe. Uh-huh. And I love the smell of my uncle's pipe. Mm. Oh my God, I love the smell of his pipe. Some of that pipe smoke is d- delicious it smell. Is. And, um, growing up, I'd always, you know, I'd always smell my uncle's pipe as soon as I stepped in the house. There's that smell, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm driving on the way to the airport and I got my windows down and, uh, I take a, I take an exit and, uh, cause I'm going to fly down to Florida and, uh, take an exit and the car in front of me, they're smoking and a hit like a big waft of smoke hits me in the face and it's the smell from my uncle's pipe, the exact same. That's crazy. That is wild. And right then in that moment, it was like my uncle was like looking down on me. And it, I, I know that's crazy. And it was probably just coincidence. Oh, yeah. But 
for that moment, I was just thinking like, wow, you know, that made me think of my uncle and how much I missed him. And it was like there for like a second, I felt connected with to my uncle. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now let's talk about dicks. True, true stories <laughs> there, guys. It was a true story. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I miss my uncle, man. He went yeah. too soon. He uh, passed away from... Uh, what, what's it? Oh God, I can't even. I'm like all emotional and shit. And I can't even think what it's called now. He had the that that lung thing where he breathed in the emphysema. No, no, no. He, he worked in like uh, old houses. And oh, asbestos. Asbestos. Ugh. Yeah, that uh, sucks, man. Fuck. So yeah, love you, Uncle Bob. Yeah. Anyway, um, he says I've also included one uh, K nub four sixty. Sounds like uh, that sounds like a Star Wars character. I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, well, that sounds like a new protocol droid or something. One <laughs> K Nub 460. Yeah. I personally love Nub cigars as they uh, are a quicker smoke, uh, about 45 minutes. Wow, shit, man. Yeah, we're gonna That's be a quick smoke, 45, yeah, 45 minutes. Hey, have you ever uh, cigars, man? They take oh, yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. They oh, do yeah. take a while. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. First cigar I ever smoked. I was 13 years old, and I had smoked some Brazilian cigars uh-huh. with some buddies, and we were looking out at the. We were watching the sun go down and shit, man. Sun went down a long time ago. <laughs> Still smoking that fucking cigar. So uh, it, it's uh, they're a quicker smoke, but pack a punch of flavor and nicotine. Don't be surprised if you catch a buzz from the cigars. It Ooh, I'm with that one quite often. <laughs> <laughs> I call dibs on that one. Good cigars can do. Uh, good cigars can and do give you a very nice buzz. Whomever partakes in the nub should have smoked the cigar before. I wouldn't want anyone to hurt themselves. And then he gives us some rules before you light up, and uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read all those. I wanted to I wanted to hit the other stuff, but he does he does end it here. Uh, I could write a whole lot more, but I'm already uh, but I'm already at Chris Hohola, Chris Hohola status. <laughs> uh, hope you share some good times with them. Uh, peace out, Scott Shooty, aka Riker XL. Thank you, Riker. Yeah, man. Nice. Never had a real cigar, so I'm, really? I'm excited. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I want that Yub Nub cigar, whichever one that yep, is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I definitely. I want to take a the hit off the old uh, Cad Bane uh, Nub 460. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll pass them around. Yeah. so We can each try yeah, them all a bit. That's a good idea. Well, three of them are the same. So. Oh, I thought I thought uh, there was different ones. No, he said uh, three of them are the uh, the the one that have the spicy bite, mm. and then the opulence three. Excuse me. Right. Nice, you're already, you're already an expert. Well, it has the botanical filler. Fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With a medium, a medium smoke. Medium smoke. Wow. Classy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking noob. <laughs> it's a nub, not a noob. Oh, and it's a nub. <laughs> All right. Shit. <laughs> that was nowhere near Chris, a Chris email either. Yeah, it is if you read the rest of oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. He gave us some rules. I'll, I'll go over the rules before that we smoke them that night. So, oh, okay. don't worry. Uh, Riker, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna verse these guys in the rules. <laughs> I mean, before this, Jay, Jay didn't even know there was a botanical filler in the Opulence 3. <laughs> Fucking idiot. God. <laughs> I feel so stupid. Brian's gonna make up rules. Yeah. <laughs> I see it now. Rule number one, take your pants off. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Don't feed them after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> don't feed the cigars. Don't, don't get them around water. I'm just going to give you gremlins rules. <laughs> One of those is probably true. You probably don't want to get it wet. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Works for everything. Uh, let's see here. Uh, First email this week. We're going to go over the emails now. Uh, it comes from Eric Marable. Uh-oh. He's uh, the uh, the inventor of the old cock block. Yes, the cock block. 
cockblock curator. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's what we call him around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> hey again, leftover, still sober, but not tomorrow. He's all, he put an exclamation, exclamation point there. He's all, <laughs> he's all proud about that. Going to be an alcoholic tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no withdrawal. Hey, <laughs> throwing caution to the wind. Throwing caution and sobriety to the wind tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck that. Might even go out for a nice drive. <laughs> <laughs> Might lose a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I bet we could ask him. Yeah. I am really digging Jessica Jones. Go Netflix. Woohoo. Yippee. My name is Anakin and I'm a person. <laughs> he just wanted to hear me say woohoo. That was a good one though. You liked it? Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty you're, on, you're on the up and up on the woohoos. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jake approval. <laughs> on the God. up and up. <laughs> on the up and up. <laughs> anyway, I am a fan of Kristen Ritter. He's such a big fan. He spelled her name wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> spelled it with two D's. It's two e, two T's, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huge fan here. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Ritter, not Ritter. Surprising, but Christ, Christian Rudder. Yeah. <laughs> there's no uh, Rudder. <laughs> there's no other like Kristen Rudder. Uh, I'm a fan of Christian Ritter. Fan of Luke Cage. And fan of this show. But you are goddamn right, Brian. She is not a good Jessica Jones. I have yet to see a Luke Cage too. They are both bad castings. Her performance is not bad, but I'm not buying her or him. And yeah, his performance is serviceable, but not inspiring for his own show. The story and supporting characters are great. So far, I like Daredevil more because of the main characters. But the story here is better. It is a Tupperware easily. Hang loose, fellas. Of course, he wants us to hang loose. Hang yeah. loose. So he, well, he makes it easier for him to draw our cocks. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. I just wonder what he kept asking for all those pictures for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hang loose. I don't think I've ever been told Jake, to Jake's, hang loose. Jake's already got the... Well, we're not surfers. Right. <laughs> what, the, what fucking air? Hang loose, Jake. Yeah, he just got done watching like Point Break and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I got this new lingo, man. You seen that movie? <laughs> you want me to rob a bank? <laughs> Hang loose. Is that a line in the movie? I don't even know. I think so. I, I think so, be. too. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I was buying it. I know. My, my, I think my dad's going senile because I got a, I got a text message last week. And my dad, my dad says, hey, have you seen the new trailer for the new Point Break movie? Looks awesome. <laughs> Like, what? Yeah. I said, yeah, Dad. I said, it looks awful. I go, yeah, you're going to replace fucking uh, Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze with two guys I've never even heard of. Maybe, I don't know. Is that one, did that one guy play Christian Grey in uh, Fifty Shades? I don't know. Maybe he did. I I didn't think that was him. I'm just kidding. I don't know. He's just like, he looks like any actor that could be like on any CW show. No, I agree. I just saw the commercial for this a couple days ago. My reaction was, who are these people? Yeah. (laughs) Very promising. Well, I thought it was going to come out on the same day as, uh, as uh, Force Awakens. I'm not sure if it does. I think it at least it's comes Christmas. out Christmas. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, next email comes from uh, a less drunk listener by the name of Cody Shackelford. And uh, he says, hi, Leftovers. Oh, yeah, I asked the question last week. Uh, how did you find out? How did you start listening to our show? Oh, nice. 
And, uh, you know, Cody's the only one that stepped up and said it. I mean, some of our listeners in the past have. Like, yeah. But they don't want to send that same email again. No. Oh, fuck. Our listeners would. <laughs> Let me hear the fucking origin story again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's totally different from the earlier story that they said, yeah. too. It's elaborated. Uh, but, hey, Cody Shackelford. Holy shit. The last name, dude. I knew I fucking recognize this last we day. know a shackleford well hold on no uh do you ever watch king of the hill oh yeah yeah. when uh what's his name uh dale the uh-huh. neighbor when he'd give out a fake name it was always rusty Shackleford. oh was it really yeah. okay that's funny that's funny <laughs> yeah. cody is that your real name yeah <laughs> trying to stay off the grid just like dale <laughs> oh man i loved king of the hill king of the hill was great i've seen like every episode like two or three times yeah had a quite a run didn't it it did. It did. It went on for quite a few seasons. And, uh, I think like the, the, maybe like a year or two after it ended, after it got canceled by Fox, that's when Brittany Murphy died. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So. Cody Shot. That's not, hey, did you look that up on your morgcelebcom Jay? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think she's very attractive. <laughs> You've got to be something special. You, you know never I mean? know. I mean, she, she might not have been attractive to you alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know me pretty well. Hi, <laughs> Leftovers. I started listening after searching for a podcast that explores the spoilers for Star Wars Episode Seven. Wow, what the fuck happened to my voice right there? <laughs> you hear that shit? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, uh, uh, you hit no cigars already? <laughs> is, is, yeah. Uh, Riker. Damn, that opulence three. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you go through puberty again, apparently. <laughs> God. Next thing you know, I'm going to lose a shoe. <laughs> See how I'm, I'm tying it all back. Yeah. It doesn't really work, but I'm tying it all back anyway. <laughs> Just like you tie a shoe, I'm tying it all back. Brilliant oh. fucking storytelling. Brilliant, brilliant storytelling, Brian. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I started listening after searching for a podcast that explores the spoilers for Star Wars Episode Seven. I really enjoyed that show. I think you're off on a couple points. But I, but, I, but I can't wait to find out. I already have tickets to see it twice within the first 24 hours. Keep up the good work. Cody! Cody Shackelford! Coadster. How dare Cody say we're wrong? Yeah, no oh, shit. Yeah, you know, and he doesn't back it up. Hey, I, hey, Chief, Chief, before, before The Force Awakens comes out, I want you to send me an email. I want you to tell me the two parts that we're off on so I can read it next week in the spoiler section yeah. for Star Wars news. So, Cody, if you're listening... Then I want that. I want to. I want to fucking. I want to fucking email on the on the couple points that we're off on. Yeah, that was like his escape hatch. So just whenever the movie comes yeah. out, he can just pick the two parts we were exactly. wrong. Exactly. The oh, those parts are them. I knew you were wrong. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And I also know where those shoes end up and how they get there. <laughs> Cody just knows everything. <laughs> fucking know it all. I bet he's a podcaster too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with you, Cody. Thanks for the email. I'm glad you're listening. Next email comes from Jeff Spruill. He sent us an email way long, long time ago. Okay. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> way long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far, far away. That's that, like when I read it out. I'm going to be that asshole in the theater that reads it out loud. I'm going to be the asshole in Star Wars The Force Awakens awesome. that reads the crawl out loud. That'll be awesome. Star Wars Episode 7. 
The Force Awakens. I'll, I'll help. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll turn to you and go. I can't read. Can you read that for me? No, 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 no. I, I, I want you to be the asshole that doesn't realize that deaf people can still read, <laughs> and you're signing it up at the front of the theater <laughs> nice, nice. as I'm reading it out loud. <laughs> I'll get on that. Jay, I, I, want you, days. I want Jay to hand out Braille pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be... All right, anyway. <sighs> We're never going to get through emails this week. <laughs> We never. We do an email segment. By the end of the email segment, we're having a smoke break talking about what we're cutting from the episode. (laughs) If it's up to Sylvia Ultraviolet, it's uh, me and Jay. Right. Because you're the one true fucking leftover. Yeah. Got a fucking email from her this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Is it it nicer? Mm. (laughs) Fucking Sylvia. (laughs) Sylvia, what what do you think I do? What do you think I do? Like, Jake... Jake, Jake, he provides a lot of content, mm-hmm. but what the fuck do you you think that I'm just fucking at home with my thumb up my fucking ass? Yeah. <laughs> you think this fucking show puts itself together, Sylvia? <laughs> One true fucking left or fuck you, <laughs> Sylvia. <laughs> Jake, yeah. take it away. Your show now. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was born for this. You guys see those new Mighty Python Funkos coming out in a couple uh, of weeks? <laughs> are you serious? Oh, yeah, I am serious. Jesus. Oh, man, I can't wait. Fuck off. They've got a Tim the Enchanter Funko Pop. Oh, man, mm. I'm all about that. <laughs> I did see Spam a lot live, though. Oh, yeah? Phenomenal. I, I'm jealous. I wish I would have saw that. Oh, uh, see, I, I saw it when I came to Peoria. Yeah. Oh, man, it was Absolutely phenomenal. Book of Mormon's coming to Yeah, Florida. I was going to yeah. say. I, I've seen it. You in Chica- saw it. I saw it in Chicago. Definitely see it if it's coming to your town. Fucking uh, Book of Mormon. Heard it was like the funniest thing of all time. Trey Parker, Matt Stone, fucking killing it, yeah. man. It's really, really fucking good. First, like, 15 minutes, I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm laughing. I'm mm. like, wow, this and I, it just nonstop laughs. You know, what's, you know what's not nonstop laughs? What's that? Number one, losing your shoe. Number two, this email. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Jeff. Hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and the possible villain of the week. Who's that? What is that? What's that all about? I don't know. We don't have possible, possible villain. Who do we got as the villain this week? We I got don't know. Ultron. No. I just wanted to write in my appreciation of your show. Over the last six weeks, I have been driving from Atlanta, Georgia, to Macon, Illinois, because my father-in-law was diagnosed with stage four cancer, mm. I have spent the nine to twelve-hour drive one way. Thankful that I have something engaging and fun to listen to. My wife has stayed with her father, so most of the time I do this drive alone. Your show has uh, kept my spirits up through the very long drives. I cannot express how thankful I am for all the time you guys put into this show and the fact you do it out of love for all things geek-related. Unfortunately, due to complications, my father-in-law passed away on November 18th. Sorry to be a downer, but you guys should know that you do make a difference in people's lives and everyday experiences for the better. Wow, what a great email. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I don't even yeah. know what to say about that, man. Sorry about that, you know? Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I guess, I mean, I think as many people as we probably piss off, I think we do help some other people. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that we were there for you on your drives, man. If it I, makes this dude yeah. happy, then mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Who cares about yeah. all the other yeah, for every For every hundred people we piss off, as long as there's someone like this, that like makes it worth yeah. it. Absolutely. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, uh, podcasts have been for me, been there for me in the past. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I, 
half hour wasted. Those guys don't. They, they, I, they, they know I listen. They know I'm a listener, but they don't, they don't listen to our podcast or anything like that. But like me, like when I was going through rough times, I just listened to, you know, half hour wasted because they're just good guys and they just help me, you know? And, uh, so I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I, I, I get it. Anyway, I was listening to your latest episode about how people found your show. I found you guys just after Man of Steel came out. I was on a holy shit that was freaking awesome movie and I want to hear people talk about it. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Forget it. Fuck Jake. Oh. <laughs> Ever since then, I have been a mo- – oh, God. I bet Sylvie is just like, don't you dare say that to the one true leftover. Yeah, I'm not Jeff's one true leftover. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ever since then, I have been mostly silent part of the leftover army, having only emailed once before. I am not on social media, and podcasts are my litmus test to what others are talking about. You may not have popped my podcast cherry. He puts that in quotes. Remember that was oh, like, yeah. we were right. looking for the one true listener. The one true listener. Yeah. But your show takes priority over all others. Thanks for introducing me to other shows like The League of Geeks, Nerd Porn, and Star Joes, to name a few. I want to apologize. Fucking – I could have appeared. I could have been on The League of Geeks last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were recording and they were going to record earlier. And I told Sean, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I can come on. And record uh, Star Wars Episode uh, 3 and Episode 4 with you. Mm-hmm. And what happened? I'm watching TV. My eyes get heavy and I fall asleep. Next thing you know, I wake up at like 1230. Oh. I fell asleep at like 7. Wow. Yeah. Dude, Sweet. I was assed out. Sounds like it, yeah. So, uh, so he goes, uh, I, if I was a contestant on the PCL Hunger Games, I would be Jay's tribute. Oh, mm, thank I have, you. I have the combined powers of Superman, Batman, the Flash, and the damaged soak of any Looney Tunes character. <laughs> so fuck anyone who wants to talk shit on his laugh. Hey, we are making shit as we go along. We are making up shit as we go along, aren't we? Yeah. You guys rock, and I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on Star Wars and everything coming out next year. Thanks, guys. Jeff Spruill. Wow. Thank nice you. email, man. Yeah, you like him because he wants to be a trick. <laughs> Fucking Best ass. email ever. <laughs> Spoiler, Batman doesn't have powers. <laughs> yeah, the combined powers of Superman, a regular guy <laughs> with a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's read one more email here, and then we'll take a break and come back and read more of your goddamn emails. And I want, you know what? I want to thank, uh, I want to thank Finn for the last fucking minute email this morning. <laughs> Do you really want to thank the, him? I had the fucking notes ready to fucking go. <laughs> I get a fucking. He, he even titles it "last minute email." <laughs> God, I can't wait till he gets thrown to his death. I'm not reading it till. I'm not, I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it till next week. Oh, nice. Yeah, do it. That's the fucking punishment. Yeah, nice. Make him wait to hear his own email. <laughs> He'll send another one. Yeah. He's got to be he, he's got to be mentioned every week. Man. Which Pre- email? Madonna. Yeah, which you know, you, you, you turned 16 last week. I ain't giving you I already said happy birthday. <laughs> he's I like, get, "I'm the king of the world now, guys." <laughs> I know. <laughs> On top of the world. <laughs> fucking I bet he's standing there with one fucking shoe on. <laughs> <laughs> 
How you like me now? <laughs> yeah. Larry Chagola. Hey. No, he didn't even say that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> the, the fucking email doesn't even say hey. Hey. I said hey though. Like let's like let's like Larry Chagola's tagline. Like, hey. Like when you go to like his fucking like page in the yearbook, underneath his quote is like senior yearbook quote is like hey. <laughs> Well, you and this guy really know each other. Not at all. Larry Chagola says, how's it going, leftovers? Guess what? I didn't say, hey, asshole. (laughs) How do you know? I don't know. He's fucking, wow, he's weird. Damn. He goes, how's it going, leftovers? I guess we should answer him. All right. I mean, seriously, when people put that in there, am I supposed to just keep reading on? No, you stop and we go. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. He, he says, how's it going, Leftover? So how's it going, Jay? Yeah, pretty good. Not bad. Can't mm-hmm. complain. Okay. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Even though I've been listening to you guys since the Winter Soldier episode, he put that in quotes. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. He goes, Hold on. The Hold Winter on. Soldier yes. episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Winter <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? The winter soldier. I kid you not. I'm looking at it here right now. It says, even though I've been listening to you guys since, quote, the winter soldier episode. Lots of air quotes going on here for everyone listening. (laughs) Misuse of air quotes. I know. The winter Winter. soldier episode. (laughs) Wow. You know that old wives tale. This is my first email, and I just wanted to say thanks. Oh, man. Um, He says, you see, I live in San Bernardino. And just over 24 hours ago, we were rocked by a mass shooting Mm. just a few blocks away from my place of employment. So coming into – you guys all heard about this. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We were actually talking about, like, shootings on the porch, actually, saying, like, I hope nothing happens for Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's it's tragic that this happened in uh, he, in Larry Chagola's uh, city. He says, so coming into work today was extremely difficult after the tragic events that unfolded yesterday. Listening to you guys helped me get through the day and even took my mind off the tra- off of the tragedy for a few hours. So thank you. He had a new tragedy, tragedy to think of. Listening to us? Uh, yeah, our show. <laughs> oh. That was a well-placed joke. <laughs> Very <laughs> just to lighten the mood. Just the, <laughs> trying to help out. Right. <laughs> King of timing. <laughs> J- Jake's like, ah, I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for your Netflix special. <laughs> How many shooting victims does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, it doesn't stop. <laughs> Oh Jesus, Larry! I liked I liked having you as a listener. <laughs> he says uh, he goes on to say, "So thank you, you guys are Tupperwares all the way." Also, my thoughts and prayers uh, go out to the families that have been affected by this horrific tragedy. Your loyal listener, Larry. So thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that email. And I, and I heard about that in the news, and uh, it's horrible, man. It's. This 2015 has been just horrible for this, man. Yeah, it's like I was reading a statistic. It was like in the last 31 days, there's been 36 shootings. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, we don't usually talk about this kind of stuff, and I don't want to get into it, really. Yeah, I hate getting political on the show, I don't want to get political either. 
but um, yeah, I mean, our our, our thoughts are, are on the people in San Bernardino. I, it's, it's, I mean, this kind of stuff like weighs heavy on I think all of our hearts when like, you know, nine eleven when it happened, and and uh, you know, even Columbine and all, mm-hmm. all the 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 shooting in the Batman theater, all this stuff like uh, weighs really heavy on us, and it's it makes people scared to go out. Yeah. And uh, it's sad. It's a it's a it's a sad time that we live in. Sometimes, even with all these great comic movies coming out, there's a lot of bad shit that happens. Some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, next email comes. You know what? Let's take a break after. Yeah, that I was gonna one. say you lied to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a break after that one. We're gonna come back and finish your emails. Slow down the energy. <laughs> Slow back. down. Yeah. All right, we're back. I <laughs> have more goddamn emails. <laughs> Next email comes from Jacob Harmon. Oh, oh, nice. The beard man. The beard man the himself. Beard. He says, uh, "Oh, hey, uh, we ta- remember we were talking about uh, into the Badlands? That yeah. beard made me think of like the Baron and his beard. It's very similar. That the the Baron." You know uh, where he what 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 movie he was in? No, uh-uh. I'm watching it last week. Watching that episode Tupperware. That episode, by the way, the last one. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh yeah, I did. I did. Never mind. Where are you? Sorry, sorry. Are you even listening? I'm to this still thinking about his fucking beard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I was thinking about him dead. I was thinking about his beard. Uh, yeah, I also Tupperware that. Yeah. But anyway, he was the villain from the Equalizer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. 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 Great fucking movie. Yeah. Jacob Harmon says, hey, PCA, uh, PCL team, I hope all is well. Um, I like how he thinks. He wants us to He wants to think that everything's all well. That's nice of him. Everything, everything's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, uh, running a podcast, like, in, like, uh, the Game of Thrones world? <laughs> and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, like, you know, uh, like a podcast about Game of Thrones. I'm talking about. Yeah, like we it, fucking live in Westeros. Live from Westeros. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Harmon sends us this fucking email. Hope all is well. And it's like you know, Jake fucking like had I don't know a, a gang of like bad ruffians cut off his dick that week. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I have to hurry up and write this email because yeah. I'm being killed right now. Right. <laughs> cut off my cock. 
here in Westeros. They're holding rats in a bucket on my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> going pretty well. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, that's the kind of world that they live in. Like, shitty things can happen. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, I guess he can just assume that all is well with us. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing to assume. No rats in buckets yet. Not yet. <laughs> First off, less than two weeks from now, I'll have seen episode seven. How crazy is that? I can't wait to see Captain Phasma kick some ass. So, I have a theory I wanted to run by you guys. As you probably know, my all-time favorite comic book superhero is Doreen Green, a.k.a. the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. She is. Oh, I love Squirrel Girl. Have you seen his uh, tattoo? Yes. You got the Squirrel Girl cut tattoo? Uh, in the latest issue of her comic, her mom, Maureen Green, says the following in a conversation with Doreen and her friend Nancy. Wait, back it up. Doreen's mom, her name is Maureen? Yes, Maureen (laughs) Green. Okay. (laughs) Doreen and her mother, Maureen Green. That's, that's classic though. I mean, Pepper Potts. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but the brother and sister to have like rhyming names or mom and daughter or yeah. whatever. That's kind of yeah. that's wild. They go to the latrine. Like <laughs> 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 uh, Jake Bill. That joke belongs in the latrine. <laughs> <laughs> they both are big fans of Ben Vereen. Yeah. 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 Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> Their favorite movie is Ghost in the Machine. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. The one true leftover, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the one true leftover. Bringing it home. Yeah. There, there, there's <laughs> thank there's, you, there's thank your you. fucking hero, Sylvia. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I won't quit my day job. <laughs> yeah. Here's the conversation that Marine had with Doreen. oh no she's not a mutant this is the conversation i'm reading the quote here we go oh no she's not a mutant should i read it in a different voice yes yes two voices for the characters oh no (laughs) not that voice (laughs) oh no she's not a mutant oh no (laughs) no okay Oh no, she's not a mutant. When Dr. Dittre tested her after we noticed her tail, we discovered that even though we all assumed she was a mutant, what was going on was actually slightly different. I can't talk, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not liking the dialogue in this comment. I don't know, talk about latrines. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, she has a stroke at the end of that conversation and starts to say things like labradiba. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense now. But uh, basically she goes, oh no, she's not a mutant. And then they try to explain how uh, she's not a mutant. After more di- dialogue, she continues, I remember now, Doreen is medically and legally distinct from being a mutant. He go- Jacob goes back on to say, why would the writers go out of the way to add this scene and to state in actual bold letters that she isn't a mutant like we all had assumed she was? Now, aside from the fact that Doreen has single-handedly defeated Thanos, Doctor Doom, Deadpool, Wolverine, and even convinced Galactus not to eat Earth, she had a very important job at one point. She was the nanny for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's baby. Mm. If she's not legally, if she's legally not a mutant, who has the TV movie rights? Uh, who has the TV movie rights to Squirrel Girl? Would that be Marvel? I sure hope so. There has to be some reason they put that line in the comic, right? Maybe Squirrel Girl has to save Thor, even 
Yeah, or he uses her own custom Iron Man suit. She saved Tony's life once, and he designed a, a badass suit for her. Also, if you haven't... Okay, let's talk about that. I mean, they've been kind of like wiping the mutants out of the Marvel Universe anyway over at Marvel. It seems like one of their big initiatives with uh, making like a big deal out of the Inhumans. Yeah, they did that with both Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and made it right. so they're not Magneto's kids. Right. Yeah, that, that's a thing. Seems to be a big push. And mm-hmm. like even like uh, Wolverine is now uh, X-23. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the Fantastic Four. It, it's all the characters that are on the Fox side of the cinematic universe. Thing is now part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, I don't even know if Reed's in the universe now. Yeah, I don't so. either. I don't either. There's not a Fantastic Four book. Right. Yeah, it's a shame. There's an Old Man Logan book. Mm. I don't know. Is that a permanent book? Mm. There's a Secret Wars I think thing. it might be ongoing. Oh, it, wow. I mean, I guess it did really well when, with the Bendis run, mm-hmm. as far as most people. Some people hated it. But, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, kind of like what they're doing over at Marvel is they're putting more focus on the Inhumans and uh, kind of like, uh, I don't know, kind of pushing mutants out of the side. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they're always going to have an X-Men book. Sales are too strong for yeah. them to ever get rid of an X-Men book. But right. they could definitely take the focus away as much as possible from yeah. mutants and other books, I right. think. As for who has the rights, I would say Marvel. I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say Marvel has the rights. Uh, I also, also, if you haven't been reading her new book, you guys should really pick it up. They were eating at the Avengers food court with restaurants like Bar on Zemo and Great Cakes Avengers. <laughs> uh, I don't read a lot of the humorous Marvel books. I picked up, uh, what is it? Hank, Agent of Hydra or whatever mm-hmm. it was called. And then I picked up, uh, picked up the cu- first couple issues of Howard the Duck. And I picked up Deadpool versus Thanos, but I don't pick up a lot of the comical books. Yeah. With no. Marvel. I also picked up Paper Girls and Plutona at the recommendation of Gafford and Brian. Holy shit, both books are Tupperwares. I really like the, uh, how Paper Girls paid some serious homage to Monster Squad in the first issue. Hopefully issue three will be at my doorstep Saturday. Atomic Empire is the best. I also strongly suggest reading Usagi Yojimbo. It's always a fantastic story. Printed on newsprint and no bullshit ads. Cool. I recently picked up a PS4. Anyone in the army is welcome to add me. My name is Thoen Frost Ask. <laughs> Axe. Thoen Frost Axe. Uh, T-H-O-I-N... F-R-O-S-T-A-X-E. Speaking of games, I'm curious to hear what Jake wants the new, Nintend- uh, new Nintendo console to be versus what he thinks it'll actually be. So he's curious. On- I, I, I don't know any news about the new Nintendo console or yeah. like what their new innovations are going to be. I mean, Nintendo always tries to do like kind of think outside the box with all their new systems. They're seriously. They're coming out with a new console. It sounds like. Yeah. That's what I've heard from like nerd porn, and I think League of Geeks was talking about it. Yeah, I just don't want something where I have to be very active. I'm not a big fan of the. I'm waving my arm all over the fucking place. Do you think I'm it's a little to... too soon? They just had the Wii U. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like are they abandoning that? Are they like, oh okay? Yeah, it's. You got two, three years with the Wii U, and we got another system in the pipe right now because we're not happy with the Wii U. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Can't do that. You know, it's like all they make is fucking Mario games and Metroid and Zelda. Mm hmm. That's all they fucking do. Yeah, just recycle them for the new systems and everything. Yeah. Finally, I have a Fuck Mary Kill for you guys. Yes. Fuck Mary Kill, Teen Titans Edition, (laughs) Starfire, Raven, Terra. He goes on to say, I kill Starfire, fuck Terra, and marry Raven. Goth girls are hot. Am I right? Mm. 
All right, guys, keep up the great work as always. Kick butts, eat nuts, squirrel girl rules, your loyal listener, Jacob Harmon, and my beard with coffee-scented beard oil. Oh. Oh, wow. Very nice. Sexy. <laughs> Coffee-scented. Coffee-scented. Kind of weird. I'll wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of yeah. waking up. Harmon's beard. Right? No. <laughs> In your cup? Wow. <laughs> That's not good. You get hairs in your mouth. I, I like... In your cunt? I like... <laughs> is that okay? This is, this is Jay's last podcast. <laughs> it's been nice having you on, Jay. Oh, God. We got five weeks of hearing Jay's name in the emails before oh. that gets yeah. goes away. <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 and Jay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right, guys, so here we go. Teen Titans edition, fuck, Mary kill. Hmm. Starfire, Terra, and Raven. I'm going to go first. I'm definitely going to fuck Starfire. Okay. That's happening. I'm going to marry Terra, and uh, no, I'm going to marry Raven. Huh. I'm going to marry Raven, and then I'm going to kill Terra. Okay. It's going to happen. <laughs> I am doing the exact same thing. I am, yeah? I'm fucking Starfire. I mean, she seems like a super freak. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of fun going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am marrying Raven for no other reason than I don't even know who the fuck Tara is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm killing her. No, no remorse. I don't know who you are. <laughs> You're dead, bitch. Yeah. Oh, Jay's going to fuck her now that we both killed her. She's <laughs> got more appealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Terra's are dead off a curve. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I'm going to fuck uh, Starfire because I've wanted to ever since uh, I was a kid. Uh, Raven, I'm going to marry Raven. Uh, we all did the same thing. Fucking love Raven. Terra's yeah. dead. Terra's dead. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, we've already killed her twice over. Stupid name anyway. <laughs> all right. Wow, I, I don't think that'll happen. That's the first time we've all agreed on one of the old F. Mary kills. Yeah. It is. It is. That was an. That was epic. We yeah. bonded over that. <laughs> yeah, we did bond over that. <laughs> Let's hold hands for the rest yeah. of the show. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. Let's see what ter- I'm going to Google Tara. <laughs> see what this character looks like. Jake's just going to get lost watching an episode of Terra Nova. <laughs> oh, I definitely kill that. Fox already did, I guess. It's, t- it's T-E-R-R-A. Uh, I got it. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I appreciate Whoa. it. It could have been, been T-A-R-A, you fucking asshole. Touchy. God. <laughs> it's just pictures of Earth. <laughs> well, Terra Teen Titans. Oh, okay. Instead of just Terra. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing the planet. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a Chris Aholi email. Oh no! <laughs> is that a real comic character? What is it? What is with Chris? Yeah. <laughs> what's with Booner? Yeah. What's going on every week? Yeah. Can you can you go a week without having your voice heard on a podcast? <laughs> can you go one goddamn week? Start your own podcast like everyone no else. Yeah. If you got so much to fucking say, yeah. Why don't you fucking start your own fucking podcast? It's getting re goddamn dick. We can send mile long fucking emails to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna have one pod, uh, one fucking email where like I just go and 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 towel. <laughs> it's titled Straight to the Dick Hole. Okay. Something we do on the show. Yeah. What's up, Soup Brian, Accountant Jake, Silent J, dot, 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 and Drunk Eric, referring to Drunk Eric Marable. Yeah. 
our newest leftover. Yeah, our newest leftover, apparently. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was thinking about, you know, I was thinking, like, if what could a listener do to be a leftover? Oh, man. Is there anything they could do? Uh, I mean, beyond at least, like, six consecutive episodes. What if they flew here from fucking England to sit down and record an episode with us? Would mm. that make them, like, a, a leftover? Would that give them leftover status? Ah, oh, man. No. Wow. <laughs> it's going above and beyond. Sorry, Dan. I give him that. I'm sorry, Dan. He could be a left that. out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those it. are repercussions, though, that we have to live with. I'm trying. Yeah, that's true. Once you're a leftover, always a leftover. Yeah. God. I'm sorry to be harsh here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right. So I, I, I want to get through this goddamn email. I uh, just wanted to say that last week's episode was epic. The argument between Brian and Jake was super satisfying to listen to. I loved how Brian completely ignored the fact that you actually both agreed on the Spider-Man issue, but nonetheless went ape shit on Jake. No, that is not fucking true. That is not fucking Revisionist true. Revisionist history. It's not fucking true. Anyway, I'm going to read the rest of this and we'll talk about it. The whole time that was going on, I was trying to picture what Jay was doing at the table <laughs> because he was so quiet. Googling dead bodies. <laughs> Every, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dead Ray. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> At first I was thinking that maybe he was formulating an argument and was going to drop a bomb on Brian and Jake. But alas, he agreed with both sides, and when he did, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> yeah, we did too. <laughs> this week I was able to get my fix of reality TV without watching TV. I just needed some good old-fashioned reality podcasting. That would have been a great live episode. Have you guys ever thought of doing a special live video feed podcast? Yeah. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> you no, know what I mean. No one wants to see me. Just fucking, how many people would tune into that fucking thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, not very exciting us sitting I, here at the table. <laughs> uh, we'd have to have two fucking feeds. We'd have to have one feed with all three of us, and then we have to have one feed for fucking Sylvia so she oh, can watch nice. the one true leftover that the entire goddamn time. <laughs> so there'd have to, we'd have to have that that'd complicate things. We don't want to hurt Sylvia's head by having to see me and Jay. We don't have to. We don't want to have to fucking exist in her fucking world. I can set that up on Periscope. <sighs> I know I would tune in for that. I would like to weigh in on the whole Spider-Man argument thing, though. I have to agree with the Funko-loving Jake on this one. I don't think that the number of people that Spider-Man would bring into the theater is significant enough to warrant spoiling him in a trailer. Don't get me wrong, I love superhero movies and will always go to the theater to watch them, regardless of how shitty they are, i.e. Ant-Man and Age of Ultron. But I think that the casual moviegoers are tired of this superhero fad. Yeah, that's that's right there, Chris, because you know what? The Captain America Civil War trailer was viewed 61 million times in the first 24 hours, you fucking idiot. So I guess you're right. 61 million fanboys watched it, and not 61 million uh, of those were included any casuals. 61 million views in the first 24 hours, guys. Oh, I read that stat, too. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right. I'm fucking wrong. I'm fucking wrong. The market is flooded with these types of movies now, and most of them, Marvel, have the same damn formula. I don't think that people are going to want to see these movies anymore in the near future, regardless of what superhero is in the movie. 61 million fucking views on YouTube, jackass! 
61 million in 24 hours. I'm not talking about when it dropped to today. No. I'm talking in 24 hours, Chris. Yep. <laughs> Booner. <laughs> so you better grab a fucking towel. <laughs> What is he? What is he doing? What is he? Are you fucking David Carradine? Are you fucking hanging yourself with a towel in the fucking in, in your closet? <laughs> He's making me sound bad too. I, I never said any of that. I never said people were tired of superhero movies. I don't know. Well, he's yeah, Marvel movies have become a bore to me at this point, and I am really not looking forward to Civil War at all. Yeah, nobody is. 61 million fucking views, Chris. <laughs> when I saw Black Panther, I thought his look was shitty. He looks like a biker with a customized motorcycle helmet on. I think that DC Studios is going to blow Marvel out of the water this coming year, and I cannot wait. I cannot disagree with you more, Chris. 61 million views for Captain America Civil War. Yeah. That shows me that people aren't bored with this fad. You may, you know what? And it may, it may trail off a little bit, but right now it's still stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. It doesn't prove that DC is going to blow Marvel out of the water, too. In the same 24 hours after the Batman v Superman trailer premiered, they were only at 24 million views. The Civil War more than doubled that. He's right. So. <laughs> No, he's right. And I mean, and, and I'll be honest with you, man. Me and Jake actually both came to the same conclusion that it would get more casual viewers in the theater if they did show Spider-Man. But mm -hmm. Jake said that's not what he wants. And the reason we agreed but disagreed was the fact that Jake said that this movie would make they they were Marvel was going to put this movie up against uh, Batman v Superman anyway. And that's why we were arguing. As I was like, yeah, they were going to do that anyway, but. Like, the landscape has changed for these fucking movies. Mm -hmm. And for the casual moviegoer, if you put Spider-Man in a trailer, the casual moviegoer doesn't even know that Spider-Man's in the Marvel Universe now. Yeah. They don't. No, casual moviegoers don't even know what the fuck Marvel DC is. Right. They they wouldn't be surprised if Spider-Man showed up in Batman v Superman. It's true. Right. right. It's true. So. 61 million views, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, comes out here and fucking trying to talk to me about yeah. this. What's an invalid wrong. argument? I'm wrong, right, aren't I, Chris? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Stick to something you know, towels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I don't know where I was going with that whole auto exotic asphyxiation scenario with him in a towel. Yeah. With Whoa. David Carradine. He does like cows a lot, though. I don't know where though. I was going with so, that. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. One last thing, Brian, I am super happy that you tossed Mockingjay Part 2. I was really disappointed that they ended the series with these last two subpar movies. The ending felt really rushed. The love triangle was super awkward and didn't make sense, and, and the action was very underwhelming. Apparently, the last book in the series was just like the last movie, and the readers were not very happy either because of how shitty and rushed it, it was. I, too, am glad that the series is now over and that J-Law can move on to bigger and better things. Honestly, I think that if they would have replaced the actor who played Boggs, Mahershala Ali, I think Jay knows how to pronounce it, <laughs> with Terry Crews, then the movie quite possibly would have been a Tupperware for me. But sadly, they did not, and I, too, have to toss the shit out of this movie. Anyways, keep on bullshitting and whatever the fuck else you guys do. Chris Ahola. P.S. Fuck Mary Kill Harry Potter Edward Cullen and Christian Grey. I want to talk about the Mockingjay thing for a second before sure. we just fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. I agree that J Law is going to move on to better things, but it's bigger things. That's like saying like no one gave two fucks about Hunger Games. I mean, before Star Wars Force Awakens, Mockingjay Part One had the pre-sale record. It's 
it's a huge thing. She'll, she'll be lucky if she moves on to bigger things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Better. I agree. Bigger. You get you Tupperware the last movie, help. so I don't know where you're saying better. You Tupperware the last movie. Yeah, but she can move on to better things. Things can get better. I mean, there could be a better Tupperware. Let's get into a better argument. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. It's gonna. It's gonna. Like, Jay's gonna be like. No, I'm gonna be looking up like Webster's. You know, dictionary. What, what does better mean? Well, Jay. Blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't see how an ending is rushed either when it's split apart into two movies. That's like. That's no, like he's talking not about. The, he was talking about the book. Oh, he said both. Well, I don't know. Whatever. The movie sucked, in my opinion. In my opinion, it sucked too. I I was very underwhelmed too. I man, I god damn it. And it sucks because I loved the first two movies. Yeah, I love them too. Catching Fire is by far the best. I liked them all though. Mockingjay Part One was the weakest for me. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't make excuses for that last movie. It even though it was it was like fresh on fucking. It was like a seventy percent. It was like one of the lowest ones they had though. Mm. As far as the was it lower than one. I think it, I don't know. I, I would imagine it would be. One was great. I meant Mockingjay Part One. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Mm. P.S. Fuck Mary Kill, Harry Potter, Edward Cullen, and Christian Gray. So we got a uh, little. Uh, I guess he wants us to fuck an underage kid, um, a, a, <laughs> a, a vampire, uh, and a guy who keeps uh, fucking sex toys locked in his fucking closet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I- I'll, I'll marry, no, I'll fuck Christian Grey, cause at least he's of age. Yeah. I will kill Edward Cullen, because already, fuck Twilight. He's a vampire and he's already dead. I'll, I'll kill him vampire style. I'll fucking cut his head off and pour holy water on him. Are you gonna get a consent form from Harry Potter's dead parents to marry him then? And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry Harry Potter, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll be sleeping with Christian Grey on the side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking us if we want to fuck, marry, or kill a little kid. Right, one. right. Come on, at least have these people be of age. Yeah, something's wrong with this dude. I know, like, like, uh, what's, uh, God, what are we going to get next? Uh, with, uh, that Bonet Ramsey girl? Oh, Jesus. In one? <laughs> fuck, fuck, marry, kill. Honey, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, you guys are fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, Harry Potter's a child. Yeah. <laughs> they do, they do age him at the end of the last movie. <laughs> But he's still like seventeen. No, they really age him in the, in the last movie. They, like they jump ahead and he's got kids and shit. Oh, so that's the one I'm supposed to fuck or marry or kill? Yes. Is that one? Yes. God, unless like uh, uh, Alabama edition, <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter, a uh, bunch of underage. Fucking uh, <laughs> sick. Our new, our new Spider Man, Tom Holland. <laughs> I like to get up in that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Fuck! Who's the thing? Is it sending an email to Nambla? <laughs> God damn it, Chris! Yeah, sixty-one million views. Anyway, yeah. you- <laughs> <laughs> suck it. People, are, people are so fucking tired of these superhero movies. You're gonna go to opening the Civil War. It's gonna be like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> no one, nobody's there. No one's there. That was your crickets. That was my crickets. Okay, I was wondering yes. what the fuck that was. Just a bunch of members from Nambla yeah. went to see Tom Holland for the first time. <laughs> All right, Jay. Fuck Mary. This is fucking. I hate ridiculous. these choices. This is horrible. I hate these choices. I, I'm gonna kill them all. Actually, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'll accept that answer. Okay, th- <laughs> thank you. I'm gonna don't kill Harry Potter. I'm killing that motherfucker. Oh, he'll just come back to life again. God damn it! I'm gonna. I'll uh, Edward Cullen. 
Fucking, that's the Twilight fuck. Yeah. Yes. That's the vampire. Ah, shit. <laughs> God damn it, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I took the easy way out, I think. I'm gonna fuck, I'll marry Christian Grey, because at least I know there's gonna be a contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got a prenup and all that shit. Mm, Good nice. thinking. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'll, uh, so I gotta kill, or, I gotta kill or fuck Edward Cullen or Harry Potter. I'm not fucking Harry Potter. Yeah. So I got to kill Harry Potter. Yeah. Maybe if you fuck Edward Cullen, you'll, you'll get power. I can't even believe he wants me to even like throw that into it. It's like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, oh, you're going to fuck a kid? Here's a fucking kid. <laughs> I, I got to assume, given the benefit of the doubt, that he bids adult Harry Potter. He didn't specify. Fucking uh, when Vincent Jankowski sent us, he said, Young or old Agent Carter. Okay. At least he and he didn't even have to specify because even young Agent Carter was age of consent. Yes, yes. It's not like I'm fucking like Agent Carter in the crib. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Chris. Wow. Worry about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's my fucking ass. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I want a Game of Thrones edition F Mary Kill. Someone needs to send that in. Game of Thrones edition? Yeah. Look at you making requests. Yeah, I want Look that. at you making requests. <laughs> thank you, thank you. What, are you the showrunner now? Yeah, fuck <laughs> no, 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 If I was the showrunner, I'd make the shit up myself. <laughs> you guys uh, ready to move on to another uh, F. Mary Kill? Yes. yes. Yeah. This is a Christmas edition. <laughs> <laughs> is it for Chris Ahola? Is it going to have Charlie Brown in there? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet young Charlie Brown. The, the kid from a Christmas story. <laughs> Charlie Brown. They're all fucking kids. <laughs> and little Sally from the Grinch. So oh, which kid from the Christmas story? Like does he still have like mashed potatoes on his face? Yeah. Like the younger brother? The main kid. The kid hey. that wants the pellet gun. Hey, you want some gravy for those potatoes? No! Oh, oh. 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 oh sick. All the guys from Nambler just laughing their asses off right now. Oh, we're gonna need that towel, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this Christmas edition comes from Brian Stitcher. It's a fuck, Mary kill. Hey, guys, it's Brian from Alaska. I have a Mary fuck, kill Christmas edition for you with some of my favorite Christmas movies. Beverly D'Angelo from Christmas Vacation. Mm. Melin- <laughs> Melinda Dillon, who was the mom from A Christmas Story. <laughs> and Karen Allen from Scrooged, who played Bill Murray's old girlfriend. Oh. My all-time favorite Christmas movie. I like it. We could do a fuck Mary kill with these wonderful little jingle bells. <laughs> I know. Can you stop that? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, this is this is a this is a Christmas edition. I can't think straight. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you for playing those bells this long. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the second choice? We got Beverly and Karen. The mom from Christmas Story. The and mom from Christmas Story. None of them are dead, Jay. Okay. <laughs> that makes Jay's decision a lot harder. <laughs> Fucking, it's not going to be a happy necro Christmas. I'm going to need a break just to do some research. <laughs> I know, a Google break. <laughs> so we got Beverly D'Angelo from Christmas Vacation. We've got Melinda Dillon, the mom from A Christmas Story, and Karen Allen from Scrooged, hmm. played Bill Murray's old girlfriend. <laughs> they went on loop there, the bells. <laughs> I, I got to loop them. I, damn you. Let me see how long this goes on. It won't run out for, uh, this goes on for nine minutes and 23 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. So we're only two minutes Jake, in. Google faster. <laughs> Jake, how about you give us your F Mary kill? All right, I'm going to marry Beverly D'Angelo. Okay. Um, she can put up with a lot. She's married to goofball Chevy Chase, so she can put up with my goofball antics. Yeah. 
I'm going to, uh. Your fucking latrine jokes. Yeah, exactly. She, she can handle all that. 20 years of latrine jokes and I, I still love this man. Specialty. I am going to fuck Bill Murray's ex flame from Scrooged and kill the Christmas story mom. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Melinda Dillon is dead. She wow. is dead. She might already be. That's an old movie. <laughs> I know the father died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen to those bells. Yeah. <laughs> Santa's coming. They're spooky. That's... <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get that. Who, fuck, Mary kill Santa, the Easter Bunny. Oh, God, no. Please don't. <laughs> the, great, the Great Pumpkin. All right. <laughs> All right, Jay. <laughs> Where are you going? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of Beverly D'Angelo from Vacation. All right, she is spunky. I agree. You know what I mean? She's gonna be spunky. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna marry Carrie Carrie Allen. Yeah, from, Karen Allen. Karen Allen from Scrooge. I always liked her. She yeah, liked- I, I can tell what your first argument's gonna be <laughs> when you call her Carrie, and she goes, "Who the fuck is Carrie?" <laughs> My name's Karen, you son of a bitch. That's gonna that's gonna be a family fight. I'm like I have a problem with names. <laughs> we'll back you up on that. Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to my friends. Uh, yeah, Karen Allen. Uh, Karen. God damn it, the girl from Scrooge. I'm gonna marry her. And, and yeah, Melinda from Christmas. I didn't like her, man. I didn't like her attitude. Wow, she's going down. Not on me, but she's gonna die. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. My F Mary Kill Christmas Edition. You know what? Melinda Dillon, she likes to put soap in little kids' mouths. I'm going to put my dick in her. Oh! I'm going to fuck I'm going to fuck her. Yeah. I'll put your eye out with my dick. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. You're my hoe, and I'm going to fuck you. Nice. I am going to marry... I'm going to marry Beverly D'Angelo from Christmas Vacation. It goes along with the same lines of what Jake said. She puts up with a lot. Mm-hmm. And then... I'll kill uh, Karen Allen because what has she done in the last 15 years? <laughs> 20 Indiana years. Joe's in the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's I, it. I forgot that was the same actress. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. What's she done in the last seven years, man? <laughs> so she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the Christmas edition. I'll stop the bells now. Oh, I'll put the headphones back on. <laughs> that shit was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, moving on. Next email comes from Hyatt Sutton. Mm. He wants us to fuck a different bunch of different hotel chains. Oh, oh okay. nice. You know, fuck Motel 8. <laughs> yeah. Fuck well, I'll fuck Red, the Motel 8. Red Roof Inn. <laughs> it's red. It's asking for it. <laughs> Actually, it's red. It's, it's time of the month. Maybe I should wait a week. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Red Roof out. <laughs> Count me out, Red Roof. <laughs> I'm not in. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fuck, Mary kill. Give your... Let's see here. Let's uh, give your answers for this one. It's going to be... Uh, Sean Bean, Michael Bean, and Rowan Atkinson. I'm going to say kill Sean Bean. He's dead and everything else. Yeah. So. Just one more death for Sean Bean. One more death for Sean Bean. (laughs) I will. uh, I'm going to fuck Rowan. I'm going to fuck Mr. Bean. (laughs) I want to see that fucker squirm. Wow. You know what I mean? He's very. He got a lot of facial expressions, right? (laughs) So I want to see. You know, I want to see him. I want to see this. I want to see his O face. (laughs) 
He's got a lot. He's really good with the facial expressions. <laughs> so that means I'll marry Michael Bean. Why not? He, he Come with me if you want to live. Well, I already came with Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> all over him, his face, neck, and chest. So uh, I'll go with Michael Bean if I want to live. I'll marry with him for nice. the rest of my life. So you guys move on to yours. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm killing Sean Bean. The same reason that you said. Yeah, he, he dies all the time anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to marry Mr. Bean. Uh, he doesn't talk, so that's a good marriage. Oh, right? that is good. Yeah, that's true. And then I will fuck. Michael Bean. <laughs> Come on me if you want to live. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. It is good for the prostate. Very healthy. So I do, I do, I do see what you mean. I'm surprised you didn't put Jai Courtney in there. They both played the same character. Yeah. Oh, interesting. God, you know why? Because it's a given. Everybody's going to fuck my, Jai Courtney. Right. For sure. Your yeah, mom. Your mom. Yeah, that mom's was, mom. That was no choice. Yeah. No choice. No choice. <laughs> Fuck all these people. I can't follow that. Jay's fucking all three of them. <laughs> I'm just going to fuck them all. <laughs> just to spite you guys. <laughs> yeah. We get a Jay sloppy fucking seconds. You know You know what they call it when you fuck all those guys? What's that? A legume orgy. <laughs> <laughs> do they call it that? They do. They're all beans. They do. Yep. yep. True. True. <laughs> uh, you give, it gives flicking the bean a new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh shit. I I really like this next one. More more F Mary Kills? Yeah, I just don't like who it came from. It comes from Sylvia Ultraviolet. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, you like I it. I love Sylvia. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and she loves you. Hello. Oh, she says hello leftovers. So she acknowledges us. Well, we're all leftovers. Oh, but there's only one true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You asked for it and you shall receive. You wanted the ladies to send in some F Mary kills and here you go. F Mary kill between Seth Rogen, Daniel Tosh, and Woody Allen. Can't wait to hear your responses. I'm going to kill Woody Allen uh, because he likes to fuck children like Harry Potter. I'm going to kill him because he likes he, he he fucked his daughter. Yeah, he's a kid fucker. God damn him. Yeah. You know what? Like I made a I, I made a promise to myself that I would not watch any more Woody Allens because of that mm-hmm. his movies, and I and I. I I broke that promise. Like, I didn't watch Ants mm-hmm. and, like, a bunch of other Woody Allen movies that came out. Did you break it for the Larry David one? I did. Yeah. I did. I had to. It had Larry David, Zoe Deschanel. I had to break it. Mm. And I I loved the movie, but it's like, God damn it, fucking Woody Allen. God damn it. Anyway. Yeah, uh, he has some good movies. I'll kill Woody Allen. Uh, I am going to – I'm going to f- fuck Daniel Tosh. <laughs> I love Daniel Tosh. I've seen him twice in stand-up. Both times when he came to Peoria, I was there. Mm-hmm. I love him, so I'm going to fuck the shit out of him. And because my sister loves him, mm-hmm. my sister's really attracted to him because he's funny. Yeah. She wants, she, she, my sister's attracted to funny guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just to make my sister jealous. <laughs> Guess who I fucked. Guess who I fucked. <laughs> I fucked Daniel Tosh. Make a funny web video yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I guess I'm going to marry Seth Rogen. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, fuck. I got to listen to that laugh <laughs> yeah. every oh. damn day. Oh. God, fuck my life. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'm forced to fucking listen to that shit every day. Process of Maybe I should just fuck Seth Rogen. Yeah. Get, it, get it over with and then marry Daniel Tosh. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He'll always make you laugh. It'd yeah. be a good marriage. That's true. You yeah. love Daniel Tosh. You know your true yeah. heart lies there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> God, I'll take one for the team. And <laughs> I bet Seth Rogen has like a hairy ass. That's what mm-hmm. I was going to say. I'm yeah. sure of it. I'm not taking that back. I bet like he, I bet like he knows it too. And like when he like, you know, shows me, he'll, st- he'll give me that stupid fucking Seth Rogen laugh and be like, yeah, yeah, you got to fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, she says, uh, Sylvia, she says, PS Team Jake, one, OTLO, one true leftover. Mm, that's, that's, that's gross. I love the podcast, keep up the great work. Oh yeah, fuck iTunes reviews, no one reads them anyway. Uh, so guys, what are your, what are your, uh, Seth Rogen, Daniel Tosh, and Woody Allen, uh, fuck Mary Kills? Oh, we gotta do this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fuck Woody Allen. It's gonna be a real violent fucking hate fuck. Dude. Oh wow, yeah. I like that. that yeah. I didn't think of it from that angle. Yeah, get revenge for fucking his fucking sexual fallacies. Hey, I'm stabbing you with my dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll teach that motherfucker. Take it, motherfucker. <laughs> I will teach that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to marry <laughs> Seth Rogen. Woody, and- do you like my Woody? Yeah. <laughs> It's Woody all in. Woody Allen. Yeah. Woody all in. He's in a lot of movies. I won't have to see him very much. Yeah. Who, who? Who? Seth Rogen. I'm marrying Seth Rogen. Oh, you're marrying him? Yeah. I, oh, I, I get the home house alone a bunch and everything. Yeah. I'm killing Tosh. Wow. You're killing Daniel Tosh? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's harsh, man. That's cold. I love Daniel. I, I won't even feel bad about it. It's cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, You're I'm gonna, as cold as ice. I'm gonna kill him while I'm hate fucking Woody Allen. Oh, it should be a twofer. Wow, <laughs> wow, that sounds like an episode of fucking American Horror Story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna use Tosh. I'm gonna use Tosh's blood for my lube. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> Jake's thinking, oh, there's a dead body involved. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah. Are all these guys alive? <laughs> is the question. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, uh, I think I would marry Daniel Tosh too. I think he's more along my personality. I think mm-hmm. we'll get along very well nice. over the years. You nice. know. Um, yeah, Woody Allen's gonna have to go. Um, even though I love Annie Hall, Manhattan, all that shit. Yeah, I can just watch those anytime I want. He doesn't have to be alive, right? For you to enjoy those, movies. right? So you'll appreciate him more once he's dead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he was a pretty good dude, wasn't he? Yeah. Why and, did why'd they kill him? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm fucking Seth Rogen for sure, but he's gonna shave first. Uh, <laughs> way too much fucking. I bet hair. he's got to do a shit ton of manscaping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you, like after he manscapes, it looks like pff, grows again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's just like like magic, like magic. <laughs> it's just like bam, it's there. He's like cursed. I saw the mental image there. I bet he looks bad. like a fucking minotaur yeah. from like the waist down. <laughs> He's got you know like what I mean? horse legs. He or... look, yeah, he just looks. <laughs> he looks like that fucking thing from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. His crotch is going to be an extra in the Warcraft movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't stop in his fucking crotch it just goes all over <laughs> it's like you want to put a saddle on him <laughs> all right
right, next one. Hey, thanks, Sylvia, for acknowledging us and then calling Jake the one you left over. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that. Jake loves it. I do, I do. Fucking bullshit. Josh Davis sends us uh, an email. It's a fuck, Mary kill. Damn, we got a lot of these. We did. Hi, leftovers. As per your scintillating conversation during the last episode, <laughs> here's a Michael Jackson-themed F. Mary Kill. Oh, is Remember Macaulay talked- Culkin going to be in this list? Oh, What's going on here? More kids. <laughs> yeah. Corey Feldman. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bart Simpson, Macaulay Culkin, and Corey Feldman. Bubbles the Chimp. <laughs> the Elephant Man's Bones. Okay. Do you remember Michael owned them? Yes. And Latoya Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so the sister that we don't want, of course, if it it would have been all too easy if you would have seen Janet for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you want good times? Yeah, here's Janet. No, he gives us Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> Bad times. Yeah. You want this one? I'm ready. Go for it. All right, I'll go ahead and I'll fuck Latoya Jackson. I'm sure she'll be by the state fair sometime in the next year. So yeah. <laughs> run into her there. Jay's always at her, Jake's always at her booth. Yeah. <laughs> he like walks up. She's like, hey, Jake. They're on like a first name basis. <laughs> I'm killing Elephant Man's bones because it's, it's an he, easy job. Hold on. Who did he leave the bones to in his will? Like, wouldn't you love to see, wouldn't you love to see Michael Jackson's will? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> Can I leave the Ferris wheel? <laughs> The pinball machine goes to my sister Janet. (laughs) The princess bed goes. I mean, like, what is he doing? Like, the the Ferris wheel goes (laughs) to Macaulay. The elephant elephant man's elephant man's bones. He wants to be buried with those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he owns so much weird shit. I mean, his will had to have been fucking crazy, right? I I bet. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Probably all went to the attorneys, I'm assuming. <laughs> Saw killed the bones. Yeah. They're all, it's easy. They're already dead. No remorse. Yeah. Okay. It's just dead bones. That's boring. I'd fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. I can't lie. I thought about it. I am not an ass. Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> whoa. Um, whoa. Be- whoa. Yeah, you're not an animal. There's got to be like a collarbone I can fit my dick in or something. Yeah. So, right? <laughs> and then what am I marrying? I'm marrying a chimp, I guess. Uh, oh, okay. of elimination. All right. So, I'm marrying a monkey. Mm. It's happening. All right. <laughs> Jay's obviously fucking the bones. I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not fucking the chimp, that's for sure. No, man. no, if no. I could tear your dick off. So. Oh, <laughs> We found out from our. We found out that when their asses are red, that's a sign of that they're ready to mate. Yeah, they're. Oh. Those are baboons. Those yeah. are the baboons. Right. We learned that on this show. Right. Yeah. We did. <laughs> thank God for our listeners for letting yeah. us know that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll probably marry Latoya Jackson. I think she's on her way out anyway. So she's got some money too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's done enough infomercials. As long as I don't have to fuck her, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be worried about fucking her too. She's had so much plastic surgery, like a nose would fall off during. Or That's something. true. That's you know, true. Like a breast would be like, whoa, why is that at the end of the bed? You're gonna want a dish or something to put those in. Right. <laughs> right. right. She's like, it's like, it's like you liked Legos when you were a kid. <laughs> you like fucking a Lego set. Shit just falling off. I'm just gonna set that to the side. <laughs> I'll fuck that later. Would it be like? Would it be like Legos or like Play Doh? It'd probably be more like Play-Doh. The Play-Doh yeah. barbershop yeah, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking silly putty. Silly putty. <laughs> I'm going to give you my silly nutty. <laughs> Up in your silly putty. 
So I got to kill bubbles, right? That's I think. You're killing. Oh my god! I'm gonna have the. I can't wolf, fuck bubbles. I'm gonna have the wildlife foundation after you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking killing a fucking chimp. What is it? Peta or whatever. He died there's inside Peta, a long time ago. Yeah. There's, <laughs> is Bubbles dead? Oh no! No, no I'm Bubbles inside. Oh. Bubbles is not dead. Bubbles yeah. is actually in a. Uh, uh, he's at, at like a sanctuary, like a zoo now. Mm. Thank God. He got too old, so. Yeah, but but the, 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 actually, just a few years ago, the the monkey, the chimp that played Cheetah in the original uh, Tarzan movies, mm-hmm. just passed away. The original Tarzan TV show. That's oh sad. wow! Yeah, my dad was a big fan of the 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 Weissmuller Tarzan. Mm. Huge fan of uh, the Weissmuller movies, mm-hmm. the those movies and that TV show. And so we found out that the actual this is silly. You guys are going to think it's fucking crazy. But we found out years ago that the chimp was still alive. And what they were doing is they would give the chimp uh, uh, like an easel and uh, like a paint, like a you could the, the chimp would paint shit okay. on a fucking like uh, I don't know what do they call that easel yeah. easel and then they'd paint he'd paint like a picture yeah. and they'd sell that and they'd sell it. <laughs> I know this sounds fucking crazy. Like there was a website for this fucking cheetah. Cheetah fucking chimpanzee that you could order. So you could pick like three colors yeah. that you wanted the cheetah. So like it was my mom, me, and my sister, and all three of us picked our own color. And then we had cheetah fucking draw my dad like whatever, some kind of bullshit abstract fucking like, uh, you know, Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then they, they fucking sent that shit in the mail. And like they, that was our big Christmas gift to my dad because he loved Johnny Weissmuller. Did he love it? And he loved Cheetah. Yeah, he loves it. Uh-huh. And Cheetah actually just died a few years ago. Uh-huh. The, the, the chimpanzee, those the things, value. they live forever. Yeah. Those fucking chimps. Do you guys remember Lancelot Link? We're on a whole yeah. one. Lancelot Link, yep. secret chimp. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, I remember Lancelot, Lancelot Link. Lancelot Link. I wonder if yeah. he's still kicking it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I hope he is. I hope he's still solving some crimes and shit. Me too. I wonder if he'll paint me a picture. <laughs> but yeah, we bought my dad a uh, cheetah, fucking cheetah painting. It's That's a, a well thought out gift. gift. Yeah. 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 Nice. Good shit. Oh, I guess I got to do this now. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. I'm fucking the bones. <laughs> I'm fucking the bones. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll I'll marry the chimp. And I'll I'll kill a Toya. Okay. Wow. All three of us were different this one. I yeah. Think. I'm gonna, uh, shit. I don't think it'll take much. <laughs> Honestly, I'll just send her to the plastic surgeon one more time. I think that she'll be on her she'll be on she'll be on her way out with one more fucking visit. And she'll be excited too. Like you'll give her the plastic surgery yeah. like certificate. She'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay for it and everything. I'll be like, listen, I I I, I already fucked the elephant man's bones and I sold them. <laughs> And that's gonna fund your fucking plastic surgery. <laughs> and honestly, at that point, I'm gonna be like, well, they can make your vagina a little bit tighter with the surgery, and that's that's what's gonna kill her. Mm. Oh my god, yeah, we'll talk. Oh shit, we'll talk about tightening vaginas later. I've got that in my notes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> All these ephemeral kills. Man. I know. Here we go. Uh, we got uh, a final ephemeral kill, and it comes from uh, uh, Eric Marable. Hey, leftovers. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Yay. Say yay, Brian. I know you want to. It's easy to read, but not easy for you to say. I can't believe how bad I sounded on my last email. Didn't even remember I sent it until Chris Ahola messaged me when he listened. <laughs> so fuck this guy. This fucking guy, right? Yes, yes. Fucking Is it Eric. F. Mary Kill like vodka, rum, and whiskey? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh uh, no it's like uh, what is it like Captain Morgan yeah. <laughs> Jim Beam yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and that uh, handsome hunk in the DiSorono commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and the ham bear. Yeah, the ham, the ham bear. <laughs> so, fuck, Mary, kill, Amelia Clark. Lena Hetty or Linda Hamilton, each in their Sarah Connor portrayal eras. Mm. I would fuck Limo- Linda Hamilton because she would rock anyone's world. Marry Amelia Clark because she isn't at all worried about protecting John Connor and she won't be getting with Jai Courtney since I will have him off fucking all our moms. <laughs> and kill Lena Hetty with macaque. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's like two fucks there. Yeah. Hopefully you will have your newest cock block in hand by next podcast. May the force be with you all. That's Eric Marable. Mm. So it's fuck, Mary kill. All three of our uh, Sarah Connors. We got a little bit of my Game of Thrones wish here. Two out of the three Game of Thrones people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Amelia Clark, Lena Hetty, or Linda Hamilton. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I want to fuck Amelia Clark. I just want to. I mean, I don't have any other explanation. I just want to. I think she's hot. Yeah, I just want to fuck her. Cool. I don't disagree. Cool. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, she's a she's a fucking strong woman. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like her on my team in a in a marriage. No. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on my team in a marriage. Uh, and yeah, the other chick. I don't really I don't really know too well, so I don't care what happens to her. So she's dead. <laughs> come on you gotta say you gotta say as you're banging Amelia Clark come with me right if you want to. <laughs> you gotta say it right yeah, for sure and then I'll be like oh too late and then she's like oh, <laughs> whoops sorry come with oh never mind it just then, then you're like it's been a long time yeah. it's been a while I'm backed up yeah, yeah. I came from the fucking future yeah. what do you want yeah. <laughs> I just tell her I came from the future <laughs> you'll come in the future yeah you'll come eventually alright Jake Amelia Clark Lena Hetty or Linda Hamilton all Sarah Connors all Sarah Connors and we're fucking them in their Sarah Connor form huh? yes in Sarah Connor form I'm going to fuck Lena Headley Mm. She's going to give her the old walk of shame afterwards, right? Yeah, I'm going to make her... Oh, that was a Game of Thrones joke. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> ring that bell. Ring that bell, yeah. Yeah, yeah I um, I thought about doing doing Jay's choice on there. When I came out, I'd have been mother of dragons. <laughs> 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 but I, I'm killing Linda Hamilton. Okay. And I'm marrying Amelia Clark. All right. So... No, right. no reasons. Not too many reasons. Okay, I just, I just really want to bang <laughs> Lena Headley. Okay, <laughs> so I was just gotta fill it in the blanks for the other ones. Yeah, when Lena Hetty, when she gives you head, yes, are you gonna be like, I don't know, I just her last name's Hetty. <laughs> I, I thought it too. Yeah. If you, it makes you feel any better. I don't know. The, insert joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> last name's Hetty. Head, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm fucking Amelia Clark too. Yeah, baby. God damn. Holy not. shit. Whew. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll marry Lena Hetty. Cause, I don't know. Linda Hamilton. Sorry. She's kind of like the, I don't know. Carrie Fisher. A little bit. <laughs> she was banging the beast. So, I mean, like, her shit's gotta be torn up. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I've never been too much on Linda Hamilton. Yeah, me neither. You know what I mean? She's yeah. I guess it's Terminator too. So right. it's not like she's she's super old now too. Yeah. No, hey, hey, hold on. Did any of us? You fucked Woody Allen, didn't you? Yes. You fucked Woody Allen. <laughs> I did. 
It was a total hate fuck. Yeah, it was. It was a violent hate fuck. I like how you spun that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I appreciated that. Yes. I was like, holy shit. I was like, nobody's going to fuck Woody Allen. Jake, Jake will. And Jake's like, you know, I'll... I'm not going to enjoy it, Jay. <laughs> yeah. But it's for his own good. Yeah. I like I like that. I like that. Like, he said it was a hate fuck. Yeah. yeah. A violent hate fuck. A violent hate fuck as he's killing Daniel Todd. Using Daniel Todd's the same blood bed. as lube. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I need to smoke after oh, this. Shit. <laughs> Turned on in so many ways right now. I'm you know, sweaty right now. You know what we're going to do? We actually, that's the last of the emails. Thank God. They're yeah. done. So Woo! Two hours on those. Thanks a lot, Leftover Army. I've got, you know what? I got two that were sent today. I'm going to read them next week because I ain't got more time. I ain't got time for this shit. Hell yeah. I'll read them fucking next week. So thanks a lot, Finn. Yeah. More F. Mary Kills next week. I love it. Yeah. More F. Mary Kills. And you know what? We're not going to move on to Good Pop, Bad Pop like we usually do. What, you know what? What yeah. are we doing? Okay. We're going to go to DC News. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that trailer. You know yeah, why? Yeah, you know yeah. why? You, you listen to all the fucking podcasts and they bury the fucking lead. Am mm. I right? No, they do. You're like, oh, if you want, if you want to hear that, you got to stick around at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I don't care. I already got your goddamn download. I got your I, I, so I'm gonna blow our load mm-hmm. when we come back. We're gonna talk about the Batman v Superman trailer that fucking hit the internet, that fucking hit Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, yes. What's with Kimmel getting all these trailers? You know what? More power to him. Yeah, he's doing something right. Then you think it'd be Fallon? Yeah, it's, you think it'd be Fallon? It's bizarre. Jimmy Kimmel's on ABC, right? Yeah, it's a Disney thing too. There you go. Yeah, there I saw go. I saw Mark Guggenheim being all pissy about that. Oh really? Yeah, he because he's one of the writers of um, the Arrow show. Uh, okay, and yeah, that's right. In one time zone, the trailer was premiering at the same time Arrow was on, and oh, he was being on. pissy about it Get on Twitter it. and shit. Get over like it. Like how DC fans had to decide. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mark. Hey, there's something called fucking DVR. Yeah. <laughs> there's something called a TiVo. There's something called the trailer will be everywhere on the internet yeah. as soon as Arrow's over. I can record six fucking things at one time. Yeah. I guess he's just worried about the fucking Nielsen ratings. Yeah. That's probably what he's worried about. He's like, why would DC do that to another DC property? Yeah. It just makes no sense. <laughs> We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Batman v Superman trailer first, and then we'll jump into Good Pop, Bad Pop. But it is DC News first, because I'm not that asshole that's going to make you stick around to the end of the podcast. I already got your goddamn download. Hell yeah. So we're going to fucking bust our load now. Yeah! So fuck that shit. Fuck, man, fuck it. Don't you fucking hate that shit? Oh, I do. When it's like, uh, like uh, remember when you were a fucking kid and it was Christmas morning and you had to do a bunch of bullshit before you opened the presents? No, yeah, we're going to open up with the fucking presents now. <laughs> nice. Fuck you, Mom. Fuck you, Dad. We're opening the presents now. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill, Mom, Dad, and the family. Let's do that fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Open this first. Oh, fucking socks. That's yeah. what you're talking about. I just killed you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking those socks. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're for, right? <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read, but their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow The Leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr 
at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Hey, welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers. We are uh, we're jumping into DC News. Yes, we got that bumper ready this week. Yeah, DC News bumper. All right. All right. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. That's probably that's probably my favorite bumper. <laughs> That's a good one. Now it gets stuck in my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to jump into uh, DC News this week. Uh, we're not going to bury the lead. We're going to talk about the Batman v Superman trailer. Uh, Batman v Superman trailer. We got a teaser trailer on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, no, on uh, Gotham. Yes. And then we got the uh, full extended trailer on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. So we're going to talk about, you know, we can talk about both trailers. Yeah. And then we're going to rate them. Uh, we do have a rating system here on Pop Culture Leftovers. If you're not familiar with the rating system, I'm going to play that uh, for you right now. Uh, yeah, that's happened. And, yeah, here it is. <laughs> I just found it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's not, <laughs> it's not playing. That's all right. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Restart the computer. No. <laughs> God, this is so stupid. I hate this fucking show. It's just so stupid. <laughs> Somebody say something. Bell me out. Bell me out. Talk about pubic hairs or something. Pete Need can't wait to hear about the Donatello cameo in the Batman v Superman. Oh, oh wow. Pete. Uh, talking, <laughs> talking about Doomsday. <laughs> All right, rating system. The rating system. And it's not. <laughs> it's, Is I, he in the other room? I have. <laughs> Clive. You know why? Oh, shit. We've been recording on the wrong source. <laughs> wow. Clive beat Dan West to the punch and coming over here from the UK. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me stop this real quick. All right. Hey, we got everything working again. I feel like, I feel like an old man who's just taken Viagra. <laughs> Everything's working again. So here we go. If you're not familiar with our rating system, I'm going to play that fucker right now, and you will know what it is. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. Okay. So this is what I'm still watching that Gafford video. Like it was like synced up, like he was given a rating system. Oh, really? Yeah. The hand motions were working there too. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay. Any way to avoid talking about Batman v Superman? I'm trying. I'm trying. Here we go. Uh, Jake, uh, let's just, let's just do this. Jake, toss it. Jay Tupperware it. And then I'll give the real rating. Let's just get this out. You know what I mean? Seriously. Let's just get down to it. Jay, I want you to Tupperware it. That's, that's a given. And then Jake, go ahead and toss it like everybody knows you're gonna do yeah and then i'll just give my rating and that'll be the real rating okay, okay. <laughs> that's a good deal all right toss it jake i toss it <laughs> um are t- you gonna talk about it oh i thought we were doing it real quick like oh uh, no you can you can talk about it yeah it was terrible it was like on a whole new level of terrible than i even expected on like a sick twisted way i'm actually more excited for this movie than i was before though because like it I was kind of surprised that it wasn't as grim dark as the last trailer, and it actually looked like it almost looked kind of campy 
from this trailer, which kind of surprised me. So I'm excited for like a whole different level of suck for mm. Batman v Superman than I was for Man of Steel. All right, Jay, go ahead and Tupperware. <laughs> Big fucking surprise there. <laughs> um, actually, I am less excited after seeing this, so I am low tasting it. Yeah, um, I'm not going to Tupperware it. I'm not going to toss it yet. Um, I think this was meant to appeal to certain fans. I don't think this gives away too much of the movie like a lot of people think. I think this is minor plot details. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, I was ex- I was more excited when I saw the first short trailer. So that gets a tasted in itself, but the, this, this longer trailer gets a low tasted. Okay. Borderline tossing it because it was kind of ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I am going to. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to toss this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think Zack Snyder had anything to do with this thing. I mean, not all directors cut their fucking trailers. No. Most of the time, they don't. Most of the time, you have to be a pretty fucking. I. I. I'm not going to blame Zack for this, but my God, this trailer was absolutely awful. I'm not saying that the movie's going to be a toss-it, but this trailer was. This trailer was fucking horrendous. Does it scare you for the movie after seeing this trailer? Yes. Yeah. Well, everything that I've talked about that I think was a big problem, that could have been a big problem, was fucking exposed in this trailer. Yeah. Ben Affleck and all the love that he's gotten from people, <laughs> and he's done nothing. His interaction with Clark... Absolutely horrible. Yes. And his Bruce Wayne, awful. And his Batman, even worse. It's like a terrible Bale impersonation. Um, I have been uh, defending Jesse Eisenberg left and right. Yes. And I'm still at freeze it status. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate because it's like I've watched it. There's times where I watch his performance in this and I'm like, okay, he's playing him. He's playing him. Yeah. He's acting, he's acting all weird and kooky and shit and playing both of these guys against each other. Cause he slips that little line there at the end of it where he's talking about, ooh, that's a grip. My, don't want to fight this guy right and he's and he's kind of playing him but on the flip side um he's acting a little too kooky and weird for me but when i first started watching joseph gordon levitt in uh man on a wire or what was it the wire yeah yeah i thought his accent was really weird and then i kind of got into the character the that's more, a good point yeah the more that i saw him the more i was exposed to him i got more used to him and i think maybe that's the case here i think he is dancing a fine line between jim carrey's riddler and then on the flip side he's dancing a fine line with uh jamie fox's uh electro yeah. uh, he could he could really fuck this up um, this trailer overall, we did not see Batman v Superman. What we saw was too much Dawn of Justice. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that Lex Luthor voice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a strong handshake you got there. It was, oh. it was that, but like in other scenes, I kind of like, I, I, I kind of felt like he was a little bit more intimidating, but then like they give us the whole Frankenstein scene with, uh, with, with who we, who we think is Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which now I got, uh, I didn't you know if you guys checked our, uh, Facebook page. The but Wraith stuff? The Wraith. Yeah. Uh, there's also Basil Terabishi sent us that, uh, um, you know, uh, theory that it's not Doomsday, but it's the Wraith. And then I've also heard that, like, oh, it's not, it's not what Doomsday is going to look like throughout the fight. We're going to get to see the bone, the the bone skeleton grow out of his body, and he's not going to look like a teenage mutant ninja turtle on steroids. More bone? Are you guys going to fuck those bones? Oh, God, I might. <laughs> 
guys, I, I'm not going to toss the movie yet, no, of course. Right. And I'm not going to hit the panic button. But on the flip side, I kind of am because, man, Ben Affleck looked awful. Oh, his voice was so terrible, too. It, it's not even his Batman voice. It's like that whole, like, when, like, as soon as he's going to get fucking uh, blasted by Doomsday or Wraith or whoever, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm scared, Batman. Oh, uh, I, I thought she was with you. Yeah. <laughs> let, the, let the hilarity ensue. Mm-hmm. It, I, I just – there was too much Dawn of Justice in this. We th- th- This movie should not be called Batman v Superman. It should just be called Dawn of Justice because they have taken – they've given us the first act and the third act of this film right now. Yeah, it was crazy how much they showed like yeah. of the actual like act breaks yeah. and the thing. I, the dialogue was really shitty to me too. I thought I it sounded like Lex Luthor was playing to the hashtag in some of his dialogue. He was like, "Oh, son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham." Put some hashtags before those. Mm. Ooh, mm. Oh, so stupid. It yeah. was bad. Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> like I said, I'm not I'm not giving up total faith in it. I think this trailer was cut together to appeal to what the mass. Of, I want to. I want to know what Zack Snyder thought of it. Yeah, I'd like to know too because <clears throat> I don't think this is true to the vision of the film. Now, maybe I'm like being very hopeful. Maybe it is the film, and if it is, then fuck. We're then it's gonna suck shit. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can say that, but on the flip side, guys, we are gonna get the Trinity fighting somebody, and that's exciting. That that part of the trailer was I I like seeing the Trinity. It sucks together. seeing this, but <clears throat> right. I mean we saw the Trinity and and we are going to get to see them fight. You know, uh, unfortunately, bad CG Doomsday. It shouldn't be a fight with the Trinity though. That should be a Superman mano y mano. Me taking on Doomsday fight, right? Yeah, yes. for sure. Man of Steel two should be Doomsday. Doomsday should have no part of this shit. Well, oh, yeah. My my theory is is that Doomsday plays a very minor part in this, and you may see Doomsday evolve when he's stuck to a fucking asteroid and he's growing fucking calcium bones on his body. This might get even crazier, guys, because like I've seen some of the toys. People have taken pictures of the mm-hmm. toys that are going to come out. Have you seen Lex in the suit yet? Yeah, no. I did. Yeah, there's a toy out, and these toys look – it's Henry Cavill's fucking uh, Superman, and it's Ben Affleck's Batman in these toys, and then there's Lex in the suit. Mm. I mean, if is that is that a movie tie-in? I mean, it's movie – it's movie soups. It's movie bats. Are we going to get Lex in the suit at the end of this, fighting a lot, fighting with Doomsday? I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on here. Honestly, the best part of the trailer, in my opinion – is Wonder Woman. She didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed, agreed. The reveal was kind of cool, too. I agree that was the best part. Like, when all that light goes away and Wonder Woman's standing there. Yeah. I was like, all right. I like that scene a lot. A little bit of, like, a half fist pump. I think the humor would have worked better had we not seen it in the trailer, Mm -hmm. had we seen it in the movies. Because you're you're going through a lot of emotion, you Mm -hmm. know, and I mean, hopefully, I was hoping this was going to be a dark movie. And when we're, when we, when they set the tone as such a dark movie, when they throw shit into like this into a trailer, it fucks with the tone. It fucks with the tone of the movie. I thought this was going to be a dark tone. I mean, like when Snyder came out on stage and he had, uh, uh, dude quote, uh, you know, from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. I'm thinking this is going to be dark. This is going to be gritty. And that's all I've seen from all these trailers, even the even the teaser trailer, even the tre- teaser in Gotham, which I still thought was awful. It's like two different movies, right? Like it yeah. feels like we're seeing two different trailers for right. two different movies. Absolutely, 
It's crazy. Absolutely. Super confusing. I'm not tossing the movie. I'm tossing what they showed us in this trailer. Now, guys, um, you know, we talked about this trailer a little bit. What are some of the things that kind of stuck out to you in this trailer? I saw what could have been Darkseid's parademons in this thing. Yeah, I saw your post about that. That was and interesting. That is like, is that Batman's vision or is like, you know, Pete Neen speculated it might be Wonder Woman's vision. God, how many hmm. people are going to have fucking visions in this movie? <laughs> Hell, the vision from the Marvel Universe may show up. Throw him in, <laughs> throw him in there too. Let's right. get Gorilla Grodd in this motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, what did we see? We saw Holly Hunter in this. Yeah. That was yeah. real quick. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, little, little bit of Lois Lane, right? Yeah. A little bit of Lois Lane. Um, that, that Ben Affleck smirking. And I, some people <laughs> liked it. I didn't, I'm, I'm not digging it, man. I'm not digging this Ben Affleck Batman. Uh, we do, it is a darker Batman though. He leaves his mark on, uh, his, his way of justice in this, in Gotham is he leaves a mark on the, on the thugs of Gotham. You saw like the Batman, uh, like brand. Yeah, brand into him. that, uh, uh, villain's chest. Huh. Uh, it says the, on the Gotham, uh, you know, newspaper, it says Bat Brand of Justice and it shows like this villain. He's got a Batman, uh, like Batarang, kind of like Bat burnt into his chest so he's branding these i kind of don't like that um there, well i mean it just goes along with everything else that we don't like about this trailer yeah. uh we got a daytime shot of the superman statue mm-hmm. that's uh, mm-hmm. in metropolis and it, it looks pretty awesome it seems a little premature for them to make that statue though mm-hmm. um so i thought people- the whole point was that like the community was divided yeah, on whether or not right. he was a hero or sure. like an alien. Sure. The, um, this trailer made it seem like it was just Batman that thought that way. Yeah, and and, and I think there's going to be a larger group of people that think that he's a he's a menace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw like protest pictures for Superman. We saw the signs and stuff, you know. So it, it will be divided. I, I I honestly think that they took out some of the shittiest stuff in my opinion to put it in this trailer and I don't I don't believe that the rest of the movie is going to be that way. That's just that's just what I'm thinking. Um but yeah, I can only go by what I saw. I, I agree, but and and then to put that out at the same time that Star Wars trailers are going on, like that's just and not to give us something that's just utterly like everybody's going to fucking fall behind. Jay, it. but come on. I mean, they put Doomsday in this thing. Oh, I know. And I mean, you know, they had kept that really close to the chest for the longest time. Even Michael Shannon himself said, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm not Doomsday. Right. What are you talking about? Gave us this fucking bullshit porta potty story. True. <laughs> they were Flippers. holding that close to the chest, and now we're – Jay, I mean, this is – we didn't see a Batman v Superman trailer. I saw a Dawn of Justice trailer, and I've been wanting to watch Batman v Superman and that's not what I'm getting. I do too. I, I like I said. I think this appeals to the Avengers crowd. I hate to say it. I hate to put the two against each other, but I believe wholeheartedly. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This is appealing to the fucking Marvel Avengers crowd." They're concerned that they're not getting that group of people into the see the see the movie because because what we have seen has been dark and gritty. But I agree with Jay. I don't believe that this is going to be what we get. I just think this is. Snip. We, this might be all of the corny stuff. I'm not saying I disagree that they're trying to pander to the Marvel crowd. No, no. I, I, 
That's one hundred percent that that's what they're doing. It here. surprises me from Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder and David Escorey that they'd even pull that move though. I mean they made such a big deal about making the no jokes mandate and just, you know, trying to be a little bit more, you know, serious and everything, and then they show us this pile of garbage. Right. The chemistry between Cavill and Affleck is awful. Yeah. It didn't didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I wasn't excited about that at all. Um, unfortunately. I was hoping that would be a killer scene, you know, just even if it was a trailer moment. And it, it didn't do anything for me. So, yeah, my excitement's definitely hindered. Mm-hmm. Mine too. I, I kept trying to talk myself into uh, tasting this, and the more I kept thinking about that trailer, I was like, Brian, you're just tossing the trailer right now, mm-hmm. okay? So mm-hmm. we'll see the movie when it comes out. We'll see what they do. But, like, I can't – there's no way in my right mind could I taste this trailer. No way. Absolutely none whatsoever. It's so cheeseball corn dick. It's fucking lame. <laughs> corn dick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, that I, Lex Luthor. Oh. I, I don't have a problem with Lex Luthor. I still think there's more behind him. I like I said, there's there this was a shitty trailer, but the extended scene with him, he was awful in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The other two scenes where he's talking, I, I kinda liked it. Um but the the one scene where he's talking to Clark and Bruce, I, I I'm gonna have to spend more time with that character before I make yeah. up my mind. Right. I gotta spend more time with this Lex. Before I make up my mind, because like like I said, like uh, the wire. Yeah. When I first started hearing his voice, I was like, "This is weird," and that's what I thought here. I got to spend more time with this Lex before I make up my mind. I can see that. By the time you get to that scene, you may be you know comfortable with exactly. the character, and you're like, "Oh wow, that plays so much better after right. a half an hour than exactly. if you've just seen it." Yeah. Exactly. In this fucking trailer. But I am tossing the fact that they gave us a fucking Donna Justice trailer, and mm-hmm. they did not give us Batman v Superman. That's. Ho- yeah, they should have, all that should be gone. Not, not only should it not be in the trailer, but it shouldn't even be in the fucking movie. And the, they give us the fucking Frankenstein origin of Doomsday right in the trailer. Yeah, Come on. Crazy. Fuck off. I guarantee that's going to be a big part of the movie too, the Dawn of Justice stuff. I mean, if I know a Zack Snyder finale, mm-hmm. it's going to be 30 plus minutes of them fighting fucking Doomsday at the end. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that's not the case. I know Jay was saying maybe Doomsday won't play a big role. But I, I completely think that he will play a giant role. He'll I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at the the third act of uh, you know Man of Steel, I mean it's it's him and Zod. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Zach sure. Zach Snyder is not going to not give time to Doomsday being destructive. Well, like, he's given a lot of time to that. If Doomsday's in the movie, I, I don't think Doomsday's a major draw to begin with. So I don't think that he's concerned about that. I, I honestly don't think it's a huge plot point. So I, they take out Doomsday. Maybe later. So they take out Doomsday. Yeah. Do you think they take out Doomsday in this fucking movie? I think Superman straps him to an asteroid and sends him in outer space. Okay. So so what happens after that? Is it Batman v Superman again? Are they or, well, or, they, or are they or are they hugging and making up? We've had hints at Dark Side. We've had hints at Brainiac. Even I'd say in the first Man of Steel. If people miss that, then they're not paying any attention. We've had hints of Supergirl too. I mean, yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, we talked about this theory before in the past that Supergirl, when she left the the, the Scout, mm-hmm. she went out there and she started a whole race of uh, you know superhumans, and that's where Wonder Woman comes from. Right. I mean, you guys, buy, I'm thinking yes, that's yeah, what, I can I'm, see that. I'm thinking that uh, Snyder just doesn't do stuff. Just, I mean, that's part of the story. He's not right? an Easter egg guy, really. Right. Like, it's there for a reason. Right. I like Brian's question, Jay. What do you think the answer to that is? It. When Batman yeah. and Superman defeat Doomsday, yeah. is it back to Batman v Superman or is it hugging it out? I, 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 what do you want? 
I, what do you think is going to happen, and what do you want? I don't want a clear resolution between Batman and Superman. Unfortunately, the trailer kind of hints that it might be totally resolved by the end of this film. I don't want it to be resolved by the end of this film. I still want him to be like, I don't trust you for shit. And in fact, I'm going to form a team to make sure that you don't, you know, that's my Justice League. That's my origin story. That's what I want. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. So, I, think, I think it could be Batman v Superman after the Doomsday thing. Still, they're fighting side by side, Jake. Yeah, they're fighting side by side. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now we've bonded because we're fighting side by side. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would love to see it end with Batman v Superman. That's the fucking movie I was promised. But they're fighting side by side. So, like, as soon as they defeat or whatever happens to <laughs> Doomsday. I mean, there, there, there's no question of, like what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. There's like no question. It's not like it's going to end on a sour note. It's gonna it's going to end with the dawn of justice. Batman's instantly going to fall in love with him, a la Lois Lane in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. They'll have a big kissing scene. Him and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely worrisome. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely worrisome. They're not presenting anything in this trailer. That Guys, we're not tossing the movie. We're yeah. tossing this trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the trailer was not. Good. No. And they have a long time of trailers before this movie comes out. And, like, the argument last week was, like, I was saying, like, let's put Spider-Man in a trailer because it's going to get more butts in seats. Mm -hmm. You do not need to put Doomsday in a trailer. Doomsday is not going to bring out the people that Spider-Man is. No, putting butts in seats for this movie is showing Batman and Superman going toe-to-toe with each fucking other. That's putting butts in fucking seats. That's why we were excited when this movie was first announced. Yeah, uh, showing that they're going to hug it out already is not putting and cracking jokes in the trailer. Yeah, is she with you? And I wanted to. Say, I thought she was with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Riggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Murtaugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching a fucking uh, Lethal Weapon movie now. Mm-hmm. Some buddy cop shit. Uh, Iron Man, and Captain America rings a bell too. I think it's the same shit. Like I said, I think this is the obvious. Like the studio obviously wants to make sure that this does well. So. They're putting the obvious fucking bullet. But at least You're- I know in fucking Civil War that Baron Zemo is going to be taken out early, and it's going to be fucking Captain America versus Iron Man. It's yeah. not going to be any other shit. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, there could be somebody that dies in Captain America Civil War, and that's what wakes up these characters, because yeah. they are both good people. Right. Tony's a good person. Cap's a good person. Somebody may die, and that may wake them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the flip side, what we're looking at is like two people that actually hate each other, have a misunderstanding, and they come together because a bigger force is going to try to take out the city. That's bullshit. It's so cliche. Captain – I'm telling you, man. Before these trailers came out, I was pro DC Warner Brothers. Me too. After these trailers come out, I'm looking more forward to Civil War than I am Batman v Superman. Based on the trailers. I agree. Now, once the movies come out and I watch them, I may have a different view. For sure. But I don't know how Cap and Iron Man are going to resolve things or if they are going to. Right. Yeah, in this movie even. In this movie even. This may go on. Yeah. And because you know why? Marvel's done a good job of keeping that close to the chest. Mm -hmm. That's where it feels like. DC's just blown their load. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. And that, that, that upsets me. That upsets me big time. I, I was really hoping, like, uh, when we heard Doomsday rumors that they were all false. Me yeah. too. I me really too. was. We both said we hoped they were false. Me too. 
And um, now we're getting that. I was thinking Doomsday, and I think you would agree and Jay would agree that it would have been better for a a proper Man of Steel sequel. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the biggest selling Superman story of all time. Give it its fucking due. Don't make it a crammed finale in Batman v Superman. And then we get Raphael fucks uh, fucking Abomination. (laughs) Throw a little bit of Shrek in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're. I think you know what we may end up with is a film that's trying to set up way too many stories at once, mm-hmm. instead of having a good one single focus story. Why does DC Warner Brothers feel that they have to play catch up? I, exactly, you shouldn't. I, I mean, and, and we're getting Aquaman in this movie too, right? Yeah, for sure. I've heard the rumors that Flash will for sure have a cameo in this movie too this week. I, th- I think that's what disturbs me the most is like with Man of Steel, I felt like this is de- a departure. This is a refreshing departure from what I currently know as superhero films. And so I saw no reason. And, and in fact, like every interview fucking Zack Snyder's ever done, it seemed like this was going to be a departure from your typical fucking fanfare. Yeah. Yeah. Not but this trailer fast. is absolutely the, the same fucking bullshit we've seen over and over again. So I, I don't know. Yeah. And like we said earlier, I mean, both trailers debuted on Kimmel. Both trailers went to YouTube after. And, and the numbers speak for themselves as far as other people agreeing. I mean, Captain America got 61 fucking million views. Right. And Batman v Superman got 24 in the first 24 hours. Yeah. That, that's a huge difference. Huge difference. So word of mouth helps Civil War. People sharing it and people want, you know. Yeah. So just the excitement level. Like, how can the excitement level, as much as I hate on Man of Steel, it blows my mind that the excitement level for Batman and Superman on a movie for the first time fucking ever can't muster as much excitement as the 14th Marvel movie. Yeah, we're getting the Trinity on screen for the first time. Right. Yeah. Which we shouldn't be. That that trailer should blow the numbers out of the water on Captain America. This movie should be Batman v Superman and the story. Yeah. Fuck off with Wonder Woman. Fuck off with Doomsday. Fuck off with Aquaman. I'm done. I'm fucking... I'm pissed. This, <laughs> this fucking trailer was fucking garbage. Yeah. Just the trailer. The movie could be... The movie could be great, but I'm telling you, man... Affleck, it looks like he's the worst fucking Bruce Wayne and Batman I've ever seen. Oh, for real? And I said it from the get-go. I fucking said it from the get-go that people are getting too excited because they didn't let him talk in any of the trailers. And the first time we get, they let him talk in these trailers, I, I was not impressed. I was not impressed. Fucking smoke and fucking mirrors. Yeah. Smoke and fucking mirrors. Yeah, for sure. It's, ugh. Ugh. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing. God damn it! I'm looking forward to seeing Civil War. I'm uh, give me fucking Chris Evans and and uh, and and uh, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Evans and fucking Robert Downey Jr. Because uh, I'm sold on them. I'm sold on his Steve Rogers. I'm hold, I'm sold on his Tony Stark. Give me the Russo brothers. Let's make. I, I want to see a great Civil War movie. God damn it! 2016. I I thought this was going to be the fucking year. God damn it. Uh, this 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 fucking upsets me. The yeah. Trinity. Uh, we shouldn't be seeing. We shouldn't even be seeing Wonder Woman in this. This no. The, the scene with her with the shield and stuff like that is as cool as it is to see a live action Wonder Woman. It should not be happening in Batman v Superman. And they ruin it with that cheese dick line. Yeah. Yeah. Is she, she with you? you? Yeah. Thought she was with you. Uh, and then why don't they have the old lady from when Harry met Sally say, "I'll have what she's having." <laughs> you might as well throw that fucking in there too. I'll cheer you up a bit. Next what? year we get Oscar Isaac Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> that should be good. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking forward to it more than both these movies. And we get Deadpool. Yeah. 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 So Deadpool. All right, guys. Yeah, let's let's God damn it. 
Let's move on from that. I, I want to thank everybody from the Leftover Army for your Facebook reactions too. Those are great. I, if you if you're not on our Facebook page, join it. But join uh, join the Facebook page because like a lot of our uh, listeners had some great reactions. What was the majority feel, dude? It's it's as it's as divisive as Man of Steel. Mm. I mean, I've got. Uh, Rob Sousa says, uh, high tasted ex- excitement for the movie, uh, Tupperware. Uh, I mean, let's see here. Uh, Kelly Claiborne says, Lex equals ass clown, as previously posted. Toss the portrayal, taste the rest. Uh, Gafford says, I feel like they kind of blew their load in this trailer. Doomsday showing up should have been a reveal in the movie itself, not in the trailer. Still give the taste, and I'm really, still really excited to see the movie, just kind of meh on the trailer. Um, Chosen Carson says, uh, wow, what the fuck? Spoil much? Toss that bullshit trailer. <laughs> um, I mean, we've got a ton of them here. Um, I have a lot of respect for, not to interject, but for your reviews and on this in general. Not just because you tossed it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think, I know how much you love Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I know how much other people love Man of Steel. And I think they've kind of got their blinders on when it comes to Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Where no matter what, they could show like a turd dressed up like Batman smashing into a wall and people were going to Tupperware. I that. will tell you this. I will give my honest review every time I'm on. I know. Like even when I disagree with what you think about something, I respect your review so much because I know you're not, you're not just bullshitting no, just to I, say it. No. Oh, I've been sticking up for Batman v Superman for months and months and months. I've been sticking up for Lex, but I'll tell you on the, I'll, I'll tell you when they fucking show me something that's garbage. Yeah. I mean, you, a flaming turd's a flaming turd. Yeah. No matter how excited for it you, you are. You can't make chicken soup out of chicken shit. <laughs> and that's what I feel like they've fucking shown me here. But I mean, you know, uh, let's see here. Will Ross says, I loved it. I think the spin of Lex Luthor is great. A uh, bit of comedy relief in his interaction with both, I think, uh, tells he already knows who Clark and Blue- Bruce really are. Watch out, Civil War. I mean, so, I mean, Dustin Porter gives it a taste. It. I mean, a lot of people, um, Bridget McCullough says, I'm going to freeze it for now. Uh, Dan Hunter says, uh, I'm a little more worried now after seeing this trailer. Lex will <laughs> either ruin it or be okay. Um, well, Ross, watch out, Civil War. <laughs> We've got 40 million less YouTube views than you, Civil War. Watch out. Michael Wright says, going to have to Tupperware this trailer. I'm warming up to this Lex Luthor. I think Eisenberg will end up being just fine. Doomsday's look could be a bit better, but that is mostly just the need of more bony spikes. Other than that, it looks good. Uh, the best part was the end. Finally seeing the Trinity standing together almost made me roll a tear. Can't wait for this movie. Guys, this is as divisive as the as Man of Steel itself. And I mean, even uh, what is it? Joe Vitale said it too. What did he say? Uh, he goes, "Wow, reading the comments, everyone is all over the board. Some love Lex portrayal, others hate it. This seems like it will be a polarizing movie, just like The Man of Steel." Hmm. Yeah, whoosh. I'm curious. Yeah, we'll see. We'll wait until the movie comes out. I tell you one thing. Um, there's so much time before the movie comes out that if they get a lot of hate for that doomsday look, they've got time to clean that CG up. Absolutely. Yeah. They've got, they've, I mean, you know, star Wars was still doing things in the last few weeks. So. Yeah. They've got time to clean that CG up and I think yeah. they might need to. Yeah. Let's move on from that trailer. God damn it. <laughs> I did see the Gotham mid season finale. Uh, this has been the best episode all season. Okay. Nice. Uh, Bruce is stepping up and finally being a man. 
Um, I didn't like what they do, did with Alfred though. Every time, like, they turned Alfred into like a comical character. And like, every time, watch this last episode in this uh, mid-season finale. Every time Alfred showed up after, you know, he had the fight with, uh, Gallivant's, uh, sister, whoever the fuck she is, they kept playing like this comical music. And I didn't like it. What? It's like, <laughs> Alfred's a badass and like, don't like, Put yeah. this comical, funny music behind him just because, like, he ended up fucking like escaping in a trash, uh, in a in a uh, trash uh, trash truck, right. garbage truck. I thought it was weird. Uh, they did tease uh, Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. oh, at the cool. end of the episode. Did you watch it? I, I read about that. Okay. Yeah. They teased Mr. Freeze, and we finally got to see Mr. Freeze. Um, and then um, I don't know if we're done with Gallivant. We did see what happened to him. Um, interesting way that they showed him at the end of the episode and how the penguin is involved in that whole scenario Mm -hmm. but i thought it was the best episode this season um thank god they killed off the wannabe joker character yeah and i'm glad that barbara keen uh upset she's not dead but she's out of the series for a while and uh thank thank goodness for that yeah so but uh flash arrow crossover i have to admit i did i see i saw the flash episode i still have the arrow episode i haven't watched it yet that's Mm. funny which was flash part one flash part one it was the flash arrow crossover and i saw the flash episode i haven't watched the arrow episode i got caught up watching some other things and i forgot about the arrow episode (laughs) um but uh i am gonna say that i i love vandal savage okay i love vandal savage he is awesome in this series cool um and i'm really looking forward to seeing this character in legends of tomorrow right cannot wait cannot wait for legends of tomorrow now uh hot girl gets her wings um in this and i thought that was cool uh there was a little too much humor i think everybody was cracking too many jokes in this episode that i saw but on the flip side i understand that they're trying to bring a little bit of humor into it because I think they want people that aren't watching The Flash to watch Arrow mm. and the people that aren't watching Arrow to watch The Flash. So I yeah. get it. I get it. Was but, this thing kind of a big Legends of Tomorrow setup? Um, you know, I, I think it was I think it was a setup for the whole universe. Okay. Like like I said, if you aren't watching Arrow because I don't know how much it's gonna be a setup for Legends of Tomorrow because like this aired in like December mm. and we're not getting that until like almost two months later in January 21st is when we get tomorrow that Legends of Tomorrow. I just saw so much press for Legends of Tomorrow this week and I knew mm-hmm. it was the same week as the crossover. Yeah. So I was wondering if the two things were. Well, they're pumping it because they wanted people to watch this episode to get them excited about Vandal Savage. I thought Vandal Savage was a great villain. I personally enjoyed him. It's a great character. Uh, let's see here. Could we see CW's The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow ever team up with CBS's Supergirl? Well, Greg Berlanti in the past said it might be possible, but now The Hollywood Reporter had an article that I'd like to read. Any rumors of a potential crossover between Supergirl and The Flash have been greatly exaggerated. Despite the recent success of the second annual The Flash Arrow crossover event on The CW, there are no plans for CBS's freshman DC Comics swing Supergirl to share any characters or storylines with any of the CW's shows. When the Hollywood Reporter asked The Flash and Supergirl showrunner Andrew Kreisberg about recent reports claiming otherwise, he immediately shot them down. Hmm. There's always those late nights, delirious, semi-high on pizza, where you're like, you know what would be really cool if Kreisberg said, but now there is no legitimate actual plan to bring The Flash's Cisco... Uh, onto Supergirl or to bring Supergirl's win 
on to Legends of Tomorrow. First of all, we don't even know if we could hmm. legally. Hmm. And quite frankly, just making the Arrowverse, which is what we call Legends, Flash and Arrow, work, and then making Supergirl work, work it's enough of a challenge without having to add a fourth player. Hmm. So such a huge can of worms if you open it, like and say that the universes are connected. It's right. like a thing you can't acknowledge just one time, right? So right. I can see the problems. Yeah, yeah. It'd be fucking cool if it did happen. Though. Yeah, but uh, you're trying to not only not only are you like are they trying to make a, a crossover between the Flash and Arrow work, but on the flip side, now you're bringing in Legends of Tomorrow, right? And now you've got to worry about another network with CBS, and then like bringing her into this whole thing. True. Yeah. It's all part of the same universe. And so it's very, very, very tricky. It's true. So, I mean, um, I don't think that it's not impossible, but I mean, I think if, if Supergirl can stand on its own, which it got an order for a full season. Yeah. Mm. If it can stand on its own, I'm fine with it. But what, on the flip side, would the fanboy want to see me like her interact with uh, Grant Gustin? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. Um, we got to see the first uh, appearance of uh, Red Tornado. How was that? It was okay. I mean, some people hated it. Some people hate. Some people are just going to hate Supergirl. Yeah. And, and I mean, the acting isn't great, but I, I, I can't. I I love this show. <laughs> I I will watch this show every week over Agents of Shield mm-hmm. every week. God damn! I dropped. The, I'm done with Agents of Shield. You're out. I'm out. All right. I tried. I went. I went. Uh, I went. Uh, I, I watched the fir- first full season. I watched the second season all the way up until the last four episodes, mm. and I'm done. I can't do it anymore. It, I can't. I <laughs> can't do it anymore. Man. It is fucking awful. I plan on Netflix like binging it sometime in the future, but not the near future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better it, things to do. It is. Yes, yes. I, I'll binge Supergirl before I binge Agents of Shield. Yeah, myself. So, all right, guys, uh, let's move on. Uh, that is DC news for this week. Uh, let's move on to good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. All right, god damn it! Every time I fucking leave, every time I click off this thing, I lose my. Lose my notes. Oh, you like your spot in your notes and everything? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right. We already went over the stupid rating system. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones teaser came out this week. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on that, Jake? Eh, brand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm excited, though. I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm ready for Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I'm always ready for Game of Thrones. Yeah. This was probably the worst season of the whole series last season. Right. But it was still very good. Yeah. I mean, the worst season of Game of Thrones is still a, a near Tupperware thing for Holy me. Holy shit. I'm saying, like, what was it? Episode 8 or 9? I can't remember. With the, 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 the fucking the White Walkers. The oh, fight. yeah. It's one of the best episodes I've ever seen. That may be the best episode of the series. I think it is. Yeah. I love that episode. That was fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited, though. Season six? Is that what we're going Season on now? Season six, yeah. Oof, time flies. Yeah. All right. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. It's uh, mid-season finale. You want to talk about it? Uh, yeah. Time for me to run away. Talk about it. You going to head out? Yeah, my vagina's starting to hurt. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick, uh, and we'll grab you when we're done. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. 
So it was um, – we didn't talk about it last week, but mm-hmm. of course, like we thought, yeah. Glenn. Glenn's back. Glenn's yeah. back. Yeah, he didn't die. Glenn's back. He didn't die. Um, no surprise there. No, no. And of course, Enid's back. Not yeah. not a surprise either. Yeah, yeah. We, we I thought Enid was going to come back. Yeah. Well, the producers already said that she was going to come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the mid-season finale, what did you think of the episode overall? Uh, overall, um, I mean, if I'm going to rate that, it's, it's a taste. It. Yeah. It didn't blow my mind like the earlier episodes. And right. I, I kind of feel like the season itself like kind of farted out. You know, I think it started super strong. Mm-hmm. And um, besides the, the after credit scene, like mm-hmm. I wasn't really excited about anything that this this episode was offering. I was really excited. Like at the beginning, I thought it was like if you watch some of the cinematography at the beginning or some of the shots that they that they pull off at the beginning, I thought it was really cool. Like the like the, the kids listening to Tiny Tim, which I thought was weird, right? But like they're panning across his room, and I thought it was really funny when you saw the Mini Mates characters, uh-huh. and they were the Invincible characters. Yeah, <laughs> that Robert Kirkman, yeah, another comic book that he does. I thought that was cool. And then as they were watching the ants kind of swarm that cookie uh-huh. that his mom left out for him, and I was like, oh wow, that's if that's not telling about what's going to happen here at the end of this episode, I don't know what is. That was definitely cool. That was cool. But, um, you know, you're right. It's a taste it. Yeah. Mid-season finale was a taste it. Um, it's probably the worst mid-season finale that they've had. Yeah. Um, and it, but I also kind of have to com- applaud them because we didn't get a major death in this one. Every other mid-season finale has been a major death. That's true. Yeah. And I like that they kind of broke the mold with that. Like people are like, oh, who's going to die in this one? And it was like, oh, we didn't get that major death. Right. I'm glad that we didn't. Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't. Like they're just like, oh, you don't have to have a major death in this. Did you watch the epilogue? The the after credit stuff? Or? The epilogue. that uh, the, When Into the Badlands started and then after the first break at Into the Badlands, they oh. gave us the epilogue no. with uh, uh-uh. the bikers. I saw, yeah, I saw the bikers. Yeah, that's yeah. the epilogue. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, it was like that was uh, the best part of the whole yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The like you know the you know the napkins, mm-hmm. everything, everything in your in your truck belongs to Negan. Right. All your base belongs to Negan. Yeah. Yeah. It. I was expecting it to be a little more exciting, but um, yeah. At the same time, like I think there's enough stress going on with these characters. Mm. I don't. I don't think you needed to show too much. But comparing it to the earlier episodes of the series, yeah. man, they started off so strong. Yeah, this season started off great, and I think the last two episodes have been kind of. Meh. They've been pretty weak, but um, it's still not horrible. No, not at all. Not by any Just stretch. Just taste it. Yeah. But um, I mean, Morgan. God damn it. If I didn't, I was so pissed at him in this fucking episode. Yeah, I got aggravated too, even though I understand what he's, you know, where I don't. he's coming from. No, I understand. I understand. No, I get no, it. I get it. Absolutely not. He, come on. East, Eastman's fucking philosophy works right now, but mm. not in a zombie apocalypse, Jay. Right, right. Every life is precious. No, not when you got the guy saying, as soon as I fucking get free, I'm going to fucking kill you and I'm going to kill everybody else here. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, no. Mar- Morgan fucked up. He fucked up again. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying I understand he's trying to hold on to 
that humanity. I'm not saying that I would do that in that uh, situation, uh-uh. but yeah, it, it definitely is um, an aggravating point, right? Again, for Morgan, he's got a couple strikes against him at this point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of my, one of the characters I've kind of like I hate pretty much everybody in Alexandria. I like Deanna. Mm-hmm. We lost her unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I like Deanna. I hate her son Spencer. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but and most of the fucking Alexandrians I don't like. I don't even like Jesse. Mm-hmm. Like. I uh, you know her and fucking Rick and Rick throwing game at her and her Rick making out and shit. I don't even like Jesse. Yeah, she could have been left out. She could have been left out, but like, no, it's not left out. But I just don't like her. Right. Keep her in the story. That's fine. Whatever. But I just don't like her. I like, uh, but I like the doctor. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, I well, do too. The new doctor. She's trying to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I like that character. She's got like kind of like that. Uh, you know, she made out with Tara that time and shit like that. I like her. I think she's cool. But fucking, I don't like. Jesse fucking what a horrible mother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean really? I mean horrible mother, horrible on. kids. Horrible. Okay, Ron's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I love that Carl basically said like, "Hold on, dude, your dad was an asshole." <laughs> yeah. I love that fucking line. Right. But okay, dude, fucking uh her little son. Yeah. You know, the the one that's listening to the Tiny Tim. I hate him. Uh, what's, what's his name? I don't know. Let's just call him Puss. Yeah, Pussy Bell. <laughs> Let's yeah. call him Puss. Puss, all right. Okay, so Puss is like, you know, he's, he doesn't leave the room anymore, and he's scared about the monsters outside and shit like that. Yeah. And so, like, you ever watch uh, Tim and Eric? Oh, yeah. Uh, you remember Casey and his brother? Yes. He looks like Casey. He kind of does, yeah. A little bit. Anyway. <laughs> he's got the stupid haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's, yeah, that Jim Carrey fucking bowl cut and shit. So, anyway, like, fucking, uh, so Puss is, like, okay, all the people in that house yeah. that are trapped in that house, like, Rick is, like, we need two bodies. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to cut the guts and they're going to cover, cover themselves up with the guts. Yes. Right. Okay. So here's... So they're all behind a door and they're cutting the guts up and they're, they're making like, uh, they're, they're making like, uh, gut shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Gut, yeah. gut shirts. So they're going to go out there with gut shirts and they're going to try to confuse the walkers and shit, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So they're all in there and they're all like, you know, spattering themselves with this guts and shit. Even the baby was doing Even it. Even the baby's involved. <laughs> Everybody's involved. Yeah. It's shake and bake and I helped and the baby's there. Right. Everybody's going to fucking get guts on them. Yeah. So the door's shut. They're all getting guts splattered all over them and shit. Yeah. The one person that they should have fucking prepped for this. Yeah. The, the one fucking person that they should have prepped for this is not privy to any of this. Oh, no, he was in his room. He was time. in his room and he walks in on them. The kid, okay, uh, the kid walks in. You know, he's probably, I don't know what he's doing, fucking doing a coloring book or some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And he fucking walks in, and what's he see? He sees, like, Rick putting guts all over his mom yeah. from the monsters. Right. He's like, what's going on here? Yeah. You think that his mother would have taken five fucking seconds to take her son aside and be like, listen, this is this is the deal. Yeah. You're like, we got we to gotta become one of them to get out of here. But everybody's prepped except for the one fucking wild card, yeah. this fucking kid. <laughs> she doesn't even tell him about it. No. He, he has to walk in on this shit. She's a horrible mom. Horrible fucking mother. <laughs> she's fucking awful. I want you to pretend to be brave. Yeah, pretend to be brave. Yeah. And she said that a couple times this, this series. Yeah, pretend to be brave. To Pretend to have some balls. The first time it was fine. It was like, I guess that's the way she has to communicate to her kid. He's got like a wild imagination, you know. And, uh, but this time I think like he should have been privy to all this. This is like, oh shit, I forgot about my fucking pussy son. Right, right. Yeah, Ron's that's there. That's scared of everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ron's there. As soon as he walks in the room, it's one yeah. of those fucking cringeworthy, like, oh, God, I hope this guy fucking dies. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, uh-huh. Mom. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. No, she didn't tell him to be quiet. Right. No. Right. Why would she do that? It's only the most important thing with zombies. I, I What I want to <laughs> see, as soon as the fucking, in February, when yeah. they come back, I want to see Mom grab a bunch of fucking zombie guts and shove them in that kid's <laughs> fucking mouth and shut him the hell up. I agree. I that'll, agree. That'll teach you, you little shit. You have all these other people that are prepared and ready, and then you have this big, long exposition towards the end, and they're all like slow-mo walking through the zombies. And then you have her stupid fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. <laughs> Why the fuck are you talking? See, the thing is, it's like I thought like at first like I could hear like the zombies getting louder and snarling and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, shit, they're starting to catch on. But that's not what's happening. I watched it again Uh and the audio goes from like really, really low Uh and then they amplify it a little bit louder and then – it, it, it fucks with you because you don't know if the zombies are reacting to the kid right. or if they were snarling the entire time. Yeah. Which, so I I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens when they come back um, and uh, we get the the, uh, the the second finale of the of this uh, sixth season. Yeah, I mean, if if they're going to go after him, you know damn well Rick's not going to be cool with that. He's just well, he's just going to be like fucking leave him. Oh, Rick's no. No, yeah. Rick's trying to fuck the mom. Not with the whole group involved. He's not going to risk the whole group over Bullshit. that little kid. Bullshit. I don't believe that Rick for a second. Rick is so Rick is so Rick's got pussy in his eyes. I don't believe that. Oh god. I don't believe oh, that. <laughs> Let me, uh, let, uh, I'll teach your fucking son. I killed, I killed your fucking husband. I killed your son's fucking husband. But yeah, I'll teach Ron how to use a gun. Well, yeah, because Ron, Ron's I, different. I want that vagina. Ron's I'll, different. I'll, I'll form a bond with your kids because I want that. Put- Dude, he hasn't gotten any since Lori. I know, but if that kid starts fucking making noise and the zombies go after him, then she's going to start screaming. He's going to be like, fucking leave him. She, he's not going to risk the entire group, including her, who he uh, cares about. I think you're underestimate the power of the vagina. I don't think so, man. I There's do. too many zombies there. I do. Why would he be saying that? Like, I think it's a big like reveal into the next episode. No, I think he's like, I'm going to save this kid, and then uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tap that ass. He's fucked. If he saves that kid, they're all fucked. If any of them try to save him when he's doing that and they do go after him, they're all fucked. They're all going to die. There's like fucking 50 plus zombies there. I, he'll, I think he'll throw his own kid out there. <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck you, Carl. Well, I don't like Carl either. <laughs> why do you Why do you have this big thing about not liking Carl? I don't like Carl either. Carl is awesome. Carl hasn't grown for shit in this series oh, at, at all. Oh, you're crazy. At all. You're co- nuts. Compared to where he you're should be. You're nuts. Surrounded you're fucking by, crazy. Surrounded by Michonne, Daryl, Rick, and he's still a fuck up? He no, still doesn't have his shit together. You're crazy. I don't know, man. You're that, fucking crazy. That's my view. You're crazy. He's the only one that's got his shit together. I think he slipped when he fucking didn't kill uh, uh, one of the was it one of the was it one of the wolves? Mm. But like a couple seasons ago, when he was out in the woods with Herschel and Beth, he fucking killed that dude spot on. Like bam, fucking killed him like it was nothing. Yeah, I've seen but, signs of good. No, Carl's yeah, dope. Carl's fucking badass. Not a fan. Carl's fucking awesome. Chandler <laughs> Riggs is fucking awesome as Carl. You're fucking. Oh, crazy. I don't have a problem with the uh, the actor. You're crazy. I don't have a problem at Carl's all. Carl's awesome. 
Uh, I don't understand people who don't like Carl. <laughs> Carl's fucking Carl. awesome. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> Carl's dope as fuck. We're going to take a break, come back, and Jake will be back with us. Carl's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Frank just texted. Frank? Yeah, what did he say? All right. Hey, hey real quick, guys. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Jared Gafford of uh, the Joe Schmo Comic Show about his new comic book that's coming out. Uh, he's launching a Kickstarter. It's actually up and active right now. It's called Renegade, uh, but we're going to be talking to Jared Gafford, so stick around and listen to that. It's pretty awesome. All right. Hey, we got everything working again. I feel like I feel like an old man who's just taken Viagra. <laughs> Everything's working again. So here we go. If you're not familiar with our rating system, I'm going to play that fucker right now, and you will know what it is. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. Okay. So this is what we're... I'm still watching that Gafford video. Like, it was, like, synced up like he was given a rating system. Oh, really? Yeah. The hand motions were working there, too. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay. Any way to avoid talking about Batman v Superman? (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying. Here we go. Uh, Jake, uh, let's just just do this. Jake, toss it. Jay Tupperware it. And then I'll give the real rating. Let's just get this out. You know what I mean? Seriously. Let's just get down to it. Jay, I want you to Tupperware it. That's, That's a given. And then, Jake, go ahead and toss it like everybody knows you're going to do yeah and then i'll just give my rating and that'll be the real rating okay, okay. <laughs> that's a good deal all right toss it jake i toss it <laughs> um are t- you gonna talk about it oh i thought we were doing it real quick like oh uh, no you can you can talk about it yeah it was terrible it was like on a whole new level of terrible than i even expected on like a sick twisted way i'm actually more excited for this movie than i was before though because like it I was kind of surprised that it wasn't as grim dark as the last trailer, and it actually looked like it almost looked kind of campy from this trailer, which kind of surprised me. So I'm excited for like a whole different level of suck for mm-hmm. Batman v Superman than I was for Man of Steel. All right, Jay, go ahead and Tupperware. <laughs> Big fucking surprise there. <laughs> um, actually, I am less excited after seeing this, so I am low tasting it. Yeah, um, I'm not going to Tupperware it. I'm not going to toss it yet. Um, I think this was meant to appeal to certain fans. I don't think this gives away too much of the movie like a lot of people think. I think this is minor plot details. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, I was ex- I was more excited when I saw the first short trailer. So that gets a tasted in itself, but the, this, this longer trailer gets a low tasted. Okay. Borderline tossing it because it was kind of ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I am going to. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to toss this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think Zack Snyder had anything to do with this thing. I mean, not all directors cut their fucking trailers. No. Most of the time, they don't. Most of the time, you have to be a pretty fucking. I. I. I I'm not going to blame Zack for this, but my God, this trailer was absolutely awful. I'm not saying that the movie's going to be a toss-it, but this trailer was. This trailer was fucking horrendous. Does it scare you for the movie after seeing this trailer? Yes. Yeah. Well, everything that I've talked about that I think was a big problem, that could have been a big problem, was fucking exposed in this trailer. Ben Affleck and all the love that he's gotten from people, (laughs) and he's done nothing. His interaction with Clark... 
absolutely horrible. <laughs> yes. And his Bruce Wayne, awful. And his Batman, even worse. It's like a terrible Bale impersonation. Um, I have been uh, defending Jesse Eisenberg left and right. Yes. And I'm still at freeze it status. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate because it's like I've watched it. There's times where I watch his performance in this and I'm like, okay, he's playing him. He's playing him. Yeah. He's acting, he's acting all weird and kooky and shit and playing both of these guys against each other because he slips that little line there at the end of it where he's talking about, ooh, that's a grip. Am I don't want to fight this guy right and he's and he's kind of playing him but on the flip side um he's acting a little too kooky and weird for me but when i first started watching joseph gordon levitt in uh man on a wire or what was it the wire yeah yeah i thought his accent was really weird and then i kind of got into the character the that's more, a good point yeah the more that i saw him the more i was exposed to him i got more used to him and i think maybe that's the case here i think he is dancing a fine line between jim carrey's riddler and then on the flip side he's dancing a fine line with uh jamie fox's uh electro yeah. uh, he could he could really fuck this up um, this trailer overall, we did not see Batman v Superman. What we saw was too much Dawn of Justice. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that Lex Luthor voice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a strong handshake you got there. It was, oh. it was that, but like in other scenes, I kind of like, I, I, I kind of felt like he was a little bit more intimidating, but then like they give us the whole Frankenstein scene with, yeah. uh, with, <laughs> with who we, who we think is Doomsday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which now I've got, uh, I didn't you know, know if you guys checked our, uh, Facebook page. The but Wraith stuff? The Wraith. Yeah. Uh, there's also Basil Terabishi sent us that, uh, um, you know, uh, theory that it's not Doomsday, but it's the Wraith. And then I've also heard that, like, oh, it's not, it's not what Doomsday is going to look like throughout the fight. We're going to get to see the bone, the the bone skeleton grow out of his body, and he's not going to look like a teenage mutant ninja turtle on steroids. More bone? Are you guys going to fuck those bones? Oh, God, I might. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I, th th I'm not going to toss the movie yet, no. of course, right? And I'm not going to hit the panic button. But on the flip side, I kind of am because, man, Ben Affleck looked awful. Oh, his voice was so terrible too. It, it's not even his Batman voice. It's like that whole like when like as soon as he's going to get fucking uh, blasted by Doomsday or Wraith or whoever, he's like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm scared, Batman. Oh, uh, I, I thought she was with you. Yeah. <laughs> let, the, let the hilarity ensue. <laughs> it, it, I I just there was too much Dawn of Justice in this. We th th this movie should not be called Batman v Superman. It should just be called Dawn of Justice because they have taken they've given us the first act and the third act of this film right now. Yeah, it was crazy how much they showed like yeah. of the actual like act breaks yeah. and the thing. I, the dialogue was really shitty to me too. I thought I it sounded like Lex Luthor was playing to the hashtag in some of his dialogue. He was like, "Oh, son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham." Put some hashtags before those. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Oh, so stupid. It yeah. was bad. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not giving up total faith in it. I think this trailer was cut together to appeal to what the mass of. I want to, I want to know what Zack Snyder thought of it. Yeah, I'd like to know too because <clears throat> I don't think this is true to the vision of the film. Now, maybe I'm like being very hopeful. Maybe it is the film. And if it is, then fuck, we're, then it's gonna suck shit. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can say that, but on the flip side, guys, we are gonna get the Trinity fighting somebody, and that's exciting. 
That that part of the trailer was I, I like seeing the Trinity. It sucks together. seeing this, but right. I mean, we saw the Trinity, and and we are going to get to see them fight. You know, uh, unfortunately, bad CG Doomsday. It shouldn't be a fight with the Trinity, though. That should be a Superman mano y mano. Me taking on Doomsday fight, right? Yeah, yes. for sure. Man of Steel two should be Doomsday. Doomsday should have no part of this shit. Well, right. yeah. My my theory is is that Doomsday plays a very minor part in this, and you may see Doomsday evolve when he's stuck to a fucking asteroid and he's growing fucking calcium bones on his body. This might get even crazier, guys, because like I've seen some of the toys. People have taken pictures of the mm-hmm. toys that are going to come out. Have you seen Lex in the suit yet? Yeah, no. I did. Yeah, there's a toy out, and these toys look – it's Henry Cavill's fucking uh, Superman, and it's Ben Affleck's Batman in these toys, and then there's Lex in the suit. Mm. I mean, if is that is that a movie tie-in? I mean, it's movie – it's movie soups. It's movie bats. Are we going to get Lex in the suit at the end of this, fighting a lot, fighting with Doomsday? I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on here. Honestly, the best part of the trailer, in my opinion – is Wonder Woman? She didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah yes, agree, agree. <laughs> yeah. The reveal was kind of cool too. I agree that was the best part. Like when all that light goes away and Wonder Woman's standing there. Yeah, a little. I was like, all right. I like that scene a lot. A little, yeah. little bit of like a half fist pump. I think the humor would have worked better had we not seen it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Had we have seen it in the movies, because you're you're going through a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, hopefully, I was hoping this was going to be a dark movie. And when we're, when we, when they set the tone as such a dark movie, when they throw shit into like this, into a trailer, it fucks with the tone. Yeah. It fucks with the tone of the movie. I thought this was going to be a dark tone. I mean, like, when Snyder came out on stage and he had, uh, uh, dude quote, uh, you know, from Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, I'm thinking, this is going to be dark. This is going to be gritty. And that's all I've seen from all these trailers, even the even the teaser trailer, even the tre- teaser in Gotham, which I still thought was awful. It's like two different movies, right? Like it yeah. feels like we're seeing two different trailers for right. two different movies. Absolutely, it's crazy, Absolutely. super confusing. I'm not tossing the movie. I'm tossing what they showed us in this trailer. Now, guys, um, you know we talked about this trailer a little bit. What are some of the things that kind of stuck out to you in this trailer? I saw what could have been Darkseid's parademons in this thing. Yeah, I saw your post about that. That was and interesting. That is like, is that Batman's vision, or is like you know Pete Neen speculated it might be Wonder Woman's vision? God, how many mm. people are gonna have fucking visions in this movie? <laughs> Hell, the vision from the Marvel universe may show up. Throw him in, <laughs> throw him in there too. Let's right. get Gorilla Grodd in this motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, what did we see? We saw Holly Hunter in this. Yeah. That was yeah. real quick. Um, I'm trying to think what else. A like, little, little bit of Lois Lane, right? Yeah. A little bit of Lois Lane. Um, bat, yeah, ben Affleck smirking. And I, some people <laughs> liked it. I didn't, I'm, I'm not digging it, man. I'm not digging this Ben Affleck Batman. Uh, we do, it is a darker Batman though. He leaves his mark on, uh, his, his way of justice in this in Gotham is he leaves a mark on the on the thugs of Gotham. You saw like the Batman, uh, like brand, yeah, brand into that uh, uh, villain's chest. <laughs> uh, it says the on the Gotham, uh, you know, newspaper. It says Bat Brand of Justice, and it shows like this villain. He's got a Batman, uh, like Batarang, kind of like Bat burnt into his chest so he's branding these i kind of don't like that um there, well i mean it just goes along with everything else that we don't like about this trailer yeah. uh we got a daytime shot of the superman statue mm-hmm. that's uh, mm-hmm. in metropolis and 
it, it looks pretty awesome. It seems a little premature for them to make that statue, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought people, the whole point was that like the community was divided yeah, on whether or not right. he was a hero or sure. like an alien. Sure. The, um, this trailer made it seem like it was just Batman that thought that way. Yeah, and and, and I think there's going to be a larger group of people that think that he's a he's a menace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw like protest pictures for Superman. We saw the signs and stuff, you know. So it, it will be divided. I, I I honestly think that they took out some of the shittiest stuff, in my opinion, and put it in this trailer. And I don't I don't believe that the rest of the movie is going to be that way. That's just that's just what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, I can only go by what I saw. I, I agree, but and and then to put that out at the same time that Star Wars trailers are going on, like that's just fu- and not to give us something that's just utterly like everybody's going to fucking fall behind. Jay, it. but come on, I mean they put Doomsday in this thing. Oh, I know, and I mean you know they had kept that really close to the chest for the longest time. Even Michael Shannon himself said, "What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm not Doomsday, right? What are you talking about?" Gave us this fucking bullshit porta potty story. True, <laughs> they were Flippers. holding that close to the chest, and now we're Jay. I mean, this is—we didn't see a Batman v Superman trailer. I saw a Dawn of Justice trailer, and I've been wanting to watch Batman v Superman. And that's not what I'm getting. I do too. I, I like I said. I think this appeals to the Avengers crowd. I hate to say it. I hate to put the two against each other, but I believe wholeheartedly. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This is appealing to the fucking Marvel Avengers crowd." They're concerned that they're not getting that group of people into the see the see the movie because because what we have seen has been dark and gritty. But I agree I, with Jay. I don't believe that this is going to be what we get. I just think this is. Snip, we, this might be all of the corny stuff. I'm not saying I disagree that they're trying to pander to the Marvel crowd. No, no, I, I, I that's 100 percent that, that that's what they're doing. It here. surprises me from Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder and David Escorey that they'd even pull that move. Though, I mean, they made such a big deal about making the no jokes mandate and just you know trying to be a little bit more you know serious and everything, and then they show us this pile of garbage. Right, the chemistry between Cavill and Affleck is awful. Yeah, it didn't didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I wasn't excited about that at all. Um, unfortunately, I was hoping that would be a killer scene. You know, just even if it was a trailer moment, and it, it didn't do anything for me. So, yeah, my excitement's definitely hindered. Mm-hmm. Mine too. I, I kept trying to talk myself into uh, tasting this, and the more I kept thinking about that trailer, I was like. Brian, you're just tossing the trailer right now, mm-hmm. okay? So mm-hmm. we'll see the movie when it comes out. We'll see what they do. But, like, I can't – there's no way in my right mind could I taste this trailer. No way. Absolutely none whatsoever. It's so cheeseball corn dick. It's fucking lame. <laughs> corn dick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, that I, Lex Luthor. Oh, I, I don't have a problem with Lex Luthor. I still think there's more behind him. I like I said, there's there. This was a shitty trailer, but the extended scene with him, he was awful in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The other two scenes where he's talking, I, I kind of liked it. Um, but the the one scene where he's talking to Clark and Bruce, I, I, I'm gonna have to spend more time with that character before I make yeah. up my mind. Right, I got to spend more time with this Lex. Before I make up my mind, because like like I said, like uh, the wire. Yeah. When I first started hearing his voice, I was like, "This is weird," and that's what I thought here. I got to spend more time with this Lex before I make up my mind. I can see that. By the time you get to that scene, 
you may be, you know, comfortable with exactly. the character and you're like, oh, wow, that plays so much better after right. a half an hour than exactly. they've just seen it yeah. exactly. in this fucking trailer. But I am tossing the fact that they gave us a fucking Dawn of Justice trailer and mm. they did not give us Batman v Superman. That's... Yeah, they should have, all that should be gone. Not, not only should it not be in the trailer, but it shouldn't even be in the fucking movie. And the, they give us the fucking Frankenstein origin of Doomsday right in the trailer. Yeah, Come on. Crazy. Fuck off. I guarantee that's going to be a big part of the movie too, the Dawn of Justice stuff. I mean, if I know a Zack Snyder finale, mm-hmm. it's going to be 30 plus minutes of them fighting fucking Doomsday at the end. Yeah. Like I can't imagine that's not the case. I know Jay was saying maybe Doomsday won't play a big role. But I, I completely think that he will play a giant role. He'll I mean, if you're the, looking at if you're looking at the the third act of uh, you know Man of Steel, I mean it's it's him and Zod. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for Zach, sure. Zack Snyder is not going to not give time to Doomsday being destructive. Well, like, he's given a lot of time to that. If Doomsday's in the movie, I, I don't think Doomsday's a major draw to begin with. So I don't think that he's concerned about that. I, I honestly don't think it's a huge plot point. So I, they take out doomsday maybe later. So they take out doomsday. Yeah. Do you think they take out doomsday in this fucking movie? I think Superman straps him to an asteroid and sends him in outer space. Okay. Yeah. So, so what happens after that? Is it Batman V Superman again? Are they, or, well, or, are they, or are they, or are they hugging and making up? We've had hints at dark side. We've had hints at brainiac. Even I'd say in the first man of steel, if people miss that, then they're not paying any attention. Sure, we've had hints of Supergirl too. I mean, yeah, like a lot of people are saying, and we talked about this theory before in the past, that Supergirl, when she left the the, the scout, mm-hmm. she went out there and she started a whole race of, uh, you know, superhumans, and that's where Wonder Woman comes from. Right. I mean, you guys, I'm thinking, yes. That's yeah, what, I can I'm, see that. I'm thinking that. Uh, Snyder just doesn't do stuff just, I mean, that's part of the story. He's not right? an Easter egg guy, really. Right. Like, it's there for a reason. Right. I like Brian's question, Jay. What do you think the answer to that is? It. When Batman yeah. and Superman defeat Doomsday, yeah. is it back to Batman v Superman or is it hugging it out? I, 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 what do you want? I, I, what do you think is going to happen and what do you want? I don't want a clear resolution between Batman and Superman. Unfortunately, the trailer kind of hints that it might be totally resolved by the end of this film. I don't want it to be resolved by the end of this film. I still want him to be like, I don't trust you for shit. And in fact, I'm going to form a team to make sure that you don't, you know, that's my Justice League. That's my origin story. That's what I want. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. So, I, think, I think it could be Batman v Superman after the Doomsday thing still. They're fighting side by side, Jake. Yeah. They're fighting side by side. Oh, okay. Now we've bonded because we're fighting side by side. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would love to see it end with Batman v Superman. That's the fucking movie I was promised. But they're fighting side by side, so like as soon as they defeat or whatever happens to <laughs> Doomsday, I mean, there, there, there's no question of like what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. There's like no question. It's not like it's going to end on a sour note. It's gonna it's gonna end with the dawn of justice. Batman's instantly going to fall in love with him, a la Lois Lane in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A big kissing scene. Him and, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely worrisome. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely worrisome. They're not presenting anything in this trailer. That Guys, we're not tossing the movie. We're yeah. tossing this trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the trailer was not good. No. And they have a long time of trailers before this movie comes out. And, like, the argument last week was, like, I was saying, like, let's put Spider-Man in a trailer because it's going to get more butts and seats. Mm-hmm. You do not need to put 
Doomsday no. in a trailer. Doomsday is not going to bring out the people that Spider-Man is. No, putting butts in seats for this movie is showing Batman and Superman going yes. toe-to-toe with yes. each fucking other. That's putting butts in fucking seats. That's why we were excited yeah. when this movie was first announced. Yeah. Uh, showing that they're going to hug it out already is not putting... And cracking jokes in the trailer. Yeah. Is she with you? And I wanted to say... I thought she was with you. Okay, Riggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Murtaugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching a fucking uh, Lethal Weapon movie now. Mm. Some buddy cop shit. Uh, Iron Man and Captain America rings a bell, too. I think it's the same shit. Like I said, I think this is the obvious, like, the studio obviously wants to make sure that this does well, so... They're putting the obvious fucking bullet. But at least You're- I know in fucking Civil War that Baron Zemo is going to be taken out early, and it's going to be fucking Captain America versus Iron Man. It's yeah. not going to be any other shit. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, there could be somebody that dies in Captain America Civil War, and that's what wakes up these characters, because yeah. they are both good people. Right. Tony's a good person. Cap's a good person. Somebody may die, and that may wake them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the flip side, what we're looking at is like two people that actually hate each other, have a misunderstanding, and they come together because a bigger force is right. going to try to take out the city. That's bullshit. It's so cliche. Captain, I, I'm telling you, man, before these trailers came out, I was pro DC Warner Brothers. Me too. After these trailers come out, I'm looking more forward to Civil War than I am Batman v Superman. Based on the trailers. I agree. Now, once the movies come out and I watch them, I may have a different view. For sure. But I don't know how Cap and Iron Man are going to resolve things or if they are going to. Right. Yeah, in this movie even. In this movie even. This may go on. Yeah. And because you know why? Marvel's done a good job of keeping that close to the chest. Mm -hmm. That's where it feels like. TC's just blown their load. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. And that, that, that upsets me. That upsets me big time. I, I was really hoping, like, uh, when we heard Doomsday rumors, that they were all false. Me yeah. too. I me really too. was. We both said we hoped they were false. Me too. And, yeah. um, now we're getting that. I was thinking Doomsday, and I think you would agree, and Jay would agree, that it would have been better for a, a proper Man of Steel sequel. Yeah. yeah. It's like the biggest selling Superman yeah. story of all time. Right. Give it its fucking due. Don't and, make it a crammed finale in yeah. Batman v Superman. And then we get Raphael fucks, uh, uh, fucking abomination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw a little bit of Shrek in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think they're. I think you know what we may end up with is a film that's trying to set up way too many stories at once mm-hmm. instead of having a good one single focus story. Why does DC Warner Brothers feel that they have to play catch up? I, exactly. You shouldn't. I, I mean, and, and we're getting Aquaman in this movie too. Right. Yeah, for sure. I've heard the rumors that Flash will for sure have a cameo in this movie too this week. I, th- I think that's what disturbs me the most is like with Man of Steel, I felt like this is de- a departure. This is a refreshing departure from what I currently know as superhero films. And so I saw no reason. And, and in fact, like every interview fucking Zack Snyder's ever done, it seemed like this was going to be a departure from your typical fucking fanfare. Yeah. Yeah. Not but this trailer fest. is absolutely the, the same fucking bullshit we've seen over and over again. So I, I don't know. Yeah. And like we said earlier, I mean, both trailers debuted on Kimmel. Both trailers went to YouTube after. And, and the numbers speak for themselves as far as other people agreeing. I mean, Captain America got 61 fucking million views. Right. And Batman v Superman got 24 in the first 24 hours. Yeah. That, that's a huge difference. Huge <laughs> difference. So word of mouth helps Civil War. People sharing it and people want, you know. Yeah. So just the excitement level. Like, how can the excitement level, as much as I hate on Man of Steel, 
it blows my mind that the excitement level for Batman and Superman on a movie for the first time fucking ever can't muster as much excitement as the 14th Marvel movie. Yeah, we're getting the Trinity on screen for the first time. Right. Yeah. Which we shouldn't be. That that trailer should blow the numbers out of the water on Captain America. This movie should be Batman v Superman and the story. Yeah. Fuck off with Wonder Woman. Fuck off with Doomsday. Fuck off with Aquaman. I'm done. I'm fucking... I'm pissed. This, <laughs> this fucking trailer was fucking garbage. Yeah. Just the trailer. The movie could be... The movie could be great, but I'm telling you, man... Affleck, it looks like he's the worst fucking Bruce Wayne and Batman I've ever seen. Oh, for real? And I said it from the get-go. I fucking said it from the get-go that people are getting too excited because they didn't let him talk in any of the trailers. And the first time we get, they let him talk in these trailers, I, I was not impressed. I was not impressed. Fucking smoke and fucking mirrors. Yeah. Smoke and fucking mirrors. Yeah, for sure. It's, ugh. Ugh. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing. God damn it! I'm looking forward to seeing Civil War. I'm uh, give me fucking Chris Evans and and uh, and and uh, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Evans and fucking Robert Downey Jr. Because uh, I'm sold on them. I'm sold on his Steve Rogers. I'm hold, I'm sold on his Tony Stark. Give me the Russo brothers. Let's make. I, I want to see a great Civil War movie. God damn it! 2016. I I thought this was going to be the fucking year. God damn it. Uh, this 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 fucking upsets me. The yeah. Trinity. Uh, we shouldn't be seeing. We shouldn't even be seeing Wonder Woman in this. This no. The, the scene with her with the shield and stuff like that is as cool as it is to see a live action Wonder Woman. It should not be happening in Batman v Superman. And they ruin it with that cheese dick line. Yeah. Yeah. Is she, she with you? you? Yeah. Yeah. But she was with you. Uh, and then why don't they have the old lady from when Harry met Sally say, "I'll have what she's having." <laughs> <laughs> you might as well throw that fucking in there too. I'll cheer you up a bit. <laughs> Next what? year we get Oscar Isaac Apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> that should be good. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking forward to it more than both these movies. And we get Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Deadpool. All right, guys. Yeah, let's let's. God damn it, let's move on from that. I, I want to thank everybody from the Leftover Army for your Facebook reactions too. Those were great. I, if you if you're not on our Facebook page, join it. But join uh, join the Facebook page because like a lot of our uh, listeners had some great reactions. What was the majority feel? Dude, it's it's as it's as divisive as Man of Steel. Mm. I mean, I've got uh, Rob Sousa says uh, high tasted ex- excitement for the movie uh, Tupperware. Uh, I mean, let's see here. Uh, Kelly Claiborne says Lex equals ass clown as previously posted. Toss the portrayal, taste the rest. Uh, Gafford says I feel like they kind of blew their load in this trailer. Doomsday showing up should have been a reveal in the movie itself. Not in the trailer. Still give it a taste, and I'm really, still really excited to see the movie. Just kind of meh on the trailer. Um, Chosen Carson says, uh, "Wow, what the fuck? Spoil much? Toss that bullshit trailer." <laughs> um, I mean, we've got a ton of them here. Um, I have a lot of respect for not to interject, but for your reviews and on this in general. Not just because you tossed it, yeah. Because I mean, I, I think I know how much you love Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I know how much other people love Man of Steel, and I think they've kind of got their blinders on when it comes to Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. where no matter – they could show like a turd dressed up like Batman smashing into a wall, and people were going to Tupperware. I that. will tell you this. I will give my honest review every time I'm on. I know. Like Even when I disagree with what you think about something, I respect your review so much because I know you're not 
you're not just bullshitting no, just to I, say it. No, oh, I've been sticking up for Batman v Superman for months and months and months. I've been sticking up for Lex, but I'll tell you on the I'll, I'll tell you when they fucking show me something that's garbage. Yeah, I mean, you, a flaming turd's a flaming turd. Yeah, no matter how excited for it you, you are. can't make chicken soup out of chicken shit, <laughs> and that's what I feel like they've fucking shown me here. But I mean. You know, uh, let's see here. Will Ross says, I loved it. I think the spin of Lex Luthor is great. A uh, bit of comedy relief in his interaction with both. I think uh, tells he already knows who Clark and Bruce really are. Watch out, Civil War. I mean, so, I mean, Dustin Porter gives it a taste. It. I mean, a lot of people, um, Bridget Bacala says, I'm going to freeze it for now. Uh, Dan Hunter says, uh, I'm a little more worried now after seeing this trailer. Lex will either <laughs> ruin it or be okay. Um, Will Ross, watch out, Civil War. <laughs> We've got 40 million less YouTube views than you, Civil War. Watch out. Michael Wright says, going to have to Tupperware this trailer. I'm warming up to this Lex Luthor. I think Eisenberg will end up being just fine. Doomsday's look could be a bit better, but that is mostly just the need of more bony spikes. Other than that, it looks good. Uh, the best part was the end. Finally seeing the Trinity standing together almost made me roll a tear. Can't wait for this movie. Guys, this is as divisive as the, as Man of Steel itself. And I mean, even, uh, what is it? Joe Vitale said it too. What did he say? Uh, he goes, wow, reading the comments, everyone is all over the board. Some love Lex portrayal, others hate it. This seems like it will be a polarizing movie just like the Man of Steel. Hmm. Yeah, whoosh. I'm curious. Yeah. We'll see. We'll wait until the movie comes out. i tell you one thing. Um, there's so much time before the movie comes out that if they get a lot of hate for that doomsday look, they've got time to clean that CG up. Absolutely. Yeah. They've got – They've. I mean, you know, Star Wars was still doing things in the last few weeks. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got time to clean that CG up, and I think yeah. they might need to. Yeah. Let's move on from that trailer. God damn it. <laughs> I did see the Gotham mid-season finale. Uh, this has been the best episode all season. Okay. Nice. Uh, Bruce is stepping up and finally being a man. Um, I didn't like what they do, did with Alfred, though. Every time, like, they turned Alfred into, like, a comical character. And, like, every time, watch this last episode in this uh, mid-season finale. Every time Alfred showed up after, you know, he had the fight with uh, Galavant's uh, sister, whoever the fuck she is, they kept playing, like, this comical music. And I didn't like it. <laughs> what? It's like, <laughs> Alfred's a badass. And, like, don't, like, put this comical funny music behind him just because like he ended up fucking like escaping in a trash uh in a in a uh, trash uh trash truck garbage truck i thought it was weird uh they did tease uh mr freeze Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode did you watch it i I read about that they teased mr freeze and we finally got to see mr freeze um and then um i don't know if we're done with gallivant we did see what happened to him um interesting way that they showed him at the end of the episode and how the penguin is involved in that whole scenario but mm. i thought it was the best episode this season um thank god they killed off the wannabe joker character yeah and i'm glad that barbara keen uh i'm upset she's not dead but she's out of the series for a while and uh thank thank goodness for Good. that yeah so but uh flash arrow crossover i have to admit i did i see i saw the flash episode i still have the arrow episode i haven't watched it yet that's funny which was flash part one flash part one it was the flash arrow crossover 
And I saw the Flash episode. I haven't watched the Arrow episode. I got caught up watching some other things, and I forgot about the Arrow episode. <laughs> um, but uh, I am going to say that I, I love Vandal Savage. Okay. I love Vandal Savage. He is awesome in this series. Cool. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this character in Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for Legends of Tomorrow now. Uh, Hot Girl Gets Her Wings. Um in this, and I thought that was cool. Uh, there was a little too much humor. I think everybody was cracking too many jokes in this episode that I saw, but on the flip side, I understand that they're trying to bring a little bit of humor into it because I think they want people that aren't watching The Flash to watch Arrow mm. and the people that aren't watching Arrow to watch The Flash. So I get yeah. it. I get it. Was this thing kind of a big Legends of Tomorrow setup? Um, you know, I, I think it was, I think it was a setup for the whole universe. Okay. Like, like I said, if you aren't watching Arrow, because I don't know how much it's going to be a setup for Legends of Tomorrow because like this aired in like December mm. and we're not getting that until like almost two months later in January 21st is when we get tomorrow, that Legends of Tomorrow. I just saw so much press for Legends of Tomorrow this week and I knew it was the same week as the crossover. So yeah. I was wondering if the two things were. Well, they're pumping it because they wanted people to watch this episode to get them excited about Vandal Savage. I thought Vandal Savage was a great villain. I personally enjoyed him. It's a great character. Uh, let's see here. Could we see CW's The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow ever team up with CBS's Supergirl? Well, Greg Berlanti in the past said it might be possible, but now the Hollywood Reporter had an article that I'd like to read. Any rumors of a potential crossover between Supergirl and The Flash have been greatly exaggerated. Despite the recent success of the second annual The Flash Arrow crossover event on the CW, there are no plans for CBS's freshman DC Comics swing Supergirl to share any characters or storylines with any of the CW's shows. When the Hollywood Reporter asked The Flash and Supergirl showrunner Andrew Kreisberg about recent reports claiming otherwise, he immediately shot them down. Hmm. There's always those late nights, delirious, semi-high on pizza, where you're like, you know what would be really cool if Kreisberg said, but now there is no legitimate actual plan to bring the Flash of Cisco uh, onto Supergirl or to bring Supergirl's win onto Legends of Tomorrow. First of all, we don't even know if we could hmm. legally. Hmm. And quite frankly, just making the Arrowverse, which is what we call Legends – Flash and Arrow work, and then making Supergirl work, work, it's enough of a challenge without having to add a fourth player. Hmm. So Such a huge can of worms if you open it like and say that the universes are connected. It's right. like a thing you can't acknowledge just one time. Right. So right. I can see the problems. Yeah, yeah. It'd be fucking cool if it did happen. Though. Yeah, but uh, you're trying to not only uh, not only are you like are they trying to make uh, a crossover between the Flash and Arrow work, but on the flip side, now you're bringing in Legends of Tomorrow, right? And now you've got to worry about another network with CBS, and then like bringing her into this whole thing. True, it's yeah. all part of the same universe, and so it's very, very, very tricky. It's true. So, I mean, um, I don't think that it's not impossible, but. I mean, I think if if Supergirl can stand on its own, which it got an order for a full season, yeah, mm. if it can stand on its own, I'm fine with it. But what, on the flip side, would the fanboy want to see me like her interact with uh, Grant Gustin? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. Um, we got to see the first uh, appearance of uh, Red Tornado. How was that? 
It was okay. I mean, some people hated it. Some people hate, some people are just going to hate Supergirl. Yeah. And, and I mean, the acting isn't great, but I, I, I can't, I, I love this show. <laughs> I, I will watch this show every week over Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Every week. God damn. I dropped, I'm done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're out. I'm out. All right. I tried. I went, I went, uh, I went, uh, I, I watched the fur- first full season. I watched the second season all the way up until the last four episodes and I'm done. I can't do it anymore. It, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Man. It is fucking awful. I plan on Netflix, like, binging it sometime in the future, but not the near future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better it, things to do. It is. Yes, yes. I, I'll binge Supergirl before I binge Agents of Shield. Yeah. myself. So, all right, guys, uh, let's move on. Uh, that is DC news for this week. Uh, let's move on to good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. All right, god damn it! Every time I fucking leave, every time I click off this thing, I lose my lose my notes oh you like your spot in your notes and everything yeah. oh gotcha all right we already went over the stupid rating system <laughs> uh game of thrones teaser came out this week mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on that jake yeah brand yeah <laughs> i'm out <laughs> i'm excited though i'm just joking yeah i'm hyped I'm ready for Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I'm always ready for Game of Thrones. Yeah. This was probably the worst season of the whole series last season. Right. But it was still very good. Yeah. I mean, the worst season of Game of Thrones is still a, a near Tupperware thing for Holy me. Holy shit. I'm saying, like, what was it? Episode 8 or 9? I can't remember. With the, 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 the fucking the White Walkers. The oh, fact. yeah. It's one of the best episodes I've ever seen. That may be the best episode of the series. I think it is. Yeah. I love that episode. That was fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited, though. Season six? Is that what we're going Season on now? Season six, yeah. Oof, time flies. Yeah. All right. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Uh, mid-season finale. You want to talk about it? Uh, time yeah. for me to run away. Talk you about gonna, it. You going to head out? Yeah, my vagina's starting to hurt. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick, uh, and we'll grab you when we're done. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. So it was um, – we didn't talk about it last week, but, mm-hmm. of course, like we thought, yeah. Glenn. Glenn's back. Glenn's yeah. back. Yeah, he didn't die. Glenn's back. He didn't die. Um, no surprise there. No. No, and of course Enid's back. Not yeah. not a surprise either. Yeah, yeah. We, we I thought Enid was going to come back. Yeah. Well, the producers already said that she was going to come back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the the mid season finale. What did you think of the episode overall? Uh, overall, um, I mean, if I'm going to rate that, it's it's a taste. It. Yeah. It didn't blow my mind like the earlier episodes, and right. I I kind of feel like the season itself like kind of farted out. You know, I think it started super strong, mm-hmm. and um, besides the, the after credit scene, like mm-hmm. I wasn't really excited about anything that this this episode was offering. I was really excited. Like at the beginning, I thought it was like if you watch some of the cinematography at the beginning or some of the shots that they that they pull off at the beginning, I thought it was really cool. Like the like the, the kids listening to Tiny Tim, which I thought was weird, right? But like they're panning across his room, and I thought it was really funny when you saw the Mini Mates characters, uh-huh. and they were the Invincible characters, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that Robert Kirkman, yeah, another comic book that he does. I thought that was cool, and then as they were watching the ants kind of swarm that cookie, uh-huh. 
that his mom left out for him. And I was like, oh, wow, that's if that's not telling about what's going to happen here at the end of this episode, I don't know what it is. That was definitely cool. That was cool. But, um, you know, you're right. It's a taste it. Yeah. Mid-season finale was a taste it. Um, it's probably the worst mid-season finale that they've had. Yeah. Um, and it, But I also kind of have to com- applaud them because we didn't get a major death in this one. Every other mid-season finale has been a major death. That's true. Yeah. And I like that they kind of broke the mold with that. Like people are like, oh, who's going to die in this one? And it was like, oh, we didn't get that major death. Right. And I'm glad that we didn't. Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't. Like they're just like, oh, you don't have to have a major death in this. Did you watch the epilogue? The the after credit stuff? Or? The epilogue. that uh, the, w- When Into the Badlands started and then after the first break at Into the Badlands, they oh. gave us the epilogue no. with uh, uh-uh. the bikers. I saw – yeah, I saw the bikers. Yeah, that's yeah. the epilogue. OK. OK, cool. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, it was like – That was uh, the best part of the whole yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The – like, you know, the, you know, the napkins, mm-hmm. everything everything in your in your truck belongs to Negan. Right. All your base belongs to Negan. Yeah. All your base belongs to Negan. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah it, I was expecting it to be a little more exciting, but um, – yeah, at the same time, like I think there's enough stress going on with these characters. Mm. I don't, I don't think you needed to show too much, but comparing it to the earlier episodes of the series, yeah. man, they started off so strong. Yeah, this season started off great, and I think the last two episodes have been kind of. Meh. They've been pretty weak, but um, it's still not horrible. No, not at all, not by any Just stretch. Just taste it, yeah. but um, I mean Morgan. God damn it. If I didn't, I was so pissed at him in this fucking episode. Yeah, I got aggravated too, even though I understand what he's, you know, where I don't. he's coming from. No, I understand. I understand. No, I get no, it. I get it. Absolutely not. He, come on. East, Eastman's fucking philosophy works right now, but mm. not in a zombie apocalypse, Jay. Right, right. Every life is precious. No, not when you got the guy saying, as soon as I fucking get free, I'm going to fucking kill you and I'm going to kill everybody else here. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, no. Mar- Morgan fucked up. He fucked up again. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying I understand he's trying to hold on to that humanity. I'm not saying that I would do that in that uh, situation. Uh-uh. But yeah, it definitely is um, an aggravating point. Right. Again for Morgan. He's got a couple strikes against him at this point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> one of my, one of the characters I've kind of like I hate pretty much everybody in Alexandria. I like Deanna. Mm-hmm. We lost her unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I like Deanna. I hate her son Spencer. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. But and most of the fucking Alexandrians I don't like. I don't even like Jesse. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, her and fucking Rick and Rick throwing game at her and her Rick making out and shit. I don't even like Jesse. Yeah. She could have been left out. She could have been left out. But like, no, it's not left out, but I just don't like her. Right. Keep her in the story. That's fine. Whatever. But I just don't like her. I like, uh, but I like the doctor. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, I well, do too. The new doctor. She's trying to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I like that character. She's got like, kind of like that, uh, you know, she made out with Tara that time and shit like that. I like her. I think she's cool. But fucking, I don't like... Jesse, fucking, what a horrible mother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, horrible mother, horrible on. kids. Horrible, okay, Ron's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I love that Carl basically said, like, hold on, dude, your dad was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that fucking line. Right. But, okay, dude, fucking, uh, her little son. Yeah. You know, the, the one that's listening to the Tiny Tim. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. Let's just call him Puss. Yeah, Pussy Butt. <laughs> yeah. Let's call him Puss. Puss, alright. Okay, so Puss, is like 
you know, he's, he doesn't leave the room anymore and he's scared about the monsters outside and shit like that. Yeah. And so, like, you ever watch uh, Tim and Eric? Oh, yeah. Uh, you remember Casey and his brother? Yes. He looks like Casey. He kind of does, yeah. A little bit. Anyway. <laughs> he's got a stupid haircut. Yeah. So, he's, yeah, that Jim Carrey fucking bowl cut and shit. So, anyway, like, fucking, uh, so Puss is like, okay, all the people in that house yeah. that are trapped in that house, like, Rick is like, we need two bodies. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to cut the guts and they're going to cover themselves up with the guts. Yes. Right. Okay. So here's... So they're all behind a door and they're cutting the guts up and they're they're making like uh they're they're making like uh gut shirts. Yeah. Yeah, gut yeah. gut shirts. So they're gonna go out there with gut shirts and they're gonna try to confuse the walkers and shit, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so they're all in there and they're all like you know, spattering themselves with this guts and Even shit. the baby was doing Even it. Even the baby's involved. <laughs> Everybody's involved. Yeah. It's shake and bake and I helped and the baby's there. Right. Everybody's gonna fucking get guts on them. Yeah. So the door's shut. They're all getting guts splattered all over them and shit. Yeah. The one person that they should have fucking prepped for this. Yeah. The, the one fucking person that they should have prepped for this is not privy to any of this. Oh, no, he was in his room. He was time. in his room and he walks in on them. The kid, okay, uh, the kid walks in. You know, he's probably, I don't know what he's doing, fucking doing a coloring book or some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And he fucking walks in, and what's he see? He sees, like, Rick putting guts all over his mom yeah. from the monsters. Right. He's like, what's going on here? Yeah. You think that his mother would have taken five fucking seconds to take her son aside and be like, listen, this is this is the deal. Yeah. You're like, we got we to gotta become one of them to get out of here. But everybody's prepped except for the one fucking wild card, yeah. this fucking kid. <laughs> she doesn't even tell him about it. No. He, he has to walk in on this shit. She's a horrible mom. Horrible fucking mother. <laughs> she's fucking awful. I want you to pretend to be brave. Yeah, pretend to be brave. Yeah. And she said that a couple times this, this series. Yeah, pretend to be brave. To Pretend to have some balls. The first time it was fine. It was like, I guess that's the way she has to communicate to her kid. He's got like a wild imagination, you know. And, uh, but this time I think like he should have been privy to all this. This is like, oh shit, I forgot about my fucking pussy son. Right, right. Yeah, Ron's that's there. That's scared of everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ron's there. As soon as he walks in the room, it's one yeah. of those fucking cringeworthy, like, oh god, I hope this guy fucking dies. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, uh, mom. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. No, she didn't tell him to be quiet. Right. No. Right. Why would she do that? It's only the most important thing with zombies. I, I what I want to see as soon as the fucking in February when yeah. they come back, I want to see mom grab a bunch of fucking zombie guts and shove them in that <laughs> kid's fucking mouth and shut him the hell up. I agree. That'll, I agree. That'll teach you, you little shit. You have all these other people that are prepared and ready, and then you have this big long exposition towards the end, and they're all like slow mo walking through the zombies. And then you have her stupid fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. <laughs> Why the fuck are you talking? See, the thing is, it's like I thought like at first like I could hear like the zombies getting louder and snarling and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, shit, they're starting to catch on. But that's not what's happening. I watched it again uh-huh. and the audio goes from like really, really low. Uh-huh. And then they amplify it a little bit louder and then – it, it fucks with you because you don't know if the zombies are reacting to the kid right. or if they were snarling the entire time. Yeah. Which, so I 
I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see what happens when they come back um, and we get the the uh, the the second finale of the of this uh, sixth season. Yeah, I mean, if if they're going to go after him, you know damn well Rick's not going to be cool with that. He's just well, he's just going to be like fucking leave him. Oh, Rick's no, no, yeah. Rick's trying to fuck the mom. Not with the whole group involved. He's not going to risk the whole group over Bullshit. that little kid. Bullshit. I don't believe that Rick for a second. Rick is so Rick is so Rick's got pussy in his eyes. I don't believe that. Oh god. I don't believe oh, that. <laughs> Let me, uh, let, uh, I'll teach your fucking son. I killed, I killed your fucking husband. I killed your son's fucking husband. But yeah, I'll teach Ron how to use a gun. Well, yeah, Ron's, Ron's uh, different. I want that vagina. Ron's I'll, different. I'll, I'll form a bond with your kids because I want that. Put- Dude, he hasn't gotten any since Lori. I know, but if that kid starts fucking making noise and the zombies go after him, then she's going to start screaming. He's going to be like, fucking leave him. She, he's not going to risk the entire group, including her, who he uh, cares about. I think you underestimate the power of the vagina. I don't think so, man. I There's do. too many zombies there. I do. Why would he be saying that? Like, I think it's a big like reveal into the next episode. No, I think he's like, I'm going to save this kid, and then uh, yeah, I'm going to tap, tap that ass. He's fucked. If he saves that kid, they're all fucked. If any of them try to save him when he's doing that and they do go after him, they're all fucked. They're all going to die. There's like fucking 50 plus zombies there. I think he'll throw his own kid out there. <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck you, Carl. Oh, I don't like Carl either. <laughs> why do you Why do you have this big thing about not liking Carl? I don't like Carl either. Carl is awesome. Carl hasn't grown for shit in this series oh, at, at all. Oh, you're crazy. At all. You're co- nuts. Compared to where he you're should be. Nuts. Surrounded you're by fucking crazy. Surrounded by Michonne, Daryl, Rick, and he's still a fuck up. He no, still he's not. doesn't have his shit together. You're crazy. I don't know, man. You're that's, fucking crazy. That's my view. On Carl. You're crazy. He's the only one that's got his shit together. I think he slipped when he fucking didn't kill uh, uh, one of the was it one of the was it one of the wolves? Mm-hmm. But like a couple seasons ago, when he was out in the woods with Herschel and Beth, he fucking killed that dude spot on. Like bam, fucking killed him like it was nothing. Yeah, I've seen but, signs of good. No, Carl's yeah, dope. Carl's fucking badass. Not a fan. Carl's fucking awesome. Chandler <laughs> Riggs is fucking awesome as Carl. You're fucking. Oh, crazy. I don't have a problem with the uh, the actor. You're crazy. I don't have a problem at Carl's all. Carl's awesome. Uh, I don't understand people who don't like Carl. Carl's fucking awesome. You're fucking crazy. Carl's dope as fuck. We're going to take a break, come back, and Jake will be back with us. Carl's awesome. Uh, (laughs) Frank just texted. Frank? Yeah, what did he say? All right, hey, hey, real quick, guys. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be talking to Jared Gafford of uh, the Joe Schmo Comic Show about his new comic book that's coming out. Uh, He's launching a Kickstarter. It's actually up and active right now it's called renegade uh but we're going to be talking to jared gafford so stick around and listen to that it's pretty awesome damn these beats are so fresh snap all right. Hey, welcome back. We just talked about The Walking Dead. Jake's back now. Hey, I'm back. Yeah. I'm not undead either. No. Uh-uh. You're still living. Not still. back in that way. Yeah. So Jay's not going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, not appealing. Thank God. Jay, you can have at me when I'm dead. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that in my will. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> what? I'm not good enough for you? 
<laughs> I want to talk about I want to talk about a movie that I saw this week. Actually, I saw quite a few movies that I'm going to be talking about. But the first movie I'm going to be talking about is called Trumbo. Mm, mm. I did get to see Trumbo. Trumbo was on my list. A couple other movies that were on my list were Spotlight. I did not get to see it. Mm-hmm. I also didn't get to see Secret in Their Eyes, the new uh, Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor, Nicole Kidman, uh, fucking Julia Roberts movie. Right. Okay. Didn't get to see Nicole that. Kidman is fucking Julia Roberts in that movie. She is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go see. I'll have that scene by next week. She's alive, Jay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. We, we didn't get a flatliner, Julia Roberts. Son of a bitch. But I want to talk about Trumbo. Uh, synopsis. In 1947, Dalton Trumbo was Hollywood's top screenwriter until he and other artists were jailed and blacklisted for the political beliefs. Uh, he was a, uh, a, a communist. Oh, okay. Mm. He was, uh, I mean, he was... A, communist in america right believed in uh, communism uh trumbo directed by jay roach recounts how dalton used words and wit to win two academy awards and expose the absurdity and injustice among the blacklist which entangled everyone from gossip columnist hedda hopper uh to john wayne kirk douglas and otto preminger uh i'm gonna play the trailer audio uh, right now for you guys uh, so you kind of get an idea of uh, Trumbo. I love our country and it's a good government but anything could be better. You talk like a radical but you live like a rich guy. It's like a perfect combination. The radical may fight the purity of Jesus but the rich guy wins with the cunning of Satan. Your next deal is going to make you the highest paid writer in Hollywood. Where do I sign or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Many questions can be answered yes or no only by a moron or a slave. No studio will ever employ a member of the Communist Party. Decent Americans feel that Hollywood is just a haven for overpaid traitors. Buddy, I got nothing to say to you. We do what everyone says we can. We write. Are you out of your mind? Congress has no right to investigate what we think or how we make movies. I'll write you a movie. And you don't want your name on it? No, you don't want my name on it. Especially if you're still up to stuff. Are you? Perpetually. The blacklist is alive and well, and so is the black market. We should all be prepared to go to prison. I don't think you're willing to lose all of this just to do the right thing. You don't end something like this by giving them have no right to ask. Phone for you. Oh, who is it? But there's a good story in there about one man who tried to take on the whole world. Not the title. Spartacus. If we get one big movie, we can get all the big movies. Then this whole rotten thing could collapse. If there is some other writer's name on it, don't believe it. Fire Dalton Trumbo. I don't think you and me are going to be pals. have to say everything like it's going to be chiseled into a rock. Whisper a movie you've written in secret. Maybe I've even heard of it. Maybe you have. All right, Trumbo. Wow. Um, it stars Brian Cranston as Dalton Trumbo, Diane Lane as Cleo Trumbo. 
Michael Stuhlbarg, you'll remember him, Jake, when you uh, watch this movie. He plays Edward G. Robinson. He was also in uh, Steve Jobs. Okay, who do you play in Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs, not Wozniak, but the other guy. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Helen Mirren as uh, Hedda Hopper. Uh, David James Elliott plays John Wayne. Alan Tudyk plays Ian McKellen Hunter. He's another blacklisted writer in this movie. Louis C.K. plays Alan Hurd. You heard him at the beginning of this trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elle Fanning, Dakota Fanning's uh, younger sister, who was also in, uh, what was it, Super 8. She plays Nikki Trumbo. John Goodman. I uh, heard his voice in there. Yeah, John Goodman, uh, one of the best scenes in the movie at the end where he picks up a fucking baseball bat. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, he plays Frank King. Steven Root uh, plays Jaime King. You remember him from Office Space. He played uh, Milton the Stapler yeah. Dude. And he was also the voice of Bill on King of the Hill. Second time King of the Hill has come up on this <laughs> episode. Uh, actor Adewali Ikenuya Agbaji plays Virgil Brooks. I, can't, I don't even know if I pronounced that name correctly. Hmm. But holy shit, watch this movie with this guy. And I kept thinking to myself, this should have been our Luke Cage. Yeah, oh, Mr. Wow. Echo from Lost. Is that who it is? Yeah. Man, he should have been our Luke Cage. Holy He's shit. He's a big guy. Big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean O'Gorman uh, played Kirk Douglas. He's from the Hobbit movies. He played Killy or Philly. I can't remember which one. Uh, he also played Anders on The Almighty Johnsons, one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, I watched Trumbo. This movie is fantastic. Mm. Uh, it is a Tupperware all the way. Um, Brian Cranston, I don't care what the critics are saying. He did a great job. Awesome. Critics are saying that Brian Cranston just wasn't that good in this movie, that it was more supporting cast. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Brian Cranston, absolutely Tupperware. Phenomenal. So um, this movie is great. This guy was resp- – he was blacklisted from Hollywood, outed as a communist, spent time in prison, and when he came out of prison, was still writing scripts for Hollywood, garnered two – Oscars for Best Writer mm. for The Brave One, mm-hmm. also for Roman Holiday, uh, and then also wrote one of the best movies ever made with uh, Kirk Douglas, Spartacus. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, this guy is was a legend, uh, legendary screenwriter. And uh, this movie, uh, Helen Mirren is so good in this. John Goodman is fantastic in this. And I don't care what anybody says. Brian Cranston was an absolute Tupperware in this movie. Wow, interesting choice for uh, Jay Roach. I know him mostly as the Austin Powers director. Really? And he did like the Meet the Parents movies and stuff. Really? So, See, I don't know much about him. It's re- okay. yeah, he's mostly like comedies and like kind of goofy ones at that. Yeah. So really cool to see him get like a serious type of drama. Yeah, but I mean, he is working with uh, you know John Goodman, who's mm-hmm. good with comedy. Helen Mirren can do comedy pretty well too. Alan Tudyk, of course, does comedy, and then also we got Louis C.K. Yeah. But Louis C.K. and Brian Cranston when they're on the screen together oh my god it's fucking magic dude this is fucking this is a great movie wow. i tupperware the fuck out of this one making sure i'm not an idiot saying he was the austin powers director i think you're right i think you're right yeah i, I think i've heard that okay if not whatever you're an idiot <laughs> either way <laughs> just own it you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah i will i will <laughs> so i tupperware this movie it's still in theaters right now i would highly recommend seeing this one it is so good. Cool. Been uh, one too. Sounds sounds great. It's great. Sounds uh, good. I had not seen that trailer, so that was really the first I'd like known about this movie. Second movie I wanted to talk about is The Good Dinosaur. Mm. Uh, mm. Good Dinosaur came out. Uh, Disney Pixar movie. 
Jake, I know that this was one of those Disney Pixar movies you were not excited to see. Yeah, true. I, I don't know what it was about it. The animation level didn't look mm-hmm. like normal Pixar to me. Yeah. Like all the, the dinosaur was just, I don't know. It just looked like. Bad marketing too. Yeah. It looked like a Walt Disney animated movie and not a Pixar movie to me. Right. And I was just kind of met on it. One of the great things about this when I first got into the trailer is they did show us the first Finding Dory trailer. Oh yeah. I saw that online. And I did see it in 3D and uh, I never saw uh, Finding Nemo in theaters. I didn't see it until it came out on uh, DVD release. Mm. Uh, watching the trailer in 3D I cannot wait to see Finding Dory uh, me in the theater in 3D. It's a must because, my God, I felt like I was in the ocean with them. It was pretty fucking awesome watching that trailer. Finding Nemo is one of my all-time favorite Pixar movies. It's great. Love it. It's great. Uh, what did I think about the good dinosaur? I'm excited. Jake, Jake Tupperware. Really? Tupperware wow. this movie. Okay, okay. I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the animation was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um I connected with the characters when I didn't think I was going to connect with these characters. And I joked about it last week. Like, like Pixar thinks that they fucking invented the fucking, like, uh, you know, uh, bad things happen to cartoon characters and you connect with them. Because, like, it's been done before. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking, we saw it in Pinocchio. We saw it in Dumbo. We saw it in Bambi. I mean, mother dies in Dumbo and fucking Bambi and all that shit. And you get, you get emotionally connected with these characters. It happens in this movie. And I got emotionally connected to the characters, and I also got um, – I loved the little cave boy. Spot? Spot. Yeah. Absolutely love Spot. One of my favorite things in this movie was uh, when uh, they when, when, when they met the T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. The T-Rex, the Tyrannosaurus Rex characters are basically – one of them, the, the leader is voiced by Sam Elliott. Oh, nice. And he they are – the. They are basically cattle ranchers, and they they herd like these buffalo. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I loved it. I Tupperware this movie. All right, I'll see it before it gets out of the theater. Then watch it, was, it in 3D. Okay, this was honestly going to be the first Pixar movie that I did not go to the theater to see. Watch it. Well, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Oh, I guess I did not see Cars 2 in the theater. Fuck Cars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Cars or Cars 2. I, did, I saw one, but uh, I was out for two. Yeah, fuck those movies. <laughs> I absolutely loved this movie. Wow. And uh, I got emotional at the end, man. Did like, Darth Bryan shed a tear? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about – we're going to talk about two more movies, but I'm going to talk about – my last movie, Jake. We're gonna t- uh, Jay. We're gonna talk about uh, Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. We're also gonna talk about Krampus. You saw Krampus? Yeah, I saw Krampus. But before I talk about either one of those movies, I want to talk about a movie that I saw yesterday, and this movie is called Room. I'm excited to hear what you think about this. Have you heard about this movie? I know about the book. I did not know anything about the book. I did not know anything about the movie. I just knew that it had a high rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and I knew that I had the choice of seeing this or Secret in Their Eyes. I also knew that I had to drive 45 minutes away to see Room. So I drove to the art theater in Champaign to watch Room because the rating was high and I was, I didn't know a damn thing about this movie. All I saw was the poster with a mother and a boy on the front of this poster. Mm-hmm. That's the only th- fucking thing. I, I didn't even read the synopsis. That's fun though to go to movies like that. That's the best way to see this movie. That is the best way to see this movie called Room. Hmm. Room stars uh, Brie Larson 
And I don't even know who the other. I I smiled too. Yeah, no. (laughs) It stars Brie Larson. Was she in Parks and Rec? Is she a Parks and Rec? Or what was she in? That's Allison Brie. Okay, who's Brie Larson? She's been in other shit. I'll look it up. Look up Brie Larson. I I never had seen Brie. I've seen Brie Larson in other things, but she never really stood out to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it stars her and this other kid. And I. The best way to go into this movie, if you don't want to be spoiled, then fast forward through this. I'm going to tell you it's a Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Holy shit is this movie a fucking Tupperware. If you go in blind and not know anything, that's the best way to see this movie. Are you going to spoil it? But I am going to. Oh, no. I got to give you – for our <laughs> listener, I'm not going to spoil the whole movie. But I'm going to give you the hook, but I'm not going to – I'm not. but for our listeners – because listeners listen to me every week and I guarantee you a shit ton of them don't watch the fucking movies that I tell them to go watch. And I want them to watch this movie. If it is in your area, you have to see this movie. Room starts out with the first 15 to 20 minutes. I'm like, I am not going to like this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie is weird. What's going on? (laughs) Basically, it starts off with this little boy and his mother. And they're in this room. And the mother makes the kid food. The kid talks about, um, you know, like, like what they do in the room and like, he talks about – he starts talking about like TV and he starts talking about the people – like he starts talking about animals. And he's like, I know like spiders are real because I saw one and I saw a mosquito once. But squirrels, squirrels aren't real. Mm-hmm. Squirrels aren't real. And the people on the TV are just flat people. They're not real. And he starts – I'm like, what is going on here? And mm-hmm. like him and the mother are like – she's making food for him and like they're in this room and like you see like day-to-day stuff and he like the kid sleeps in a wardrobe. She's got like a little bed made out in a wardrobe and the kid sleeps in a wardrobe and a guy comes in at night and the guy like lays with the mother and sleeps with the mother and then he gets up and leaves and then doesn't come back. Hmm. And I'm thinking, like, what is going on? It's like, is this post-apocalyptic and they can't go outside? Because, like, nobody's left. Like, for 20 minutes in the movie, like, we just seen, like, the mother clean up the house, play with the kid. They're exercising a little bit. The kid is, like, watching Dora the Explorer on TV. They're watching TV shows. Nobody's leaving the house. And I'm like, this movie's weird. I don't understand what's going on. Hopefully the movie will explain itself. Here's the hook, guys. You find out. The mother on the boy's fifth birthday, and it, the, I didn't even think it was a boy. The kid's got long hair mm-hmm. and looks like a little girl. You know, like with that awkward age when like yeah. boys could be look like little girls that they have long hair or something. Mm-hmm. Kid's got really long hair, looks like a girl. On the fifth birthday, the mother explains to the kid that um, she's not that there is an outside that he thought that outside was space. Uh outer space like once you step outside of that room it's outer space and she tells him that there's a whole world out there like all the people that you see on tv that's real that's real stuff there is a real world out there she explains to him that when she was 17 there was a man that said he lost his dog and he wanted her to help find him the man abducted her kidnapped her put her in a shed and for the past seven years she has lived as his captive she was kidnapped as a child and she has lived the past seven years in this room in this shed 
and he on, only he has the combination. She can't get out, and the the kid can't grasp this, can't understand it. The kid has lived every day of his life in this room. The movie's called Room. I'm not going to give anything else out, but wow. it is fascinating. Wow. It is fascinating because it's like what would it be like for and the mother you can understand why she made up this story she didn't want she didn't want to tell the kid like oh guess what like uh yeah i was kidnapped there's this evil guy fucking kidnapped me and this is not how people live no she wanted the kid to like grow up and think like she wanted him to be a normal kid but mm-hmm. this is the only way she could do it is telling him that this is where we have to live and this is our room this is our home this wow. is Fascinating. Ooh, okay, that's a I, I about knew that much already. So yeah, that, that wasn't so bad. This is uh, it's a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. If you can find it somewhere in your area, because I don't think it's wide release. Yeah, it's not in Peoria. I had to drive forty five minutes to the art theater in Champaign to see this movie. But when it comes out on Redbox, when it comes out to rent, mm-hmm. definitely watch it. It's called Room. It is a Tupperware. It is fascinating. The child actor in this is phenomenal. Brie Larson is phenomenal. Uh, it's great. This movie is wonderful. Um, it's very deep. I can't stop thinking about it. I've never seen a movie like this before in my entire life. It's one of those things that makes you think like, yeah, what if somebody was abducted? And what if this happened? And like, what if things changed for that person and like the world opened up? Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Wow. Shit. <laughs> and I looked up Brie Larson. She, she's not in anything big. She was in Trainwreck. Okay. She was in 21 Jump Street. She was in Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. She was in The Spectacular Now. Mm. She was in that Don was a, John. I've seen all those movies. So, but, but but this is like her first like breakout role, I think. And if she's not considered for if if she and Sarah Sronin are not considered for an Oscar this year, that's crazy because this movie, my God, between – honestly, this is better than Brooklyn. I, I love Brooklyn, but my God, Room, I have never seen a movie like this. I have never seen a movie like this. Watch this. Do yourself a favor. If you if you can get on Fandango or whatever and if you see Room is playing near you, watch this. Holy shit. It, it's one of the best movies I've seen all year. Wow. Yeah, I want to see that for sure. I wish it was in the in this area. Uh, Jay, I want you to talk about uh, Aziz Ansari did a uh, new Netflix TV show. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of it, but you watched some of it, or you watched the whole season? Yeah, I watched the whole season. Talk to me, man. Yeah, um, uh, not a big fan of Aziz's stand-up work. Let me just preface this sure. by saying that first and foremost. I don't think he's super funny. Never really got much of a chuckle out of his stuff. Um, granted, Parks and Recreation, I did enjoy Tom Hal, Hal, what is his name? Halliford. Halliford, yeah. I enjoy his character in Parks and Recreation. And, um, a lot, a lot of the same, uh, some of the same writing crew is doing, uh, Master of None as well. Um, and it, it's basically just, um, you know, a, a down to earth kind of, um, drama mixed with his sensibilities so i wouldn't necessarily say like you should go into this thinking this is going to be the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life because it's it's not it's not at all funny in fact what what surprised me the most was how how well the drama played out in this it's not it's not necessarily an interconnected show you have um 
you have a storyline that that goes through the whole series, but it's not necessarily interconnected in in a way where it's like, oh, what, I wonder what the next ep- next episode is going to be after this one. You know, it, it's not like that, right? Um, but it's super interesting seeing him um, kind of being. Um, I, I don't know. I, I love Louis C.K.'s show, um, but this this felt closer to home for me. So it's kind of like Louis C.K. in that it's kind of it has some dark humor to it. Um, it's not always upbeat. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's very like, I don't know, man. Like, what's it about? It, it's, I, Aziz Ansari is like, uh, he's an actor. So yeah. he does like commercials for yogurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like his big thing. So it, it kind of centers around that, but it's mainly about him and his relationships. So the main thread that follows through this is him and his girlfriend. And, um, it starts out, he meets her on a one-night stand, and that turns into a very super awkward situation where they're going to get Plan B. That's like the next step. They need to go get Plan B because he thinks he may have came in her. Okay. So that's how the whole series starts off. And, you know, you're thinking, okay, this is just going to be, you know, um, they're going to they're gonna do little stupid jokes here and there. And, you're, you, you know, you're going to see kind of a Seinfeld-y relationship thing with him and his friends and his girlfriend. But that's not at all what you get. You get a very, very smart story. Um, so he does commercials for yogurt? He does commercials yeah. for yogurt. Does he bitch about Jamie Lee Curtis and Damon? No, no, you don't hear any of that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Um but uh um, Activia. <laughs> you slowly meet his group of group of friends, which one of them is Eric Wareheim, you know, oh, from, from sh- Tim and Eric. Um, shit. Eric, Usually it's like Tim Heidecker getting no, a bunch of roles. It's um, Eric. Wow. It was great. His per- he he is fucking fantastic. I'm gonna watch this. this now. Um he writes like five or six of the episodes. So you can tell when when Eric's written the episodes. Right. And they are the best of the series. They are so fucking good that you would not expect Eric Wareheim to be writing these fucking episodes. Cool. There's a lot of like, of course, surreal Tim and Eric moments in this. So it's not all serious. There are moments where they go off on tangents that are just totally fucking surreal and out there and that no one else would really normally do. Yeah. But it's that, it's that kind of sensibility in the humor. So it is, it is, it is funny, but that's not the main draw. I mean, his real parents are in this. There's episodes about, um, you know, just relating to your parents in this day and age, dealing with relationships in this day and age, in, in the texting era, in the social media era. Mm-hmm. Um, so his, gro- his his close group knit, knit of friends are very important. H. John, H. John Benjamin's in this. He's also one of his almost kind of a mentor in this, like trying to be like, I'm the older, wiser guy. I'm trying to help you with this. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a very, um, it's, it's a taste it. It's not a Tupperware. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah. It's not a Tupperware. It's not something I'm going to like want to watch again and again. So if it's Mm. a Tupperware, I'm going to watch it all the fucking time. I'm going to rewatch it with this. It was like, it was a good experience. It was, it was almost a cinematic, very kind of Woody Allen esque, uh, movie almost, you know, kind of built into a series with these characters. Woody Allen could have written this. So I think, like, you know, all jokes aside about Woody Allen, I think he's a, he's a genius fucking, you know, uh, uh, movie writer. He makes great fucking films. Yeah. For, he, for the most part. Right. For the most part. And especially when you're dealing with relationships and friendships, all that stuff, like, is just so well done in this and so surprising coming from somebody who's normally just a, a goofball. Right. So nothing about his his story here was annoying. He, of course, wrote a lot of this, too, um, you know, along with some of the Parks and Recs guys. So, 
Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think it's worth a watch. I think everybody should check it out. Watch What's it called series. again? Master of None. Master of None. Master of None. I watched the pilot. Mm. It was a taste it for me too. Yeah. I only saw the pilot. I mean, it had funny moments, but it wasn't like blowing my fucking mind it's, or anything. It's just like any series. There are um, there are standout episodes that will blow your fucking mind. Yeah. There, there's an episode where it's just one day, um, and then it turns into like a couple of years into a relationship. So it's basically Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. And they show how, like, oh, it's hot and heavy at first, and then it turns into this fucking monotony, and it gets annoying, and mm-hmm. people start to get on your nerves. Um, but, yeah, I mean, his girlfriend in this, uh, she's fucking adorable, the, the girl that plays. She's been in SNL. It's Noelle something. I can't remember her name. but Wells? She, she's, yeah, Noelle Wells. Yeah. She's fucking adorable. She steals the show quite often. Um, Claire Danes is in this. Todd Barry, the comedian. There's all kinds of little smattering of, of guest appearances. Cool. But the story itself is worth watching. Getting past that pilot episode, watch the rest. Is of there going to be a season two? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, okay. I have no doubt. It was one of the the highest rated, I think, television series. Period. So, oh, wow. um, how do how do you figure how highest rated? Because Netflix doesn't give out the ratings. It was like on IMDb's like top 100 and whatever okay. chart of television series. Oh, like critical ratings. Critical yeah. ratings. Because and, that's one thing that like I like Netflix doesn't give out like how many people are watching. Right. I guess how well it was. I wish perceived. they would. Me too. I would like me to out. know. Yeah. Like I'd like to know how many people watch Daredevil yeah. compared to Jessica Jones, right? Or you know, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. I mean, do they do they gauge it by how many like views, or do they gauge it by like how many subscriptions they garner? I don't understand. Uh, they have Netflix. to have the ability to see what sure. people are streaming. So I that, agree. Yeah, it'd be nice to know how many views each episode has and give us an average. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like I said, good, good fucking. Um, it's a good story about relationships. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you're in the mood for that, definitely right. watch it. You'll enjoy it, no doubt. Another thing on Netflix that I watched recently, real quick, uh, is called. Uh, it's a comedy special called "I'm Brent Morin." Mm-hmm. Pretty funny, is it? I'd give it. A, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a watch. Like a stand up. Yeah, it's a stand up act. Uh, Brent Morin. M O R I N. I'm Brent Morin. Hmm. Pretty funny. Okay. Give it a listen. Jake, what do you got for us this week on uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop? I'm finally bringing back the DC animated movie reviews. After uh, about two months off. Shit, that's being nice. I know. Three. (laughs) Three months off. Talk to us, man. That is being nice. All right, just a recap real quick. We are on the fifth movie. Um, Oh, God. It only took a fucking... uh, About a year. A year to get to the fifth movie. (laughs) About a year for the fifth movie. There we go. Yeah, we're on track. (laughs) My number one is Wonder Woman. My number two is Justice League, uh, New Frontier. Yeah. My number three is Superman Doomsday. Yep. And my number four is Batman, Batman Gotham Knight. Yep. So now we are on to Green Lantern First Flight. That is the fifth movie in the series. Um, it's basically a retelling of Green Lantern's origin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it tells his origin, um, Hal Jordan version of Green Lantern. It tells Sinestro's origin. A pretty good voice cast. They always get pretty good voice cast for these movies. It's uh, Christopher Maloney as Hal Jordan. I love Christopher Maloney. Yeah, Michael Madsen is Kilowog. Uh, John Larroquette. Michael is... Madsen is Kilowog. Yeah, that's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> John Larroquette from the old Night Court. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. John Larroquette is a uh, Tomora. More just one of the other Green Lanterns right. and everything. Um, I 
am not a big Green Lantern fan. Um, even before the stink of a movie, he's never been one of my favorite superheroes. So I was kind of trepidatious about going into this one mm-hmm. and how much I would like it. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. I still liked it quite a lot. Um, especially after seeing the uh, live action movie kind of really shittily go over the origin and introduce all these characters. There's like, a word for it. Shittily. <laughs> shittily. Yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to think of the word. Oh, what's that word? Oh, shittily. But yeah, that's not like, the word I wanted to. Like, just kinda, it worked. It was out. really clumsy. It worked. You know, like the Sinestro origin is really clumsy in yeah. the movie. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it's just super annoying. Even though the actor that they got for Sinestro oh, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. it's just super clumsy. Like, yeah. it's really clunky and just dumb the way they handled it in the movie. Who is the actor that they got for oh, fucking shit. Sinestro? Uh, Strong? Mark Strong? Yes. Is it Mark Strong? I think it's Mark. It's Strong. I know it's Strong. It's something Strong. Yeah, something Strong. Strong guy. Strong guy. <laughs> the guy from X Factor. Yeah, he was also in uh, Kingsman. He played, <laughs> and he was one of the best parts of the Kingsman. Yeah, I've seen him in Mark something Strong. else that was good, too, that's like on the tip of my tongue, huh. too. Yeah, that's a separate search, though. Yeah. You know what's on the tip of my tongue? Terry Cruz's cat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, speaking out loud there, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, um, it's there's not much to say about the story. It was a good story, but like I said, it's just, if you already know the origin of Green Lantern, it's basically a retelling of that. It's a right. retelling of... Uh, you know, how getting the ring for the first time from a, from a dying alien and then meeting up with the rest of the Green Lantern Corps. And then Sinestro kind of takes him under his wing because he's still a Green Lantern at the time and wants to kind of use Hal to overthrow all the, uh, what are they, Oa? Is that the name of the, yep. the people? Yeah, and he wants to harness the power of the yellow element so he can take over all that for himself and everything. And Hal isn't going to have any part of that. He really doesn't like Sinestro's style. You know, mm-hmm. he's very violent in dealing with other creatures and aliens and everything. And so Hal, with the help of the other Green Lanterns, like, overthrow Sinestro. Sinestro turns full-on Yellow Lantern in this, and mm-hmm. they have a big battle with Green Lantern and everything. So not, nothing too fancy going on with the story. It's your basic by-the-numbers Green Lantern story. Right. But I still really enjoyed it. It was a high-tasted for me. It was way better than I thought it would, was going to be. It's easily the best... Green Lantern thing I've ever seen. And I saw the Cartoon Network series that was like the CG Green Lantern shit yeah, and everything. Yeah. And I really hated that. Yeah. Yeah. I, when that was on, it was like, okay, uh, when does Young Justice come back on? Cause yeah. like I wasn't watching, I, I tried to get into that Green Lantern CG show, but it was just like, oh my God, I can't. And I was just like, I, I, I love Young Justice. And for a while they had it on right after new episodes of Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh-huh. And to see the CG in Clone Wars, Followed by the CG in uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring back the word again. It was very shittily done. Very shittily. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was terrible <laughs> to have it like right next to that and see. I'm it. just happy that you're expanding our vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for. I got my day by day calendar coming yeah. out next year. I'm going to have that on pre sale. Yeah, the 2016 <laughs> word of the day from Jake Elliott. So spoiler, January first is shittily. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna where I'm gonna place this in. I did enjoy it more than the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't guess that. But I don't think I liked it more than the Superman Doomsday. So it's at number four now. It's at number four okay. now. With Batman being the new number five. Okay. And I'm gonna get proactive on these fucking movie reviews. I know you will. Um, other than the Star Wars movie review and any upcoming. Um, 
like we're doing a whole show based on a movie podcast. Sure. I'll, I'll have the next one ready for yeah, you. Yeah, it's not like when we're doing the Force Awakens episode, like, you know, halfway <laughs> through, Jake's like, I know we're talking about Maz Kanata's <laughs> castle right now, but Brian. Yeah. I got a DC movie review. <laughs> I'm going to be like, fuck you, Jake. We're going to talk about the rest of that Maz Kanata scene. Now, I believe the next one is Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. I have to look on IMDb to make sure that's really the sixth one that came out. Oh, okay. But I'm like 90% sure that's correct. Okay. So barring me being wrong, that'll be what I'm reviewing next episode. Episode 117, that'll be the movie. Mm-hmm. That'll be the movie. And then you won't get another one until episode 119 because 118 is The Force Awakens. Yeah. And shit, we may do a second Force Awakens episode. We might. So it might be a... Might be a break for a couple episodes. Exactly, uh, Jake. Uh, Jay, mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, you know. Let's talk about that new Max Landis written movie. Let's yeah. talk about that new movie, Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. What are you going to rate this bad boy? Um, Honest rating. Come on. I'm tossing it. <laughs> I'm tossing it, man. I I uh, I love James McAvoy. Um, you know, he's definitely one of my favorite new actors. So I was more excited about that than anything was seeing him in this. Right. Um, but you know, it, again, it's another one of these movies that doesn't seem to know what the fuck it is. It reminded me of Sherlock Holmes. You know, the Robert Downey Jr. Guy Ritchie film, whatever. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of that. Um, and and I didn't really enjoy that movie. So I didn't really understand where this movie, you know, it's kind of a buddy, you know, a buddy flick, Daniel Radcliffe, James McAvoy, they're the two main characters, Igor and Victor Frankenstein. Right. And so I was intrigued. I was like, this is going to be fun. Like mm-hmm. seeing these two together, first of all, as actors I respect, and I'm assuming there's going to be a good... And it's written by one of... Uh, Max Landis. Max Landis, yeah. a pop culture leftovers favorite. I also respect Max Landis. Yeah. Um, but this, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm right there with you. I'm <laughs> right know. there with you, man. I got to toss this movie. I thought it started off really <sighs> interesting, man. I, I did. I thought like the origin story when they were like, oh, wow, fucking Max Landis. He's exploring the origins of Igor and fucking Victor Frankenstein. That first act I was really into. Uh, the second act I thought it was just like, wow, I'm not – this is weird. Yeah, it was I'm, weird. The second and third act, I was just like checked out. Um, you know, and, uh, there was a lot of body horror in this. Mm-hmm. And it works in movies like The Fly. It doesn't work in this movie, man. And, uh, I can, it was ambitious. That's the word I'm gonna give this film. Right. Very ambitious. Very ambitious look at uh, Victor Frankenstein. And, uh, Max Landis really tried to tackle something here that I think that, I don't think anybody could really knock this one out of the park. This was this this was just not good. It who, was not good. Who fucked this up? Was it Max Landis or was it Hollywood? Fuck. <sighs> I feel like the writing was off, but I'm sure Hollywood had its fucking mitts in this as well. I mean, that's why I mean like I don't I I almost went into it like afterwards I'm like, yeah. "Okay, what can redeem this? What what if it's a joke? Like what if it's like making fun of Van This is their you know, sophisticated take on something like Van Helsing yeah. or like the Frankenstein movie with that, you know, that was also another stupid action flick. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, they're making fun of it. Okay, well, even then, it's still not redeeming. It's still not well written, you know, I think, as far as the story itself goes. The characters are fine. I'm going to go back and say that. it's just ambitious. It was just like, okay, you wanted to know the story of like how Frankenstein came to be? Here's the origin story. Yeah. Mm. And, um, I think it may have looked better on paper than it did when, <laughs> when when we saw it in its cinematic form. 
when we saw it fully fleshed out on the screen. It may it may be a better read than it is actually seeing it on the screen. Because like I really liked Daniel Radcliffe when they first started this story. And I really like James McAvoy. It wasn't until the second and third act where I was kind of like, wow, this is – I'm I'm not liking this anymore. I kind of got checked out. But like that – I like the, like the shit in the circus. Mm-hmm. Like like I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I thought when they were in the circus, I was like, holy shit, I'm really digging this. This is a great origin story. I liked it how when – when uh, how Igor was uh, – he was really – self-educated when it came to anatomy. Right. And I liked it when the characters would look look at a body and they'd be able to see like uh how they'd show you on the screen how yeah, it, like they could see it in their minds. They could see it in their minds yeah. like the bones and it almost looked like it was written on paper. Yeah. And like I thought that was cool. I was like, "Wow, that that's cool. I've never seen that in a movie before." And then I think like when they went into the second act and third act, it just got more convoluted and I, yeah. I lost me. Yeah, it it just really like fell apart towards yeah. the middle there. It, it, it's upsetting, dude. Especially after like I stuck up like for American Ultra, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't like American Ultra, American Ultra, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I gave it a. I think I gave it a tasted or a high tasted. I think you gave it a high tasted, and I really liked it. And this movie- well, that that's 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 to say to your point, like if you really liked this at all, you would have tasted it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's Max Landis. It's yeah. it's two actors we yeah. fucking love. Oh, I'm thinking like I'm watching the first act of this movie, and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna taste this. Yeah, I'm gonna taste this. And then like uh, as the movie went along, I was just like, oh god, dude, this is bad. This it was is bad. That's a that's a shame. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's predictable. It's boring. Um, you know, there's a love interest, fucking don't care. There's a villain. I think he probably steals the show out of everybody as far as the story's concerned. Yeah. He was kind of intriguing, but yeah. not really, you know. Yeah, it's I upsetting. was going to try to catch this last night, but it's already almost all but out of the theaters. Yeah, there's literally one, one showing. showing. Yeah. Yeah, like so. I'm ta- we're talking like 2 weeks in. To it's not even 2. It's I think no, it's No, this just, is the second week. Oh yeah, the second week. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Let's let's talk about another movie. Let's talk about uh, this week's new release. It was the only big release that came out this week. I still don't think it's got enough to beat uh, Mockingjay Part 2. No. <laughs> Not even close. But let's talk about Krampus. Yes. Uh, it's uh, Adam Scott. It's mm-hmm. got David Koechner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got uh, old girl from Tony, fucking... Tony Collette is in it. Tony Collette. What's, who's, who's she from? Oh shit! She's been in so much shit. Yeah, she's she's the wife. Yeah, but she's been in so many fucking movies. It's I, got uh, what's her face, uh, Salvatore, the the detective from Fargo. She's right. In it. Yes, yes. Allison Tolman. Allison Tolman. She's in it. Uh, let's talk about Krampus. Jay, what did you think about Krampus? Krampus is the. Uh, of course, if you don't know who Krampus is, you know you've got Santa Claus. When the kids are good, he's going to visit your house. Mm-hmm. Okay, when Santa Claus isn't giving out coal. Uh, fucking out in Europe, fucking Krampus would visit you, <laughs> and uh, he would punish you. Krampus yeah. is like the evil version of Santa Claus, and this is a fucking this is a comedy horror movie. Mm-hmm. What did you? What are you gonna rank Krampus? Um, I'm gonna give it a low taste. It, um, low tasted in that, um, it wasn't wasn't great by any means. Of course, otherwise I would have given it a higher rating. Yeah. Um, not great by any means, but I had fun watching this. Yeah. It, it just it just reminds me of the. The weird shit I'd play in my mind sure. during Christmas time as a kid. Right. You know, the nightmares I'd give myself. Yeah. And it also reminded me of 
stupid movies like fucking Troll or fucking not not that Gremlins is stupid, but it reminded me of Gremlins. Right. Troll. I think like those movies are more successful. Even Troll's fucking horrible, but it reminded me of the practical effects that I saw and was kind of creeped out by if I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of shit. It, it reminded me of that, and I think visually a lot of it was pretty interesting. I yeah. thought I thought it, you know it's not scary by any means. But visually, I thought it was cool. It kind of took me to that place, you know, where Krampus would exist and where he is jumping from rooftop to rooftop and the storm that's going on and mm-hmm. his his minions. I fuck, I, I enjoyed it. I It wasn't perfect. It could have been way better. Why is it getting a low taste then? It's getting a low taste because I, I'd say, like, uh, it was worth my time to go watch it. I had a good time and I was entertained by it. No, I'm saying, like, it sounds like you really enjoyed the movie, but you're giving it a low taste. Because it could have been way better. I think, I think a lot of people you know especially though i'm hearkening back to like gremlins in that gremlins mm-hmm. in that is like far superior to this mm-hmm. far superior but it at least like brought me back to those kind of movies and i enjoyed that i liked that okay. um not necessarily funny not necessarily unfunny so i think like maybe under better direction and a better writer this could have been way better mm-hmm. it, it could have been like a classic you know horror christmas comedy it could have been right. classic it's not. It's not something you need to watch again and again. But for, for me going out on a Thursday night or whatever, or whenever I saw it, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, Gremlins had that Christmas thing going for it, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am going to disagree with you 1,000%. <laughs> Fuck the critics. Mm-hmm. Fuck your review. <laughs> I fucking loved this movie. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm I loved Krampus. Krampus was a Tupperware, in my opinion. Wow. I loved this movie. So goddamn fun. So fucking fun. This is a movie, when I saw the trailer, you guys were hyped for it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking thought the trailer looked stupid. (laughs) I loved the family when they're fucking giving each other shit. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw the Krampus stuff, I was like, this is dumb. I loved this movie from top to bottom this was fun this is one of those movies where you like you see the fucking like the horror movie called jack frost about the killer you know (laughs) snowman and shit yeah and you're just like this is dumb as fuck i've always kind of like wondered like what if they took one of those fucking scripts and they gave it some real talent and they really gave it their all Mm -hmm. this is that movie it's fun this is a great christmas horror movie i loved it Adam Scott's great in it. The fucking the wife that played Adam Scott's wife in yeah. this movie, mm-hmm. she's the perfect horror movie wife. I know. Mm-hmm. She is so damn good. She's probably been in other horror movies. <laughs> she's great. And yeah. then uh, the chick from Fargo. Yeah. She was fantastic. David Koechner's great. Um, the kids in this, I like the t- the two two girls that were that were fucking like they tomboys. The tomboys. Yeah. I dude, Jay, I'm sorry, man. I know I Maybe if I saw it again, I'd I change my mind. I don't know, man. Yeah. There's something about this movie when I like you said it wasn't funny. I thought the horror in it was funny. Okay. Like things were happening in this movie and I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I loved I loved the character designs of all the characters. I thought uh Krampus character design was fucking freaky. And it was scary. good, yeah. Uh the gingerbread fucking characters yeah. that came to life that were attacking David Keckner, mm-hmm. I got a kick out of them. Mm-hmm. The fucking uh the teddy bear that came to life and fucking had like the jaws and shit. I was like, Holy shit, that's fucking freaky. Holy shit. Jay, 
I was watching. I was watching the Island of Misfit Toys. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what they were. Man. Oh yeah, I agree. Those I agree. were the Island of Misfits toys coming to life. It's there, true. man. Yeah, it's very true. Santa Claus. He closed. He show, he, Santa Claus shows up with the reindeer and the bag full of gifts and shit. Mm. When Krampus shows up, he shows up with the Island of Misfit Toys. That fucking the leech Jack in the Box. <laughs> that was fucked <laughs> with up. With the fucking mouth that would open like this and look like something out of Alien. That freaked me the fuck out, man. This movie's fucking great. It's got a great mix of practical effects and CG. It does. Uh, yeah. it, when they're outside and it's cold, it makes you feel cold. It's like holy shit, get indoors. When the part where the fucking uh, the fucking the evil elves are underneath the snow and they're fucking pulling characters under the snow, I'm like, dude, I'm digging this. It's like tremors. I'm digging this. The fucking the owl character, the fucking the bird fucking the puppet angel. thing, the yeah. angel thing, dude. Island of Misfit Toys. This movie. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And the ending. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. most endings are not satisfying. Holy shit, what a great fucking ending. I walked away from this thing like, wow, that's this is a fucking great Christmas horror movie. Dude, that's fine. You low tasted it. I and and honestly, if you look at the critics' ratings, they're gonna give it the same rating. Yeah. For me though, Jake, I loved, loved, loved this movie. I saw it too. You did? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. What's your rating? <laughs> I didn't know you saw this. You said you didn't have time to see fucking... Uh, I said I didn't have time to see Double Feature. I thought that you didn't have time to see either movie. I no, I saw Krampus. Okay. Then what do you think about Krampus? I just, I just couldn't see both. I couldn't... With that one fucking Frankenstein time... Oh, I couldn't, okay. I couldn't go still go see Krampus at 8. Well, I'm, so, I'm talking like into... you didn't see this. What, <laughs> you, what did you think about Krampus? I'm, I'm like in between you two. Taste it. Yeah, it's a taste it. Oh, I loved it. And, and like you said me and jay were like through the moon with the trailer and everything yeah and i don't know maybe it was a case of over expectations for me uh-huh but i was kind of let down by it like I, I by no means hated it i thought adam scott was hilarious i thought most of the cast was hilarious i think for me this movie kind of threw too much against the wall as far as the creatures and could have been better served by kind of narrowing down the bad guy and the evil like the elves, the gingerbread man, the uh-huh. Krampus. I was just kind of like, eh. Just Krampus and the gingerbread man, and I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But the elves look terrible, too. Some of the, uh, some of the, some so. of the, I thought the elves look great. I think the, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I did not like the look I of the it, elves. I thought it looked very Guillermo de Toro, like yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, and I loved that. Uh, what I thought was funny and ridiculous is like the whole family, <laughs> the part that I laughed at, you shouldn't laugh at because it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it, it was the family and they're all sitting around and like the, the German grandmother, yeah. like out of nowhere starts telling the story of Krampus. And at the end she like shows like the ornament yes. that says Krampus on it. And I'm thinking like, Dude, that's really convenient that she's holding on to this thing right now. It's like, how many Christmases has this bitch been involved in? And she is she just holding on to this ornament, maybe hoping that Krampus shows up one year so that she can tell the story of Krampus? She like, conveniently this, spoke English right at that part, too. Exactly. I was like, this is so weird. Mm. that like, she's. But I laughed at that part just because it was so stupid. Yeah. But – I god damn it I love this movie. I did absolutely love the ending though. And yes. it was kind of like a double psych for me yeah. because what I thought was the ending twist yeah. I hated. 
uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm it like, went, oh, I hated right, that. Right, Everyone right. saw that coming, you know. Yeah. Obviously, that all that couldn't have happened and yeah. blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, shit, I'm getting the Bob Newhart ending. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding right, me. Right. But then when they had the second twist, I, yeah. I, I like, applauded that. It that was like a Tales from the Dark I was getting ready to say the same thing. It was like a monsters Tales from the Crypt type of ending. And that was super cool. Yeah. I loved the opening credit sequence for this movie where it was the Black Friday craziness to the Happy yes, Holiday music. Yes, yes, yes. I, it really started strong for me. It yeah. just kind of, once all the creature stuff started happening, I just thought all that stuff could have been so much better. Oh, I loved it. That was my favorite part was the creature I stuff. Loved yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, I like me and Jay both taste it for different reasons. Yeah. But that's what happens. Yeah, I think everyone will enjoy this one way or another. I mean, uh, the, the cast is great. I love the, uh, the, the, the one aunt or the grandmother that pissed him off. Oh, that was funny. That was drinking the alcohol. She was from two and a half men yeah i thought she was so she was a, a great casting mm. i i god damn it i loved Krampus. when i walked out i was like that was a great christmas movie yeah. i had a lot of fun with yeah. that but it still wasn't like a, a nine or a ten for me yeah it was like a seven i was i was see i think like you guys went into this thinking like because you loved the trailer yeah and i hated it I thought it was just like, oh man, I'd rather see like the dysfunctional family movie than it turn into this fucking like, you know, fucking Krampus horror style movie. I was like, this movie's gonna suck. And I was pleasantly surprised. I, I loved Krampus. Well, I'm glad. At least no one tossed it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I've seen the critics have been harsh on it. Yeah. And I don't think it deserves all that. It was a yeah. fun movie. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. Yeah, like you said, Tales from the Crypt. Right, that's yeah. a great fucking example. Or just like just a, just one of those stupid B movies that you loved yeah. when you were a kid. You yeah, know? yeah. It definitely reminds you of that. Yeah. And I'm glad. Like I'm glad somebody made a movie like that. Yeah. So uh, a couple things I want to talk about real quick before I uh, end. Uh, good pop, bad pop is. Uh, let's see here. The League. Mm. Oh. Okay. Wednesday, on FXX. It's the series finale. Okay. So it's a series finale of the league. Nice. So seven seasons. I've watched all seven. Fuck. I love this show. You know, fucking Nick Kroll, Jason Matsukas. Funny fucking, motherfuckers. You know, uh, forget Mark Duplass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love this show. So definitely watch the season, series finale of the league. Also, uh, You're the Worst season finale for season number two is going to be on this week. Okay. You're the Worst is one of my favorite fucking comedies on right now. Not a lot of people are watching it. Is that you FX? Should, FXX. You should be watching it. You're the Worst is great. Fucking Aya Cash's character all season has been going through depression. And, uh, holy shit. This show is fucking great. She's been, uh, going, handling that. She's been, it's still funny, but she's been tackling depression, which is something I tackle with in my life. There's times where I'm like really, really happy or I'm really, really fucked up and depressed. And I've been diagnosed with depression, so it sucks. So it's kind of neat to see a TV show handling this in a a very cool way. So definitely watch uh, You're the Worst. Um, And then, of course, uh, the series finale of The League So on FXX. So awesome shit. For sure. People love that league. I know. The I, league I, is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as far into it as you are, but yeah. man, I get a kick out of every fucking time I watch it. Fucking so. Taco and yeah. <laughs> Rafi. Yep. Fucking uh, the Seth Rogen episodes with Rafi are great. I didn't see any of those yet. So. Um, oh, God. Yeah. They're great. Seth Rogen and uh, Jason Mansukas are really good friends. Okay. Um, and actually, uh, uh, Jason Mansukas, he showed up in um, uh, the night before. 
the new Seth Rogen movie. Okay. He played a character in that movie. But they do some episodes on uh, The League. Mm-hmm. This last one they had, <laughs> Rafi was uh, telling a story, and as he told the story, it was, they turned it in, they made it animation. Cool. So it was an animated Seth Rogen and Jason Mansukas, and it was really fucking hilarious. That's nice. neat. Like just like drawn animation. Animation, yeah, huh. yeah. It kind of looked like uh, maybe like kind of like Venture Brothers animation okay. or something. Yeah, nice. So uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Uh, maybe I don't know. I might want to go home. <laughs> this might be the end of the episode. I don't know. We'll come back and say bye at yeah. the worst. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So. We'll be back. Maybe we won't. I don't know. You could just cut one of our goodbyes from the previous episodes onto the end of this. That's episode. true. I'll just like cut me saying like and just like oh good luck <laughs> on their doggy bags. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Welcome back to Pop Culture Leftovers, the show that doesn't care. <laughs> we don't care. No, we don't. <laughs> no, not a fucking, not an iota. You guys uh, ready for the uh, Pop Culture Leftovers news? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. it's like fucking well, four hours in, finally. Let's do some Whatever. fucking news. Let's do some news, four hours fucking in. <laughs> really not no it's yeah <laughs> it's totally not right no <laughs> there's nothing gangster about this fucking news no this is one of those rumors that we talked about a long time ago and nothing happened with it but now we are hearing more about it which is crazy fox is developing a rambo tv series with sylvester stallone Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> wow Oy vey. you can always you can, you can always tell when jake is excited. <laughs> Holy shit! You know what I forgot to talk about in Good Pop, Bad Pop? What? Jay, fuck it. We're backtrack. We're uh, back in. <laughs> we are. You know what? We are back in Good Pop, Bad Pop territory. Oh shit! We That's are gangsterous. Well, yeah. So I can yeah. interrupt the whole yeah. news. Yeah. Welcome back to Good Pop, Bad Pop. <laughs> for more leftover reviews. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> bad Pop. Fargo. Fargo. Holy fuck. Fargo TV series. Jake, uh, Jay, did you watch the first season? I watched the entire first season. Have you watched week. any of the second season? Not yet. I, okay. w- I wish I had been able to. But. You texted us yesterday and mm-hmm. said that, hey, I've watched the first season of Fargo. <laughs> and this is one of those fucking shows that I had told you guys that, like, oh my god, like, I have not watched and I cannot wait to watch it. 
I watched the first three episodes Did you? today. Cool, oh, nice. cool. Excellent. So let's talk about some fucking Fargo. Yeah, baby. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Billy Bob Thornton, <sighs> Martin Freeman, <sighs> old girl from fucking uh, – holy shit, dude. I should pull up this fucking cast. <laughs> I got it the is, cast. It is fucking – talk to me about this fucking cast. So you got Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Uh, you got Allison Tolman, which yeah. we brought up in the Krampus. Yeah. Uh, Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Yep. Martin Freeman, you brought up Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, <laughs> yes. Uh, Keith Carradine, uh, not everybody's gonna know who he is, but he's been in a lot of movies. Right. Uh, Glenn Howerton from uh, It's Always Sunny. Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, Key and Pele from It's So course, Sunny that know. fucking you know it's rubbing off on fucking uh, kidnapping letters. <laughs> yeah. Fucking little your bit, bronzer. A little bit of bronzer. <laughs> That's yeah. how sunny it is. Yeah, Key, Key and Peel. I um, haven't gotten to that episode. Okay, yet. they're in yeah. it, and it's phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal when those two fuckers. It's are in uh, it. Peel. It's not Peel. It's okay. not Key Michael Keegan. It's okay, Peel. Okay. Um, uh, those are the main ones. Uh, Adam Goldberg's in it. He's got a kind of a smaller part. Well, uh, what about what about what, who, uh, the guy? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm an idiot. Uh, the guy that plays one of the—he's he, not a, like a, like maybe a villain. He's Oliver the, Platt, the he, guy that oh no the the guy that owns that fucking uh, grocery store. Yeah, is Oliver it, Platt is that who he is? Yeah, he plays uh, Stavros. Okay. Stavros Milos is his name in the show. Holy shit! Let's talk about Fargo, dude. <sighs> Man, talk yeah. about Fargo. And you know what? Like this is season one. I'm hearing season two is even better. I can't imagine how it's better. Season two, <laughs> season two cast. Uh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson, baby. Fucking uh, Kristen Dunst. Yeah. Jesse Plemons mm-hmm. from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Three episodes in. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you one episode in. I'm Tupperware in this bitch. Yeah. Three episodes in, I'm Tupperware in this motherfucker like a motherfucker. Wow. Holy shit. This is great television. Basically, like, this is like, uh, Coen Brothers Fargo meets True Detective. Yes. Yeah. Meets Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that sounds great. That'll make sense when you watch the show. Yeah. This is a Tupperware. Yeah, it's One, unbelievable. Talk to me about – you've watched the f- whole first season and I'm jealous. Yeah. I, I wish – yeah, I wish I could talk to you more about the what goes on. Yeah. God damn it. God man. damn it, man. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. This show is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I don't and think – it's on FX. Yeah. I, I don't think we could state it enough. I don't think I can explain enough to make people understand what a fucking like masterwork this is. It's unbelievable. It, it mixes the violence with the quirkiness that you remember from the original. Yes. Yeah. From the movie. It mixes the violence, the, the quirkiness, the comedy, the drama – all of that is is so fucking well balanced, and that's also because the cast is fucking unbelievable. Right, um, the, the cast, dude, it's got an all star cast like you wouldn't believe. Oh yeah, I'm mean, just reading those second names season. Off. Second season has Nick Offerman in it. Yeah, yeah. yep. I mean, it, it, it's just like all star all the way. It's crazy, Martin Freeman. Like, I have a whole new respect for him because of yeah. how he. He progresses in this show. Billy G- Billy Bob Thornton. Holy fucking Billy Bob shit. Thornton. Oh my god. Okay. Next time I get pulled over by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> next time I get pulled over by a cop, dude, if I can fucking pull off the uh the fucking the, the interaction that he had with Colin Hanks. Oh, my jaw drops. I'm getting out of that ticket. That that is literally like the entire season. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. That guy is the 
he is a chameleon. <laughs> yeah. He is a chame- like you see his full range in the show. Like just him playing this villain, yeah, uh, so called whatever villain. You see like his different, oh, just his. You can see behind his eyes when he's smiling at somebody. You can see what he's thinking. That's yeah. how fucking good his acting is in this. It's unbelievable, uh, dude. Uh, God damn it, I love this show. Yeah, it is. I can't. I I can't even put into words how good this show is. It, it's so hard to explain to somebody. I mean, you know, like I'm, we're talking about great shows that are on TV right now, and we're talking about you know Walking Dead. We're talking about leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta put. I gotta put this up there. Yeah, I, I gotta put this up there, Jake. It's. It's it's seriously this is a this is this is TV gold. All right. And executive producers are Joel and Ethan Cohen. Yeah. That's awesome. So they are involved in this project. Jay, when it starts what I think what's so interesting about this is like, you know, I watched Fargo back mm-hmm. when it came out in 96 and like um when I watched this show, it was like the events that take place in this show are based on true events. Right, right. And it talks about, you know, how this happened in 2006 and I was like Hold on, hold on. Fargo, the movie, came out in 96. Right. I was like, I was like, now Fargo, that's based on true events. Yeah. Can this be based on true events? Well, what, what happened then led me down this crazy rabbit hole. Right? <laughs> and come to find, come to find out, Ethan Cohen, he, in the introduction to the published version of the screenplay, mm-hmm. he wrote, this is what he wrote. The story that follows is about Minnesota. It evokes the abstract landscape of our childhood, a bleak windswept tundra resembling Siberia except for its Ford dealerships <laughs> and Hardy's restaurants. Mm-hmm. It aims to be both homey and exotic and pretends to be true. <laughs> so Fargo, I found out for the first time, Fargo? Not a true story. Not a true story. <laughs> and also – Fargo, the TV show, not a true story. Thank God. They said, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. They said that they wanted, um, they said that these shows, if you think that they're true, Mm -hmm. it's better. They said when you view it through that lens, when you view something through the lens of it being a true story, actually gives you a different perspective and a different view of said show. And I think it's brilliant mm-hmm. that they do this, and they were basically just lying to yeah, you. That's hilarious. To your face. <laughs> yes, this is based on a true story. So when you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is like the anti-Goodfellas. Yeah. You know? It's like – it's so – Damn good. This is great. Like you said, Martin Freeman. Oh, I got a new respect for him. Billy, yeah. Bob, Billy Bob Thornton redeems his career in this. Fuck yeah. Um, this is not True Detective. This no. is totally different. True Detective is like basically like gritty. This is like True Detective is like basically like Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. as to where this is. This is Cohen Brothers meets Seinfeld. Yeah. This is crazy. This, this show is phenomenal. I don't think that, uh, What's her face from Krampus? Allison, uh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Allison Tolman. She's good. I'm three episodes in. She's good. She's, she gets better. She's not as good as Frances McDermott, though, right. in Fargo. No. And, but she's not the same character either, so right. I can't really compare her to that character. But god damn if this show is not a Tupperware. It is 100%. Jake, get on this right. one. It's that's a must-see. That's must a hard see. act to follow. Didn't Francis win the Oscar for this movie mm-hmm. for Fargo? Yeah. It's a hard act to follow. But like this TV show, mm-hmm. holy shit. 
It is it is phenomenal. I mean, you're talking. I'm talking three three shows on TV right now: Leftovers, Walking Dead, and this show. And I'm saying, like, by the end of this season, and if they're saying season two is better than this season, it's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. It's, it's, season two is a prequel, right, to right. this season. Yes, yes. So, which makes it even cooler because then you see the backstories of some of these characters. That's yeah. bizarre. Are some of the same actors and actresses? In uh, some of the same names, but you know, like family members. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so it's going to be yeah. different actors. I think there might be a couple guys that are playing different roles. Patrick Wilson's in the second yeah. season. Yeah. Or is he in the first season or second season? You would know. I didn't have him in the first season. So he's in the second yeah, season. Yeah, he's in I the think. second season. Yeah, Nick Offerman's in the second season. Kristen Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Ted Danson. Wow. Watch this to this. see what they're gonna do with these characters is am- like it's amazing. Like you wouldn't think. What do, hey, I've watched three episodes. Yeah. Jay, by what do I have in store for me? I've got seven episodes left. What do I got in store for me? What's gonna blow? blow it's gonna blow my dick off. Episode six will blow your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> It'll blow your dick okay. off. Okay, like the cinematography. Yeah. Everything, the quality of the show. Yeah, episode one. You watch episode one. I'm yeah. like, this could be a movie. Yeah, wow. It gets better. Okay. It gets better. The quality, the cinematography, everything gets better progressively throughout yeah. the series. And once episode six hits, then you're like, holy. Fuck. How did you watch this? Uh, Hulu. That's how I'm watching yeah. it as well. So yeah. the first season's available on Hulu. Yeah. Second season, you can watch it on demand right now on oh, Comcast cool. Xfinity. So yeah. Watch this. Watch, watch fucking Fargo. Fucking phenomenal. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Moving on to news. I, I, I felt bad that I fucking skipped over that because I've been wanting to talk Fargo. I'm Fargo glad you me. watched it. Yeah. Yes. Cause I needed to talk well, to somebody about see, it. The, yeah. The thing was, is like, I've been, this is one of those shows, like, I've been wanting to get in on and mm-hmm. I, I brought it up to you guys. Like, yeah, we, I've been wanting to watch Fargo. We both said it. And then Jay sends me this text yesterday, like, holy shit, I'm almost through fucking Fargo season one. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You motherfucker! This is my fucking show. I wanted to talk about. I know you did. I know but you, you did. motivated me, so thank you. Well, you motiv- motivated me to go s- to watch in the first place. Yeah. Aww. So, so yeah. Around, comes around. All right. <laughs> I'll try to watch at least three or four episodes next week. Please. But, all right. Please. I'm gonna have the first season watched by the end of this week. I yeah. can tell you that. If, much. if you don't Tupperware this, like if somebody saw this and didn't Tupperware it, I would not like them. Yeah. You. Oh, jeez. I wouldn't like them at all. Right. Yeah. But just if you like cinema at all, you're going to fucking love this. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. It's very – it feels – and I love Coen Brothers movies, and this is very Coen Brothers, and I'm glad that they're involved in this. Yeah, so. did a great job. All right, back to news. We were talking about a fucking uh, Rambo TV series. Ugh. Yeah, fuck that. Let's move, <laughs> Let's move on. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't. I don't. I talked about Fargo. I want to talk about something good. Marcos, uh, is it Marcos Martin or Marcos Martin? The, uh, the, uh, the artist? artist? I think it's, uh, Martin. Martin. Marcos Martin and Brian K. Vaughn have launched a new online comic over at panelsyndicate.com. Mm. In the past, this team has brought us the private eye on the same site, which was digital only until recently. I actually ordered the private uh, I hardco- uh, hardcover, and it will be mine soon. I was talking to you guys about this. I didn't know it was Marcus Mark- Martin. I love him. Yes. Uh, that book won a Harvey and an Eisner Award. So Private Eye, uh, it was uh, – critics loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved that book. And what was really awesome about this was that you could pay whatever you wanted to for an issue. If you wanted to pay a penny, you could. Or if you're a huge asshole, you, you, you didn't have to pay anything. Yeah. Not saying that the asshole that paid a 
penny was any better. <laughs> That's like it's almost better to leave no tip than yeah, a penny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, let's see here. I mean, I, the team that did this book, Marcos Martin, Brian K. Vaughn, they are back and they've got a new book on panelsyndicate.com that you can order. It's called Barrier. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about it. Not a damn thing. Uh, it's, it's at panelsyndicate.com. Uh, it's 53 pages mm-hmm. for the first, uh, first issue and you name your price. Same thing again. Same thing okay. again. Uh, it's written by, uh, Brian K. Vaughn, like I said, and art, uh, art by, uh, Marcos Martin. And, uh, I am definitely going to be picking this one up. Nice. D- digital only then. Digital only for now. That's the thing. Private Eye was supposed to be digital only. Mm-hmm. Never was supposed to be coming out in print. Brian K. Vaughn worked out a deal with uh, uh, Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. and I think I think Brian K. Vaughn's going to be writing some issues of Walking Dead or yeah, something. Heard is that. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And so, in order to work out this deal with Kirkman and Skybound. Skybound is coming out with uh, the Private Eye in hardcover, so it's going to be available for the first time in print. And as soon as I found out about this, I pre-ordered it, and I should have it in my next Atomic Empire shipment. Nice. Excited to hear about that. Cannot wait. Uh, next story comes to us from Variety. Jason Priestley is directing. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Jason Priestley, you remember him? He was Brandon yeah. in Beverly Hills 90210. He was also uh, he also starred in uh, what was that movie the Wyatt Earp movie? Oh yeah, yeah, with, Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. Val yeah. Kilmer and Kurt Russell. Great movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. Jason Priestley is dipping his toes into directing. Yes. What movie is Jason Priestley directing? I have no idea. He is directing a biopic on Phil Hartman. Yeah. Oh wow. Called Nice Guy Phil. Uh, with veteran actor Darren Norris starring as the late comedian. I know nothing about Darren Norris. All I know is that when I looked him up on IMDb, mm-hmm. he does kind of look like Phil Hartman, a younger Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tyler Levine is producing Nice Guy Phil through uh, his Toronto-based Carousel Pictures banner with support from Telefilm Canada and uh, Kajika Fun. He's aiming to go into production next summer. Uh... Guys, um, this is Phil Hartman. We know him as uh, doing impressions of uh, Bill Clinton, uh, Ronald Reagan, Frank Sinatra, Ed McMahon, Barbara Bush, Charlton Heston, Phil Donahue. Uh, <laughs> this guy, you may also know him from such shows as <laughs> The Simpsons. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, he was also uh, before he passed away. When he left Saturday Night Live, he took on a new show called News Radio. Yeah, heard that was great. News Radio was fantastic. I haven't watched any. Oh, it's so good. Dave Foley. In it too. Is that on anything? I can. Is that on I don't know. It okay. might be on something. It used to be on Netflix, but I think I think they took it off. You, the, you did watch it. I used to. Okay. It, David Foley from yeah. Kids in the Hall was yeah. in it, and then also one of your favorite podcasters, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah, was also on that show. Man, I gotta watch that. It was phenomenal. Uh, the older man in that show that owned the the radio station is also the grandfather on the Goldbergs. Okay. Okay. Um. 
it is phenomenal. And then, like, after Phil Hartman left, yeah, they tried to fill it with John Lovitz to right. try to take over. And right. he did okay. He was serviceable. But nobody can replace Phil Hartman. No. Um, Phil Hartman, such a sad way that he passed away. Um, super sad. Super sad. He was murdered by his own wife. Yeah. Um, Murder-suicide, right? She murdered him. And then killed herself, right? Yes. Yeah. And because basically, I mean, she, I think she was probably on like certain like prescription drugs and things mm-hmm. like that, but she was also trying to break into Hollywood, was really jealous of Phil and his success, and they would fight and fight and fight and fight. And that's why they called this Nice Guy Phil. This mm-hmm. movie's called Nice Guy Phil because he was such a nice guy, uh, and he had to come home to such a fucking unbearable piece of shit yeah. that eventually took his life and stole from us, one of the greatest comedians to ever live. Ugh. I remember first seeing him before I even knew his name when he was Captain Carl on uh, Pee-wee's, oh, yeah. Pee-wee's Playhouse. I remember um, the first thing I remember him in was like when uh, Pee-wee started his own restaurant in Pee-wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Me, my dad, and my sister were watching Pee-wee's Playhouse one day, and <laughs> and it was an episode with Captain Carl, and we laughed our asses off because Pee-wee was like starting his own restaurant within Pee-wee's Playhouse, and <laughs> Captain Carl came in there for his reservation, and Pee-wee goes, Captain Carl, party of one. <laughs> Captain Carl, party of one. And he put his... He put his fingers over his nose so it sounded that nasally yeah. sound. And Captain Carl looked around like he was an idiot, like, yeah, I'm the only one here. <laughs> Pee-wee. And he got his table at the Pee-wee's Playhouse restaurant and shit. But, dude, uh, fucking um, Brandon Walsh, fucking Jason Priestley's directing this thing. Um, I'm in. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Tupperware, this idea. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that Jason Priestley can be a better director than he is an actor? <laughs> I there's only up to go. <laughs> yeah, I think for him to tackle this at all says something about him. You know, something yeah. that I I can get behind. You know? Yeah, it must be a passion project for him. Yeah, I hope so. And uh, I I don't know anything about this. Uh, the the actor, uh, what's his name, Darren. Uh, Darren Norris. Mm-mm. He does have the look, though. I'm going to give it to him. Do you know anything about the time frame of when we'll be seeing this, possibly? Uh, they said they're going to go into production next summer. So with the production next summer in 2016, I would say that we would see this movie in 2017, maybe late 2017. Okay, okay. I don't see any special effects in this one. No. <laughs> okay. But I think that we are going to see maybe like his early on days. Maybe, I don't know, was he a member of the Groundlings? I believe he was. I think he was, too. We might even see... Like, uh, you know, him on PB's Playhouse and yeah. some of the early stuff mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, just in case you didn't know, Cowboy Curtis was Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Morpheus yes. was Cowboy <laughs> Morpheus was Cowboy Curtis on PB's Playhouse. Yeah, some real red pill shit on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to finish the show with Star Wars news uh, after we totally blew over the Rambo TV show. Yeah. <laughs> So let's move on to Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Psst. What are Misa saying? You were supposed to be here with me listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. All right, guys. Like I said earlier in the podcast, we are 11 days away from Star Wars The Force Awakens at the time of this recording. When this episode drops, we're going to be 10 days away. 
which means if you're a spoiler pussy, you should probably go fuck off right now. <laughs> go hide in a cave. Yeah. Go play with a Baba or a Funko Pop or whatever the fuck you fucking Ooh. pussies do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid of spoilers. I still want to play with Funko Pops. Yeah. You're a <laughs> fucking grown men and their fucking Funko Pop bullshit. Yeah. Hollywood re- <laughs> The Hollywood Reporter is reporting... That men that own Funko Pops... <laughs> hey, this is Star Wars news. ...past the age of three <laughs> should be castrated. They already aren't. Because their dick is worthless. <laughs> Honestly, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Don't George... Don't listen to that guy. Are you talking to your dick right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood Reporter is reporting that George Lucas has watched the Star Wars The Force Awakens movie, and he loved it. Also, George Lucas will be attending The Force Awakens premiere on December 14th. Oh, we were just wondering that. We talked about it last week. Yep. He's already seen the movie. They he probably loved slipped it. him a couple hundos in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Those Disney bucks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll do. He'll like redo what he thought about it in a couple of years, and it'll be completely different <laughs> than the original way it was. <laughs> when Ducktales gets when Ducktales gets rebooted, it'll just be George Lucas <laughs> diving into that the gold coin swimming pool. Yeah, yes, yes, spitting out gold coins I'm and shit. Star Wars. <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk about the new uh, Han Solo movie, uh, and we'll read this article by uh, THR. And when I mean we, I mean I want us all to read it in unison. Okay. Okay. Ready. So I'm going to have you guys pull it up on your iPads. <laughs> Send me the link. And we're all going to we're gonna read it in unison. I'm fucking with you. I'm going to read this bitch. Oh, that sounded exciting. I don't want us all to read it at the same time. Uh-huh. Jay, Jay wouldn't even be able to have, pronounce half the <laughs> shit going on in this. Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring. Scouring. That's a hard word to say when you've been drinking. <laughs> Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring the galaxy. I don't even think I still said it right. <laughs> are they like cleaning it? I'm going to get this right. Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring the galaxy. Did I do that right? Yeah. Scouring. 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 Sounds right. Scouring. Scouring. That's one of those words that the more you're saying it, the less it even sounds like a fucking word. Exactly. Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring. (laughs) Scouring. I think that was the worst one yet. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring. Better. Eh? Eh? Better. I'm going to say it nonchalantly. I'm just going to say it like it's not even nothing. Hold right. on, hold on. I'm going to make this fucking word my bitch. Disney and Lucasfilm are scouring the galaxy. Ooh, boom! Yeah. Nailed it! <laughs> fucking nailed that bitch. And the podcast award goes to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're scouring the galaxy in what some are calling the widest casting search ever for the actor who will play a young Han Solo in the planned Star Wars spinoff movie. According to sources, more than 2,500 actors have met on the project or put themselves on tape with casting director Jeannie McCarthy running point on finding the man to fill the vest made famous by Harrison Ford in the first Star Wars trilogy in The Force Awakens, which opens December 18th. The contenders are being whittled down before Star Wars spinoff directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who worked with McCarthy on the hit Jump Street films, hone in on their own Han. The movie isn't due to shoot until January 2017 for a May 25th, 2018 release. 
so they have plenty of time to make a choice. This has been the easiest movie to audition for, says an agent with a client who has auditioned. They are seeing everyone. Hell, I went into audition. <laughs> How'd it go? Did you shoot first? I was like, I looked at him and I said, I'm Han Solo, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I shot first. Call me later. I'll, give me, where's the contract? Where do I sign? Right. My hands are dirty. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I fucking I fucking killed it. Did you make the first first cut? Did you make it? Huh? Did you make that first cut? I'm going back, man. All right. They asked me to come back, dude. They're like this this guy's got some fucking moxie. <laughs> it was weird. It was like I was fucking like interviewing with like 1940s gangsters and shit. This kid's got some moxie. You got some moxie, kid. <laughs> and then we fucking ate spaghetti, and they told me to. I don't know. <laughs> Hit the bricks, kid. We'll we'll call you if we're interested. <laughs> I'm jealous. I did not get the call back for, <laughs> for a second casting. <laughs> Fucker. Good effort, though. Mm. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't. It was a bad day. I got a vest. <laughs> <laughs> the strategy is a 180-degree turn from the plan producers took to find the young stars of The Force Awakens, the upcoming movie that relaunches the Star Wars franchise under the direction of Disney and Lucasfilm chief Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, director J.J. Abrams took great pains to find relatives, uh, relative unknowns to play the leads. Daisy Ridley, the movie's female star, had only a handful of television appearances to her credit when she was chosen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jay knows one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what happened about. <laughs> little backstory for you guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Let me take care of this. Um, <laughs> no. We all fucking know. Co-star John Boyega only boasted a bit more experience, having appeared in a British sci-fi comedy, Attack the Block, and other small projects. He didn't appear nude in that, though, did no, he, Jay? No, I no, didn't, I no. didn't find anything, at least yet. Yeah. I will, though. <laughs> the top-secret solo project, with a script by Lawrence and John Kasdan, is slyly working under the codename Red Cup. A reference to the college party staple manufactured by, yep, the Solo Cup Corporation. Ah, okay. But with every agency sending clients between the ages of 18 and 32 in to read for the part, names are beginning to surface. I find this interesting, guys. We do have actors between the ages of 16 and 34. That's a huge range. Huge range. So it's basically, it's not like the character... Is dependent. I, I don't think like the story is dependent upon the character's age. Yeah. It's, a, it's a prequel, and I think like the actor, like the oldest actor that they have here, he could pass for younger. But it's like I don't think like the story's too much dependent on like the character having to be a certain age. It's more about like getting the right actor. Right. Yeah. It's just weird though. I mean, it is. Harrison Ford was younger than thirty four in the fucking first. He Star may Wars have movie, right? been thirty four. Yeah. Honestly, when the Star Wars, the four, uh, the original Star Wars movie came out, he may have been thirty. I know he's, he was in his thirties. Okay. Um, actors who have read in person or auditioned via videotape range from the well-known Dave Franco, who's thirty, Aaron Taylor Johnson, twenty-five, Miles Teller, twenty-eight, uh, to the sort of known Jurassic World's Nick Robinson, who's twenty. Hmm. To the relative unknowns, kicking it's Leo Howard, 18. What do you mean relative? I've never heard of that fucking... Kicking it. Kicking it. Whatever, I'm kicking him. <laughs> fucking curb. I don't even know who the fuck Leo Howard is. And the Purgis Tony Aller, who's 24, 
Twenty fur. Twenty fur years old. <laughs> He's twenty fur years old. Bang! That Tony Aller, twenty fur years old. Bang! My parents were cousins. What the fuck, dude? I fucking sound like a fucking idiot. Twenty fur. <laughs> Is it his twenty first birthday? Is that what you meant? He's twenty fur. I'm an idiot. Yeah, uh, Tony Aller, he's, he's 24. And also, uh, very significantly, in, it's a, god damn it, I can't talk, I've been drinking too much. It's all right. We should have read this together. We should have. <laughs> <laughs> One of us would have been able to say 24. Yeah. Those sources say the sweet spot seems to be the mid-20s. The ages of the contenders span from Chandler Riggs, the 16-year-old star of The Walking Dead, to Hunter Parrish, who's 28, and Mr. Robot star, Rami Malek. Yeah. Wow. Mr. Robot star, who's 34. Okay. So it goes from 16 to 34. Casting directors are not just focusing on American actors either, considering uh, Canadian Hemlock Grove star Landon Leboren, who's 23, and English actors Ed Westwick, 28, Tom Felton, 28, and Joshua Sassy, 27, among many others. Um... I'm actually hearing, uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Tom the, Felton? Ugh. Who's Tom Felton? He was, uh, Draco Malfoy in Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, the casting team is said to be looking for someone who looks at least a bit like a young Ford, who's now 73. He was 35. Okay. When the original Star Wars was released. And can be funny and charming as well as handle the expected action scenes. A few young comedians have been asked to read. Others who have been, uh, thrown their hats into the ring include Fury's Logan Lerman, 23, The Fault in Our Stars' Ansel Elgort, who's 21, mm. and Transformers Age of Extinction's Jack Rayner, 23, plus TV faces like Teen Wolf's Colton Haynes, 27, and Bates Motel's Max Theory at 27. One of the names that's been left off this list that I'd also like to include in this is uh, Taryn Egerton from uh, The Kingsman. Okay. Um, a lot of people are saying, like, he is going to be the guy. Wow. Uh, have you guys heard of uh, another name that's been also mentioned is uh, Anthony Ann Gruber from uh, – what movie was he in? Age of Adelaide? Okay. He is a – have you guys seen his YouTube video? No. Mm -hmm. He is a – he is a Harrison Ford impersonator. Oh, wow. And he he got his start from YouTube movies. Hmm. Um, you, uh, YouTube uh, – from YouTube. Okay. And he does a Harrison Ford impersonation impression. I'd like on, to see that. I'll show it to you. I'm going to okay. pause here. I'll show you guys this real quick cool. and then we'll come back. Anthony and Gruber – um, he actually played a young Harrison Ford in the movie Age of Adelaide. Mm -hmm. And uh, shit, you know what? I'm going to fucking pause right now and I'm going to show you guys this video and you guys can tell me what you think of uh, fucking, fucking Anthony Gruber. All right, we're back. Hey, guys, you guys uh, saw for the very first time Anthony and Gruber doing his YouTube impersonation, impression of uh, fucking uh, Harrison Ford in uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. What did you guys think, man? I mean, 
What'd you think? I, I was blown away. Yeah. I'd cast this guy. Really? I mean, a guy that can just do an impression, can he act, though? I mean, it's like, basically, it's like a fucking parrot, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Get him in there. Get him in there and have him read some of the new dialogue. Yeah, I mean, have him in there, do some of the new dialogue. That's the way to do it. Because, I mean, yeah, he's got a little bit of acting experience with the Age of Adelaide movie, and he played the young Harrison Ford, but it's like, I mean, I, I want... I, I don't want somebody that's just going to, like, mimic. Mm-hmm. No. I, I want a real actor in this. And he needs his own charisma, too, whoever they get. Yeah. yeah. You're right about that. You don't want just a mimic. You want someone that's got their own their own charisma that can carry the screen. But be I, I'll be damned if you tell me that he doesn't do a fucking great Harrison Ford impersonation. <laughs> no, I was blown away. It, yeah. Almost more the mannerisms than the actual voice. Right. The I, voice wasn't, like, out of – it's just, like, if, if you were to fucking hit – if you were to fucking mute that, mm-hmm. you could look at him and go like, "Holy shit, he's got a very Harrison Ford look to him." Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that Jay, was spot on. That was spot on. Before you even played that, I, I could see his picture on there, mm-hmm. kind of, and it it looked like Harrison Ford just from the non-moving picture. So yeah. yeah, that was super impressive. I don't know if the suit. I mean, with a twenty five hundred dollar twenty, excuse me, twenty five hundred. Uh, Search twenty five hundred people that they're looking at. You have to think that he's one of them. He's got to be. He's got to be. You got tough competitions on that second callback, Brian. I know. <laughs> I know. Get in front of that mirror, son. <laughs> I'm gonna do this, man. Yeah. <laughs> we have faith. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Are there any names that you would like? To be to be thrown into the hat to to do this. I mean, it's hard. Like everybody can say, "Oh, dude, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, dude, he's no, too old. No, he's too old now. Agreed. Chris Pratt, no, he's too old. I mean, these guys are like around the same age that fucking Harrison Ford was when he fucking did A New Hope. You've got to go younger. I agree. And although I do like, <laughs> I do like the actor Logan Lerman. I, I do like, um, fucking. Uh, I like Logan Lerman. I like I like Dave Franco. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him as Harrison Ford. I don't want to see him as Han Solo. The only other guy that I would consider in this would be the Fault in Our Stars actor Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a great fit if uh, if they don't get this Anthony and Gruber. If he can't act for shit, <laughs> if he can't act, if he's just a parrot, just a mimic, get Ansel Elgort. I think he'd be great. I really do. I think he's a great actor. Ooh, how soon do you think we'll get that casting? Less than six months? Uh, let's think about this. Uh, I mean, they're doing the search now. I think they already, I think they've already locked in who they're gonna get. I think, mm. the, I think we're gonna get Taron Egerton. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get the Kingsman actor. I think they've already locked in, but I think that the, the casting call, I think it's kinda cool that they're doing it. Um, this is gonna shoot in January 2017. Okay. So, I'd say within the next six months, we'll have our actor. We'll have our actor. Uh, but I think we're going to get Taron Egerton. I think that's going to be our guy. All right, guys. Uh, did you see the Star Wars The Force Awakens Chinese poster? Yes. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, right? Yeah, fucking crazy. A little they, bit. They love their BB-8. They hate, <laughs> they hate their Finn. They hate Finn. <laughs> it's bullshit, man. Yeah, it is bullshit. It's ridiculous. It's bullshit. I, you know, I thought we were in a, I thought we were, at least I thought we were in a world that, that they wouldn't fucking do some shit like this. This is dumb shit. If yeah. you don't know what we're talking about, basically the, the, the Force Awakens poster has like all of our characters. It has Kylo Ren, it has, uh, Ray, it has Finn. And in this poster, it's got Finn, but he's 
a lot smaller <laughs> than he is in the American poster. He's like our listener fan small. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, dude, it's uh, – it's sad. It's fucked up. It's stupid. No Maz either, right? They took Maz out and they enlarged BB-8. I didn't even notice that. No Maz Kanata. Yeah, they like blew BB-8 the fuck up and then like all the characters that were around BB-8 are like just gone. Wow. That's wow. weird. Uh, I wanted to... Uh, yeah, so we all tossed that. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I wanted to read some quotes from Lawrence Kasdan in a Los Angeles Times article. Uh, he says, quote, These movies will all be so different. Episode 8, director Ryan Johnson is a friend of mine. He's going to make some weird thing. <laughs> if you've seen Ryan's work, you know it's not going to be like anything that's ever been in Star Wars. You couldn't have three more different people than J.J., Ryan, and Colin Trevorrow. Those movies will have the Star Wars saga as their basis, but everything else will be different. Hmm. Then Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to make the Han Solo film, and I can't guess what that will be like, and I'm writing it. <laughs> wow. That's an – I don't know. How do you feel about that statement? Yeah, is that crazy good? Statement. Is that good? It is good. <laughs> I like it. I like having I, – I, I like knowing that there's going to be different d- direction yeah. in all these different movies that we're not just going to like – Here's the Star Wars formula, right? And we're gonna re- redo it every time we make a new Star Wars movie. Yeah, like I'm excited about that. Yeah, I am 100 percent excited for all three movies. Oh yeah. Um, Ryan Johnson uh, is one of my favorite directors. I love the Brothers Bloom. I loved Looper. Cannot wait to see his take on Star Wars Episode Eight. And then Colin Trevorrow. I loved Safety Not Included. Mm-hmm. And my favorite summer popcorn blockbuster movie this year, mm. Jurassic World. I Tupperware it, and I still Tupperware it. I watched it again uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Nice. And I love that movie. Makes me feel like a kid again every time I watch it. Makes me feel like a fucking kid, man. It's a fun one. It's. I know you tasted it, but my God, I still like it. It makes, dude. I, can I can I say something blasphemous? Just go for it. I like it more than the original Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, that is blasphemous to me. It is. It is. I don't have the con- I don't have the connection to the original Jurassic Park that most people do. I mm. thought it was a fun movie, but my god, this I fucking love Jurassic World and I am ashamed to admit that I like it more than Jurassic Park because most people are going to be like you're full of shit. But you know what? Like you said earlier, Jay, I, I trust you. Jay, you said Brian's going to give you his honest fucking opinion no matter fucking what. And I don't care if I get any backlash from this statement. I'll tell you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's the I'll best of the sequels. I'll give it that much. Hands down. Sylvia doesn't give a shit because you're the only true leftover anyway. She agrees. So she doesn't give a shit. Best of I the say. sequels. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Lost World isn't it's, great? Uh, it's okay. Fuck the Lost World. That movie's a pile of horse crap. I agree it's <laughs> a pile of horse crap. No, it's a pile of triceratop crap. <laughs> no, 3 knew what it was. 3 was a B movie, and it knew it was a fucking B movie. Uh, I don't think it three, knew. 3 knew it was a B movie. I don't know that it 3 knew. went into Sharknado territory, <laughs> and it knew it was in Sharknado territory. Uh, I don't I, I, I don't, I don't I know. Do. I do. <laughs> Uh, guys, Star Wars holiday greeting cards. Have you seen these? No. Have you gone to the stores and seen these? Uh-uh. I have. I went to the. Uh, I went to Walmart yesterday, and I saw Star Wars holiday greeting cards. And you know what? They aren't just fucking old school characters. 
there's new characters. Oh, nice. And I swear, I heard new dialogue come from the Kylo Ren uh, oh, holiday talks? greeting card. Yes, they talk. I, uh, I'm i sitting there in fucking Walmart rec- <laughs> recording the fucking audio on my fucking iPhone. And you know what? I got the Kylo like the okay. Here's the ra- they're 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 called light bands. Okay, and they're like these little. They look like watches, mm-hmm. but like you push a button and they light up. The whole band lights up, and then you hear like audio and shit come from these things. I'll, I'll post it on our Facebook page. Okay. Well, the Ray one um, says a line that we actually played in a previous episode from the Ray doll okay. that we got from MakingStarWars.net. Hold on, let me play the Ray light band. Take us. <laughs> okay, so she says the droid is not for sale. You guys heard that, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> I'm gonna actually I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. Here we go. The droid is not for sale. Okay. And then you hear BB eight. That was that was BB eight. Alright, so that was from the Ray Light band. Uh, here's the Captain Phasma light band. On my command, fire. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the Kylo Ren. This is audio I haven't heard before. It just sounds like some fanboy excited about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Jake's like, I've been waiting for this movie for a long time. Yeah. Is that the lightsaber? That is weird. That sound at the very end. Is that the... Hold on. I'm going to play this again. It's not him. It doesn't sound like he's got the mask on. Right. When he's got the mask on, it sounds like there's... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like there's some kind of like voice kind of like... It's gr- deeper. Yes. It has like a reverberation to it. Let me play this and then like listen to the end. Is this the lightsaber? I think that light band's just broken. No, I think that's the lightsaber. One thing that we found out about the the lightsaber um, this not not this week, but it's been out for a while. I found out about it this week is that this lightsaber was not made from a kyber crystal. Mm. This is a plasma saber. Oh, okay. So uh, Kylo Ren apparently didn't make his lightsaber from kyber crystals, hmm. which I guess doesn't make sense. I mean. I don't know why he had to. He, I guess they're saying he, he had to fashion it from plasma because he didn't have kyber crystals available, which doesn't make sense because if like the fucking Starkiller base is based right. on a lum, a loom, mm-hmm. the core of the planet is made up of kyber crystals. Yeah, one which, of those theories has to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, something's up, or maybe he fucking made before they had control of a loom. Oh yeah, he made the 
plasma saver. Or maybe it was before he was with Hux and even involved with those guys. Maybe That's it was true. back when he was just with the Knights with of the Ren. With the Knights of Ren. Because, like, I don't think the Knights of Ren are going to make it past the fucking vision sequence. I completely From agree. Maz Kanata. Because, like, I don't think... I What happens to the Knights of Ren, then? Does he, does he fucking kill him? Does he take him out? How do they fucking go out? Because I don't think that they are... By the time we're watching The Force Awakens... I think 10 to 15 years prior, those guys are gone. I agree. Completely agree. Hmm. Other, like I, I said when we had our um, spoiler episode, otherwise they'd just be all over the fucking place. Why yeah. wouldn't, you know? Right. People are excited about them. Why wouldn't we have... And I don't think the rest of them are Force-sensitive. I just think it's Kylo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're just like his cronies. Like he's like a cult leader. Mm-hmm. And there is like cronies. Maybe Snoke is just like, well... There can only be one, and he's like, you know, the last part of your training is to kill the rest of the Knights of Ren. There you go. He fucking, you know, instead of like that stupid scene in, you know, Revenge of the Sith where fucking uh, Anakin kills like the little younglings, Mm -hmm. he kills the Knights of Ren. (laughs) That'd be cool. That never did sit well with me. With Anakin killing the younglings. I think, I think somebody else could have killed the younglings. I think like they could have done like an order 66, like where, like, like the, where the fucking, uh, the, the troopers had like no control of what they were doing. Yeah. And they killed the younglings. I, I never really did like the fact that Anakin killed the younglings. And I, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's a prequel and you've got to show how evil he is, but. Yeah. I never, it never really did sit well with me. Yeah, they just wanted to go all the way so you would not root for him. Right. That in lightsaber battle. Yeah. 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 Um, the, that was the Kylo, uh, here's the, here's the BB-8 light band. I think that's like the most telling thing that I've ever heard. (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler. I think right there that tells you that Kylo Ren definitely killed the Knights of Ren. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Did you see the trailer where uh, Ray asks BB-8 something and she's like, oh, that's classified? Mm. Did you see that trailer? I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, dude, I posted it on our Facebook. I've seen so many of them now. She she asks uh, BB-8 like a question, Mm -hmm. and he like beeps back at her, and she goes, "Oh, okay, that's classified." (laughs) Pretty funny. That is funny. Um, The the last two uh, greeting cards that I wanted to play, I thought were fucking hilarious. Um, You open it's a Chewbacca greeting card, (laughs) and it's a song, and I opened it, and it was pretty. Fucking hilarious. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. I'm buying that for someone's birthday. On the first day of Christmas. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> sung by Chewbacca. Hold on, I'm playing it again. I gotta play it. <laughs> Damn it, play! <laughs> I love this. <laughs> is that first day of Christmas? What song is that? I don't know. Or- yeah, it is. On the first day of Christmas. Yeah. My true love gave to me. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and here's the R2-D2 card. I love this one, too. We 
wish you a Merry Christmas. That's amazing. Fantastic. So, I thought I'd play those. Nice. They were funnier when I was in the store. <laughs> the, the, that the Archie was pretty goddamn funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Chewbacca one. It sounded ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> MakingStarWars.net had an article, and they say that there are sources claiming that we'll see Shadow Troopers in Star Wars Rogue One. Huh. Now these have been features in, uh, they've been featured in Battlefront games and also a San Diego Comic Con exclusive doll, but they've never been seen on screen. The rumor doesn't stop there though. They are also saying that we'll see Shadow Troopers again in Star Wars Episode Eight. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. So have you guys seen Sa- Shadow, Stroop- Shadow Troopers? Oh yeah. Before? Yes. Oh my god. They're fucking cool. Yeah. They're cool. <laughs> so we're gonna see them in Rogue One. Hmm. But we won't see him in The Force Awakens, but then we'll see him again in Episode 8. Yeah, they're in Clone Wars too, right? No, they've never been seen like on screen. I don't know if they've been in Clone Wars. I'm pretty sure they, they have. I'm pretty sure they did an episode with them in Clone really? Wars. Huh. Yeah. yeah, but they've never been shown like live on screen, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed with the Los Angeles Times that one character for sure will be back in Star Wars Episode 8. Who's the character she's referring to? Here's the quote from Kathleen Kennedy. But you won't see Phasma tapping out after being carelessly knocked into a Sarlacc pit like a wobbly toddler. (laughs) Kennedy has big plans for Phasma and confirmed that the captain will carry on into the next movie. Quote, she's an important character, a baddie in the best sense of the word. Nice. Phasma makes it out alive. Excellent. Excellent news. We kind of all figured that, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that toy... I mean... You've got fucking Kylo Ren number one, number two fucking Ray, and then you got Phasma three. Yeah, I think BB eight would be up there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I think after this movie comes out, BB eight's going to be the top selling toy. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn kids! Uh, I think we know who Simon Pegg is going to be playing in the Force Awakens, guys. Who? It looks like he's playing Uncar Plutt. Oh, okay. The villain from Jakku that Ray works for, we heard that there's a scene in Takadana where Ray is bothered at Maz's bar by a bully, and Finn tries to step in to help. We talked about this months ago, this mm-hmm. scenario, Jake. Uh, it's, uh, Ma- uh, Ray is at Maz's bar. Uh, a bully steps up to her. Finn tries to step in and help her. He's out-muscled by the bully, but then who shows up? Chewbacca steps in <laughs> cool. and takes care of the bully. We actually talked about this, like like I said, months ago on the podcast. He sings the bully a Christmas carol afterwards, too. <laughs> <laughs> the character was, uh, yeah, he does very, it's it's the uh, Star Wars holiday special comeback. Um, the character was actually codenamed Bully back when we talked about this. Yeah, I remember we compared it to the, the scene from episode four. Yes. Yes, uh, Moss Eisley. Yes. Yeah. I don't like you either. Yeah. <laughs> well, the new Star Wars Look and Find book also calls this character Bully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks like and, – and in the, in the Look and Find book, it's Unkar Plutt. Okay. So we knew about this scene, but we didn't know it was Unkar Plutt. We thought it could be a different character. But apparently after Rey leaves Jakku – that's her bully on Jakku. Mm. She works for Uncar Plutt. We didn't know that when she goes to Takadana that she would run into Uncar Plutt. <laughs> it looks like Uncar Plutt and his thugs 
follow Ray right. huh. to Takadana. And there's the final confrontation between Ankar Plett and Ray. And it leaves. It, it ends with fucking Chewbacca killing Ankar Plett. <laughs> Damn. Cool. <laughs> which means Ankar Plett is Simon Pegg, which should make a lot of fans happy. That he dies in this movie yeah. after recent statements that he made about the prequels to piss off a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you look at pictures of Simon Pegg when he was in the costume mm-hmm. that he's going to star in, those are – it looks – it's an unfinished costume of Ankar Plett. I've actually seen the character of Ankar Plett finished mm-hmm. and it it's uh, – it, I. 99.9% sure that Ankar Plett is Simon Pegg. Well, there's an action figure out there too, right? Of Ankar Plett? No. Oh, the thugs not? are out. Oh, I thought there was an Ankar Plett too for some reason. No, I'll show you a picture of Ankar Plett on my phone here real okay. quick. Um, but yeah, uh, Simon Pegg. Looks like he's going to be Ankar Plett. Cool. Kind of a big bulky dude, right? Isn't he kind of bigger? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let me see if I can find this picture real quick. Where's this fucking picture on my fucking phone? Here we go. Fucking. Yeah. Here we go. Here's Ankar Plett. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. See? And see? Here's the Simon Pe- here's Simon Pegg yeah. smiling for the cameras. Uh, That's the yeah. unfinished costume. And there's Ankar Plett finished. I'll cool. post this on Facebook. Cool after, looking character. Maybe after the movie comes out because mm. I don't want to piss off any of our spoiler pussies. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, this is our episode. I'm done. Yeah, suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Jay, say it. Suck it or fuck it. Suck it or fuck it, baby. There you go. <laughs> That's how we end it. All right. Just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, thanks for listening. Be back next week, and then the week after that, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Ooh, buddy. Finally. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. All right. We'll see you motherfuckers next week. Don't send any more emails. Yeah. You write it. Write an iTunes review mm-hmm. instead of sending us enough emails. Fucking write an iTunes review. That'd yeah. be nice. Yeah, I want I want more or more F Mary kills though. Yeah, we'll get more F Mary kills, and I'll read uh, I'll, I'll read those last minute Sunday emails next week. Yeah, I'm sick of reading those fucking things on fucking the day of recording. No time, you sons of bitches. Fucking Finn. Yeah. You know who you are, fucking <laughs> Sunday fucking emails, motherfuckers. <laughs> this episode's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Huh? It was okay. It was, it was some, crap. There were some good moments, at least two. <laughs> two? Yeah, two minutes. We fucking recorded for like six fucking hours. We got two fucking good moments. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Always the optimist. <laughs> All right, we'll see you stupid sons of bitches next week. Uh, eat a bag. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, suck it or fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for your patronage and all that other shit. Yeah. You're <laughs> still recording. God damn it. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that.
already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Gonna toss it, gonna taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, hate erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture push over Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture push over. Pop culture leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said Leftover Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers, and with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers, sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.